BTOsports.com Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome everybody. The Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday, June 18th, 6.02 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. We are back. We were off last week. We missed you. You missed us. And we are back this weekend to talk High Point MX and uh, Canadian Nationals as well. And take your phone calls at 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Let us know what's on your mind. And uh, thank you again for listening. We have a great show lined up. I am super mega biased. But I think this is a great show. Uh, Eli Tomac will be on. Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac will be on the night. He's uh, lost his moto streak, but he uh, continued to go 4 for 4 in overalls in the 450 MX class. So Eli Tomac will be on. Jeff Stanton will be calling in. Six-time AMA Supercross and Motocross champion, a legend. He will be calling in to talk about what he's got going on at the MXDN at Redbud this year. Travis Preston, Supercross champion back in the day, now involved with Yamaha. We will have TP11 on to talk about racing with Kiefer and uh, the new Yamahas and uh, what much, much more. Also, Jess Pettis of MX101 team. This kid is taking Canadian Moto by storm. Three wins out of the first four rounds in the MX2 class and uh, has been a real surprise. And remember him in Supercross a little bit. He made uh, one main event and uh, showed some good speed. So Jess Pettis will join us as well to talk about his season. Jason Thomas went to Italy at the GP, and he will be on later to talk about that experience and whether or not Giuseppe said hello to everyone at Pulp MX or not. And, uh, and we have you 
here. And everybody on RacerX Facebook Live, what's up? Thank you for watching. Uh, thank you, people, for listening who are listening to this on the archives or live. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, and Honda World Downey all on board with us. As are you people, we are going to do the draw tonight for the set of Fly Racing Sector Boots and a boot wash stand that we promised a couple of shows ago. We are going to give away a Fly F2 Fracture Helmet, crazy folks of Fly USA, Maxima Oil Kit, Pro Filter Kit, all of that uh, for just calling in and talking some high point and uh, talking to our guests and, and whatever else you can figure out. Uh, don't forget the Pulp Mix app uh, works for a lot of you. Updates coming soon. Uh, Pulp Max app uh, uh, available. You can listen live. You can also listen live on TuneIn app on the uh, which is free in the App Store. And uh, don't forget if you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, go to the Amazon widget on pulpmex.com while you're there. Read the Kiefer story. Read the David Villeman story on High Point, and uh, click on the Amazon widget and get you Amazon. Make your purchase of uh, whatever it is you want to make a purchase of, and um, we get a small slice of that. And that can afford to f- bring our next guest tonight, my co-host in. Fly him from Canada, uh, from here to Canada to go home, uh, to come down here and, and pay him to show up and, and get his advice and talk Canadian moto, talk American moto with him. He's going for a pulpy. He doesn't have his buddy here th- this week, so we'll see how well he does. From GuaranteedMX.com, Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie? I'm doing wonderful, Steve. Thank you for bringing me down. I feel like I'm actually following in your footsteps. I was just in Winnipeg, a young boy, yep. yesterday, and now I'm in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's just uh, I'm living the Pulp MX dream right here. I'm getting the full <laughs> uh, full um, package. You are going for a pulpy. You are going for a pulpy. I mean, if I don't win it because of the way I do the show, I'm just going to toss a bit of cash away. Yeah, That's yeah. Well, you don't have work. your you don't have your yuck yucks buddy. Well, he's one. actually doing the show tonight uh, downtown. Oh, so, okay, yeah, yeah. He might pop by later on, depending <laughs> what kind of fans right, uh, show right. up. Uh, Ryan Gall here in studio. He was. Uh, you've been uh, working with the Jetworks folks for the Rockstar Triple Crown up in Canada. Jess Pettis, uh, we're having on him on tonight. He's been. A real eye-opener up there in the Nationals? It's been uh, really cool. I'm excited to kind of get him on here because he's uh, he opens up quite well when you get talking to him. And to see maybe if that Supercross stuff and the risks that he's been taking there has kind of helped. Because yeah, literally I'm the only difference yeah. is he's, he's consistent. Yeah, right? He's had speed. He's been yeah. winning the yeah. uh, last couple of years. But now it's he's consistent and he's managing his motos other yeah. than the poor DNF, which I'm sure we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. So he's uh, uh, and, definitely and, good. And you are very stoked to have Jeff Stanton on tonight? Oh, uh, the only thing I have against Jeff is that he beat my 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 favorite rider named Bradshaw. But in '92, yeah. I was his replica on a yeah. CR80. I had the that full was... Axo kit, the HRC pants. I'm pretty stoked, and we had some time in Croom. I don't think you probably remember that. No, probably not. But no, uh, no. yeah, I hung yeah. out with his uh, with him at Croom there, pounding at Sand Motos. And uh, we have a uh, we have a story we'll get to later on that Eddie Ray <laughs> told me about you. That is uh, kind of unbelievable. But we'll get to that. Yes, absolutely. You'll believe it when I tell uh, you. Slide your chair up this way, so oh. I don't got to like go backwards. There you go. Did you hurt uh, your neck? Yeah, you know. Ryan Gold, everybody from GuaranteedMX.com. You, you are with me the whole time, and uh, thank you, man. And we're going to talk a little Canadian Nationals later on. I want to, you know, brand new guys running the series. Mm. I want to talk about how that's going. We got a we got a Rockstar Triple Crown, <laughs> all of that, and uh, we'll we'll talk more about that for sure as we go on the night. Uh, you mean th- the whole show's not about the Canadian series? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm very, Come on. I'm very, I'm very sorry. Darn. Uh, <laughs> Darn. 
I, I guess I probably you don't want to talk well, AMO in Ontario and all. You know what I mean? Like, what else is there? Wow, we can talk Richard Gray. <laughs> we can talk Richard Gray for a while. You know, I mean, see what happens there. Um, uh, uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there in the corner, uh, furiously working away on updates for the app. The Chavs Marks. What's up, Marks? I was told I'm not allowed to work on it during uh, company time. Oh, you so. were? I didn't know that. No app work right now. Oh, boy. How'd you score in Paul Mex Fantasy this week? Uh, four fifty something. Oh yeah, yeah, not not bad, but not. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had Savachi. Oh yeah. yeah. What's the max score? Uh, it was five. What was it this week? Five eighty five. No, but like if you if you whole oh, shot at everything, um, you got it uh, seven. No. Oh, it's that high? Oh, okay. Yeah, seven hundred. I'm yeah, thinking four fifty is a good score, but that yeah, six hundred, six hundred, three one hundred guys. Yep. There were six one hundred guys and okay. two and two fifty guys. Yeah. yeah. So. Wow. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was it was okay. Brandon Hartraft, one hundred points. Thank you, him. Brandon Hartraft. Yeah. So so did I. And um, um, thank you. Uh, I had five eighty five or something. I, no, four eighty five. Four eighty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the high score was five seventy three. And we got a guy who got number two, and he said it was the highlight of his life. I screenshotted it. I sent it to you. We're just people helping people. <laughs> and uh, and we and thanks to the folks at Kawasaki, we gave away that bike for the Supercross winner. So he's got his bike. Pretty sweet. And uh, PaulMexFantasy.com. That's, that's seriously Check awesome. it out on Steve's yeah. Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty cool of those guys to do it. Definitely. So um, PaulMexFantasy.com. Uh, like I said, Tomac, Stanton, Preston, Pettis, Gauld, all on the show tonight. And you call and your calls as well. And uh yeah, you like that? We do yeah. like that. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, happy birthday to Chris Kiefer, by the way. Oh, re- yes. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to Chris Kiefer. I wonder what, what he does on That's his right. birthday now. What he does on his birthday? Yeah, like, I mean, you know, he's, we, you have that little thing on the show after hours. Is yeah, after get, dark. Does yeah, get yeah. Extra, extra freaky for his birthday okay. just down the road? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful right there. That's that's probably what he's doing right now as we speak. <laughs> he's practicing his yes, new, his new yeah, absolutely crotchal region. <laughs> Happy birthday to, to Chris Key for everybody. Um, all right, hey, let's talk some high point. Um, look, uh, I don't know where to start. First of all, Marvin's first moto, I would have bet a ton of money that the thing was over when Tomac was gone, and Marvin caught him and passed him and took the win, and that was amazing. And great job for Marvin Muscan at High Point to uh, stop the streak of Eli Tomac. But I think the second moto where Marv caught him again a little bit, and it was on. And, dude, Kenny Roxon, who is one of the world's best riders, uh, was over a minute back. These guys were pushing. Yeah, I was I was just kind of watching the motos catching up again. And uh, they were doing, like, 157s on, like, the last three laps. The other guys were doing, like, 204s. Yeah. They were so far gone. I just had a minute behind for Roxon, So, But Marv was just – you watch him ride. He looked better. But I think he didn't have the options because he was just kind of yeah. creeping around, and e- Eli's kind of hammering everything like that. We're going to talk to him about yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, very impressive watching Marv run that stuff. He's just got that that smooth, smart, calculated yeah. Yeah. style. And uh, I listened to your guys' um, uh, review there. I think he did get a little more screwed by lappers than Eli did. I saw okay. watched it, yeah. uh, analyze that yeah. Sakamoto again. They both did, but yeah, yeah. they both yeah. did. But right yeah. near the end, there a couple of them got in, and but in, on the last lap, no lappers yeah. caused any issues, and yeah. uh, he couldn't make the pass. So yeah. but what an awesome um, moto! That I, was was talking, awesome. I was talking to John Tomac, Eli's dad, after the race, and he's like, "This isn't a great track for Eli." And I'm like, "Yeah, he needs loose berms and." He needs to grab a lot of throttle, yeah. you know what I mean, and hang off the back and all that. 
Um, but he also said to me that he was no way he was letting Marv buy again. And boy, you could tell. Like, oh, you played some great defense this section after uh, that wasn't at the uh, Bradshaw Boulevard, but the rollers coming down after yeah. the start. Yep. And then there he jumped fully left, yeah. went right wide, <laughs> and then cut back in as they met on the double. Like he was playing yeah. some excellent defense there. Yeah, and and you and you're a racer and a good one at that. Um, you know, it's 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 easier for Marv. To ride behind him. Oh, 100%. You know yeah. what I mean? Tomac's got to be like, okay, where is he going to go? What do I got to do? And how do I go fast? Especially with the way the track is, with the yeah. multiple ruts, and Marv's got to take a chance. That main line, I keep talking about the way these clay-based tracks, that main yeah. line is so strong. And uh, so Marv's got to take those chances. So Eli's just kind of like, which one's he going to try? You know, yeah. He doesn't know yeah. if that yeah. eighth rut out there is better than the one that he's taking yeah. kind of thing. So, But having said that, we were watching the race, and you told me, you're like, yeah, it's a hard track to, like, to get by. To catch the guys, one thing. To get by him, if you're Marv, is another. 100%, because yeah. you can't set up out wide and really try to drive in, grab that extra gear, and maybe get the RPMs up a little higher coming out of a straightaway. you got to yeah. stay in the rut, and it shanks out. They both shank out at the same time and yeah. then down on the thing. So yeah. it was much like what we saw at our Canadian race this weekend. Yeah. You guys could catch each other, but yeah. the pass was never really able to be there because you yeah. couldn't pop out of a rut and get a drive or something like and that. I, and I wonder if the back of Marv's mind, he's just like, I can't get dirty with this guy. First of all, it's not Marv's <laughs> style anyways, but... He's like, I can't get dirty with this guy because he's going to lose his mind after New Jersey. After Wait a minute. After, after, after how do we Boston say it's game. not his style when we have the one well, incident? Outside of that, which was like very rare, Marv's got to be like, I can't hit this guy again. Like he's, you got to think that. I was he's going to lose his mind on me. He's going to beat me down. You know? <laughs> he may go crazy. Maybe yeah. John, John comes off the top rope dude. and uh, yeah. takes him down. No, but. absolutely. You're out of your mind, dude. It's, uh, that's exactly what, what Eli would have said if Marv did anything to him. Um so Eli's streak ended, his moto streak ended. But I mean, I don't. I talked to him after the race, like, and he he'll be on here in a second. But he doesn't care. Like he didn't care. Like it was going to be pretty hard to do. Yeah. Um. You know. And I think if you're Eli, I and I'm wonder Galdi. I'm going to ask him this. Like, did he watch some of Marv's lines in in between the motos? Did he? You know? Did someone like over the tapes and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. Because like Marv in that first moto, Marv was carrying momentum. Yeah. Cutting across the track, like it was easy to see where Marv was a little better than him. Well, I think, again, like you said about the chasing coming forward, he was able to take different risks where Eli had to do that that same sort of main line. And uh, But, I mean, they have the ability to do that. Yeah. But he doesn't like he doesn't like showing people his stuff, so maybe he yeah. doesn't like watching other people's stuff. I don't know. That would yeah. be a great yeah. question to ask him, actually. Uh, Justin Hill. I asked J-Bone before, Jeremy Albrecht, team manager. I said, what do you think he's going to do today? He said, eh, 5 5'6". And I went, all right, buddy, you know, have another one. And the guy went four, six. Um, Yeah, he, there was a big crash in the first turn, the first moto. And so that really helped. Uh, Roxon was down. Baggett was down. But Justin Hill, man. Mail it in. The the 250Fs, put him on the back of the truck. Get it. Like, seriously, he did it at Tampa. Yeah. On the, in the Supercross. Now he does it here. It's his 250 career is done. Let's put him on a big bike. He's going to fit in. He'll likely only get more confident as he gets going, as he gets more comfortable. Yeah. And now maybe fit in and uh, maybe steal a podium. I obviously, the amount of time that they, those guys are behind Marvin Tomac, but a third, uh, a fourth in there. He got a fourth in that, in that uh, first moto. So, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, he is legit. He shows the skills and everything that he has said. I'm a better 450 rider. I'm yeah, a better I know. And he keeps proving it but, to us, but it's like but, we don't want to believe it. Like I don't want to believe it. I don't want to believe it. And I don't want to believe he's not trying on a 250 yeah. He's a professional racer 100%. making a lot of money. There's no way he's throwing it. Like, oh, uh, I'm just going to throw it. Like, what, he's got the mafia after right, him. I'm going to throw right. this race this weekend. Just, 
What do you I, think it is? You've raced both bikes a lot. What do you think it is? I uh, think um, his watching him ride. I've only ever seen him a few times live. Yeah. But he's a smooth, calculated, throttle-controlled rider. And on that 250F, you've got to be a bit of a, a basher, super rever bike kind of guy. A little bit hard on your product yeah. almost. Maybe he's one of those guys that just doesn't like riding that way. You got on that 450, the bike does a lot of the work for you, and you allow your body position to kind of yeah. work with it. And, I mean, I mean you he's can, proven it right in front of us, you know? You can understand some people being a little skeptical because every 250 rider tells us he's a better 450 guy. Like, True. they all do. Oh, I'm better on the 250. I'm 450. I'm better. Yeah. And well, you're like, okay, whatever, bud. they got to sell themselves yeah, a little bit. I know, right? no, I know. <laughs> Here's the resume. Yeah, you're always like, yeah, okay, bud. All right, got it. You're better. You know, because you're all better on the 450. Got it. And yeah. it's funny, too, because I think, I mean, a lot of the ones in Canada, a lot of guys practice on 450s because of the cost. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the videos before guys are outdoors. They're riding 450s instead of their 250 bikes. So I don't know. He, maybe he is one of them, and I, I mean his his stats are proving it right now. Yeah, like just yeah. it's time. Yeah, Put yeah, the two fifty no, in the trailer. No, it was, it was... Give it to some hotshot amateur kid if they got room for it. I mean, right. Dakotas is coming back here yeah. right in a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, he actually was riding today uh, at that FXR yeah. ride day, so he's getting back. I in think it, he'll so. be racing this weekend for JJ. Okay, yeah. well, there yeah. he goes. That's yeah. good to kind of get the bike back on the track. But uh, he's he's a, he's four fifty. That's it. Sign him up. Get him done for the rest of this year, yep. and then for next year. I don't yeah. know. Is he signed? Yeah, yeah, he signed. Oh, yeah. he is signed. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, Geico Honda 250 class, rough day for those guys. McAdoo came back, broke a wheel. Sexton finally gets a start in a second moto, gets a rock in the case. And J-Mart's bike, of course, the worst one, 12-second lead. He's going to go 2-1 on the day. And that ka- hurts. And kaboom. That hurts. He went from the points lead to 20 back of a- AP. And uh. just swept it. The one one. We had two exact similar things at home. Uh, poor Dylan Wright running second, blows his uh, CRF two fifty up, blew a crank, and then uh, Tyler in the big bike. Stater goes when he's running fifth, yeah. looking for a podium, and then now they're all points. Yeah. I mean, he's not out of it. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. not even no. close to being out yeah. of it. Yeah. And obviously, kind of looks like he is the better guy. So, um, yeah. as uh, as you guys were saying, or Daniel Blair was saying today on your guys' review there, that uh, this kind of makes it a bit exciting, you know? Yeah. Now, yeah. Well, the one thing about like. J-Mart's margin of error, obviously, now is way smaller. Like, like you're always going to have that bad motor, yeah. for the most part. Osborne didn't last year, but generally speaking, you got a bad motor or two. But, dude, he can't afford to have, you know, a couple more. He can't afford to really have a bad motor. We're almost halfway through. We're four rounds down out of 12. He's 20 back. Like, you never know what can happen for sure. But, damn, it sure it sure looks like the Martin brothers and, uh, and, and Plessinger – are a little bit better than everybody. Uh, Justin Cooper's good. Dylan Ferrandis was good. So I'm not saying they're going to be better, but those are the guys that are sort of separating themselves a little steal bit. Steal points. They can yeah, steal point points. Steelers. <laughs> right, right. We know one. We know we, one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, we know those points. He's number nine. Yeah, yeah. In, in, um, in Canada. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you there 100%. I mean, he does that margin error for sure. And, of yeah. course, he's got his home track coming up. He's good in the sand. But Plessinger's good on everything, too. Maybe a yeah. mud race get thrown in yeah, there. Oh, yeah. You throw a mud or did we, Plessinger's did, Do we know it. what happened to his bike? Do, is we, I mean, we never know. No, they, they never. Spark plug. Right? Spark plug. Spark plug. Yeah, yeah, Bomber. Yeah, spark Bomber. <laughs> Man, you used to be able to change that so quick back in the day. Yeah, the two no, strokes. <laughs> you'll never find out. Or maybe I will. Um, well, they showed yeah. quite a bit of it on the TV show. Yeah. And like, they were throttle, reaching there. They were doing some with throttle. Yeah, it looked like it, right in there. Well, the throttle switched into maybe the, what is it, the, the, the throttle position sensor? No, what's that thing on the on the top where the carb would have used to been? Yeah, the, the EFI. EFI yeah, that, that, right in there. Yeah. They were reaching kind of just above there. I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. It's, it's it, and so... Is that something that could happen again? Like, didn't we? Didn't he have a DNF last year on the yeah. on the bike as yeah. well? So, yeah, first moto of the year, I think. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously the bikes are amazing, yeah. but the little yeah. things like that. Can, yeah. We're not seeing many Yamahas yeah. doing that though. No, no, and 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 a guy like Ferrandis comes back, 
Gets third in the second moto, all over Faulkner. Uh, it's his first race since Atlanta, where he yeah, broke he his jaw, four, lost teeth. Oh, no, yeah, uh, uh, he six teeth, you said today? Like, he lost well, six yeah, teeth? Yeah, yeah, they what? pulled six teeth. <laughs> like, Ferrandez was good, man. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, uh, he is definitely secretly uh, should be getting better um, – I want to say better results, but every result he gets, he he's earned them too. They're not just like handout rides where you know guys are going down or this and that. He seems to be coming from the back all the time. So uh, and he's mm-hmm. super smooth. He's got that French smoothness to him, yeah, kind of yeah. thing. And then yeah, to come back at that first round and yeah. do what they yeah. do in that second. I mean, moment, just, so. you just think he's going to get better from here. I mean, and you, I want to this this whole confidence thing. I've been on this last uh, last especially Canadian the Kevin Benoit thing. We'll obviously get into that. He gets a motor win. Boom! Now he's got three in yeah. the last four. Like this yeah. confidence. I, I would assume that that a third for. Yeah, right unless unless DV is just like fully whipping him and not saying that's good, not good enough right now. So yeah, but uh, he was impressive for sure. Great radio. Yes, DV got it. All right, let's get the phone calls here. First up is Tyler. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? How's it going? Good. What's going on? Good. I just wanted to call in. I was watching the the race the other day, and uh, I just I grew up racing that track, and I did a Loretland Regional there. <laughs> probably 10 years ago and man it was nowhere near as rough as it was on saturday yeah yeah it's a it's a different type of prep for a national for sure you know than what they normally do definitely i just i thought it was crazy yeah there was i did the we did the whole track for the regional just like they did i'm a upstate new york rider and i know they did unadilla too this weekend i was yeah kind of upset we didn't go there (laughs) yeah it uh it was gnarly man it was it was not it was a man's track for sure they all are. Yeah. The national. You go walk around uh, a national track at the end of a day. You're uh, just like, oh my god. Well, with that that type of soil too, right? They yeah. got to make it crazy yeah. muddy in the morning. Yeah. Because they don't have time with the live show yeah. to do a lot of no. track work and no. prep and stuff. So yeah, it gets crazy and then the ruts and then the, it just gets gnarlier and gnarlier uh, and they pack and the dirt packs. To there each was other. a crazy. there was a magazine test at the end of the day at Redbud in like '02 and oh, I god. had my YZ250 on the truck. <laughs> Mail it in. And I said, oh, I'm gonna go do some laps. You know what I mean? Like magazine was riding Larry Ward's bike or something. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go do some laps. This is like probably now unheard of you could never do this now but this was 2002 and i went out and i'm like no no this is not, i'm not riding this this sucks i had to do that so. one year with the black stuff uh, uh dusty Klatt's 06 450 blackfoot bike they yeah. wanted to do a test at the end of walton on the sunday yeah, yeah. hot as balls all day yeah. when I, in the track i'm just like this yeah. is brutal i did like three laps like this bike is sick it's yeah. great man yeah it's, it's awesome yeah uh thanks tyler yeah. appreciate it man thank you welcome cheers uh next up is uh brayden brayden what's up Hey, Steve, it's uh, Braden from Baltimore. Just wanted to give you props. I was at the High Point National this weekend, and um, I was listening to you announcing. I I had no idea that you announced uh, at some of the races, and uh, you did a great job, man. I was impressed, and I saw Davey Coombs um, uh, walking around and and kind of pulled him aside and and was uh, was giving you some props to Davey as well. Oh, thanks, thanks. Well well done, man. I don't want to be a live announcer. Galdi does a ton of it. Um, I don't want to be one, but they need they need uh, fill in every now and then, you know, um, when they have yeah. guys running to the podium or when guys want to take a break. And I'm always up there, uh, tweeting, looking at the live scoring, look at the let the TV feed, looking live. So I'm always in the announcers towers, or I'm I'm in there a lot, anyways. And they just hand me a mic, and I mean I do this. I've done this show for ten years. I've done podcasting for twelve years. Like it's, I don't want to say like it's easy. It's because so you, easy. Everybody well, can do it. You just got to have the per- <laughs> if you have the personality, which Galdi does, and I do. It's yeah, not that yeah. hard. It's not that bad, you know. So, um, but thank you, man. I appreciate it. It was fun. Like, 
You know, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I usually bring up some Tim Ferry trivia or rollerball yeah, trivia. Yeah. So you, you, you brought you brought up the uh, the, the uh, tear offs and uh, mid air jump. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that was good. That was good. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's exactly uh, it. Like I, I try to have some fun, right? Like I don't want to just be all super serious guy. So yeah, your, your flow is good. I mean, it's you know some people can get on there and stumble, and your your, your flow is good. So yeah. So obviously, being from Baltimore, my 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 home track is Butts Creek. I love it. Uh, you know, talking to yeah. Davey about it. You know, what's the lowdown, man? Are, are we going to keep Nationals there or what? Well, what I mean, did what did he say? What did he he was, you know, he he, he look. Davey's not bashful. Um, yeah. yeah, And he's like, look, man. Um, and I'm not going to I'm not going to say the name of the owner, but if if you're into motocross and yeah. you know the, the track, the owner, from what Davey's saying, is a you know big of a bit of a jack off and isn't holding up his end of the bargain. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, if you look if you look at the, the the attendance and look, I've been going there for a long time back you know with McGrath in the day, and I, I go every year religiously. The, the the nations 2007, I was there. Yeah, and and the, and the the, the the I mean the, the attendance is so bad. I don't know how the economics even work. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 well, I feel like some of that attendance is because they move the dates a little bit, you know? Like, a lot of these national tracks have moved dates, and when you don't know, and High Point's included. Yeah. High Point used to be Memorial Day. So yeah. some of that is dates, some of that is Saturdays, and some of that is an improved TV package where fans are like, this is awesome, I don't even need to go. So yeah. attendance-wise, there's a lot of issues, I think, that affect attendance at these nationals. But second of all, yes, all I ever hear about is the promoter's hard to work with, and he's a handful, yeah. and he doesn't he doesn't kind of do what he was supposed to do. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. every year has been the rumor that the place is going, you know, and, and there's a rumor again this year. So, Well, I mean, this is my first time in High Point, and, and uh, if it goes away, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going back. But yeah. At least- at least I've got a three, it's a three and a half hour ride from Baltimore. It's worth it. And I was blown away at how good the track was. The accommodations were spot on and Morgantown was, was a party. I mean, it was, it was, yeah. it was a blast. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, so. absolutely, man. Uh, it is a good place. Morgantown is cool. The track has got a lot of history. I wish they would leave high point alone though. Have you ever raced their Galdi? You ever been there? No, I've never been to that one. Um, no. I, I, they, they do a lot of changes every year. And it, you know, I look at, High Point a little bit like Fenway Park, right? And yeah. they, they've they taken a lot of the Fenway Park-ish out of High Point, and I don't like it. They, like, there's some things that are iconic, and they just keep changing these things, and some of them are for the better, but some of them are for the worse. And I'm like, leave it alone. This place is epic. It, it's It's been this way since 1977 or whenever they had a national. Yeah, but that's just you know? yeah. That's just evolution of everything. Look, two strokes are amazing. Now we got four. Oh, like, I know, you know, but 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 I get. I, I I'm yeah. actually super bummed they did take out the whole Bradshaw Boulevard thing, like those kind of things. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. Get, So is there a, is there a new name for a part of that track? Like I don't know. I, Bradshaw was there, and I bet you he kicked a lot of asses when he saw his boulevard was gone. <laughs> yes. So uh, thanks, <laughs> man. Yeah, you bet. And hopefully, I'll see you at Bud's Creek, and, and and if you can do some announcing there, that'd be great. And. And I'll see you at Red Buds for the donations as well. Awesome. Again, keep up the great work. Thanks so much. Thank man. you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Galdi, yeah, like live announcing. Like, you've been, God, you've done 6,000 races. How many races would you no, have lost? No, not to know. No, but I'm, but I'm joking. Uh, but well, yes. so I started in 2002, so probably an average of like you, 10, yeah. 10, 20 a year. So, yeah, I've done a lot yeah, now for sure. It's, done a lot you just, uh, you know, you, you look at the race. You, you see who's catching who. You tell the fans that. You tell the fans what to look for. 
if if you tell them, you know, you build up the battle, you build up the suspense, uh, you you make a you make a hero a couple, out of somebody, you make a couple little jokes here and there. Yeah, and make, like you're it, just trying to keep them entertained, yeah, because not they don't know exactly what's going on or what yeah, every rider is yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. What I want to ask you though, now that you are a professional, a live announcer, <laughs> how often did you have to look at the? Uh, the uh, scoreboard or like the live timing to figure out who was put position or anything like that. Um, well, I w- what I would look for is I look for lap times, right? Yeah. So I'll be like, ooh, look at that lap time for that guy. Yeah, he's on it. Dropping so it, then yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, folks, here comes this guy. That's he's good, he's yeah. turning some laps. Like Blake Baggett ripped. Blake Baggett passed 800 guys this yeah, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm serious, 800 guys. He, yeah. He was down the first turn, the first moto, and first moto, second moto, he crashed, and he, he passed 800 people. And so anyway, so I would tell people, hey, folks, number four is coming through. Keep an eye on them. So, it, it, like, look, I'm not belittling the live guys, and I'm not saying I'm the best live announcer. I'm not by any means. It ain't that hard. No. If you, especially if you like it, too, and you're doing something, you're getting, yeah. it's yeah. really easy. Right, exactly. It's really easy. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I could probably do a live announcing of a great Toronto Maple Leaf game, and I'd be great because I love it. Yeah. Right? So, 100%. Yeah. Maybe may if we put you in like at the, the Triple Crown horse race, you might fail. I might one, not be so, right? so good at that. Something like that. So I'm yeah, the same, no, the same exactly. way. Exactly. So quiet down. I will not quiet down. <laughs> uh, Ryan Gall from Guaranteed MX is here, and Ryan is brought to you by RoostMX.com. Uh, uh, RoostMX.net. Sorry. Go there. Cycle Trader team. Brandon Hartraff this weekend killed it mm-hmm. for those guys. Man, he is a real quietly emerging as a really fast kid here. Yeah. And, I mean, Justin Cooper gets all the limelight or yeah, a lot of the limelight. All that rookie limelight. And he deserves it because he's doing well, but Heartraft is is really good. And uh, he, Roost MX graphics for that. A-Ray 91 is the code. they got a whole section of Pulp Nation on their website, hats and shirts. They can make you custom graphics with big Pulp MX. They can put Ryan Gold's face on your shroud graphics that if you want. That would sell. You can do uh, uh, pitch shirts and wraps and all sorts of things from the folks at Roost MX. A-Ray 91, our buddy Alex Ray. Uh, Marks, uh, I met a guy at the race. He said he was a huge A-Ray fan. (laughs) Huge fan of A-Ray, except he watched A-Ray clean his buddy out down a hill. And then the buddy was giving him, flipping him off and everything. And and so, yeah, he said (laughs) he was really pissed at A-Ray. Who was his buddy? Yeah, I don't know. know like, where, where he was said he this? was. It was during the second moto. It was a buddy out racing. So <laughs> let's try to do a gear alloy cool call of a ray. It gets to the bottom. Yeah, of it. He gets factory and he starts yes, cleaning, cleaning clocks. innocent privateers uh, out. He's doing what the the, the, the other guys did. Remember, was yes. it Barsha no, and right, Bowers yeah. and, yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, El Ombre, yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so now he's paying it back. Yeah, paying it forward. Paying it forward. Alex Ray taking out a guy losing a fan this weekend. A pulp fan that said he's awesome. Said he used to love him. And now he said he can't believe that he moved over on the guy. He took his buddy right out in front of him. Go, Alex! You asshole! Right, like, right. Just like that, <laughs> and I, and I guess, and then I got another. I got a message that another guy said he saw the whole thing, and the guy who got taken out was given given a ray the double birds. Nice. The next lap. <laughs> nice. Waiting so, on the side of the track too. I yeah. like it. I so, like anyways, it. we got to find out who this guy is. Speaking of a ray, and speaking of uh, of Hartraff, uh, RoostMX.net bringing you Ryan Gold on the show tonight, all the way from Toronto, Toronto to Winnipeg, Winnipeg to Vegas, Vegas back to Toronto. So. Uh, we thank those folks at Roost MX. Please support them. Use the code, save some money, and uh, and do all that. Uh, also, too, uh, Eli Tomac coming right up. Jeff Stanton, Travis Preston, Jess Pettis as well on the show tonight. And so we're really busy. We're going to try to see about uh, getting A Ray on. Uh, I want to talk to you, Galdi, about Montreal Supercross too. That's been announced. Uh, Mookie's going to be there. J Mart's going to be there. Montreal Supercross is back. That was a that was yeah. an epic race for. 
for a, a long of, time? A lot of years. The last year I did it, I was there. It was the 08 year. Well, I was there again after yeah. that, but the 08 year was like his last big one. There's like almost 55,000 fans. Well, what was your best you ever did there? I actually rarely raced. Because of the Canadian? Right? Rarely raced Didn't there. Didn't have a Canadian 125 race? No, 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 no. There was, yeah. I just, it just, uh, I went there. I never really was a Supercross guy in the mid-90s. And then in 99, I went there. It was my best season. I went there in 99. And my bike and five others got stolen out of my trailer in front of the hotel. <laughs> so I just got super drunk all day with Thorny and, and watched the race. My bike, it was pretty funny, actually. Blair Morgan. Uh, Doug DeHaan, Darcy Lange, Jay Whipple, my bike, and Thornies. All so stolen. it was number one to five from that year in the Nationals. They were all in my trailer. And we had to, they Did all you ever get like, them back? No, never got anything back. Never got them back. Darcy yeah. Lange's guy there, the Richmond guy, went and bought a Cowie from a dealer. Uh, Blair borrowed one from somebody. Dougie borrowed one from somebody. All right, Whipple didn't race. Yeah, it's uh, crazy times. All right, everybody. Uh, hey, Vertex Pistons, everybody. Pulp MX Show 2018 is the code. 25% off. Full range of two- and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and GP style. VertexPistons.com. Use the code. Save some money. OEM supplier to KTM and Husky two-strokes, as well as Beta Gas Gas TM. Uh, Vertex is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. This man is perfect on the season. Four for four in terms of overalls. And uh, he's leading the uh, 450 motocross points, obviously. Eli Tomac, what's happening, man? How are you? Uh, all good. Just hanging out. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. Um, hey, look, uh, that was a terrific second moto. Uh, you probably, you know, you you were feeling it with pressure from Mar, but thanks, man. That was cool to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it was entertaining. Um, gosh, it was it was it was just good racing the whole time, man. Yeah. Like neither of us were really making mistakes, you know, or or we, you know, sometimes I would sneak away from him, and then yep. other times he'd catch me, and then, um, shoot, it was it was just it was just close, and then the, the last two laps, those were like the yeah the ones that were just crazy crazy close there, and um, gosh, yeah, I mean it was it was good to rebound from the first mode because the first mode I was definitely yeah you know off. Um, look, you're one of the fastest riders in the world, I think, if not the fastest rider in the world. Um, how hard do you push? Like, how hard are you going at the end of that mo- second moto for you, for for how tired you are and how late in the mo- like? Where are you at in terms of percentage wise? Uh, <laughs> well, the the last two laps, I was just like full beans. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, as, especially the last lap too. I mean. You know, and I was trying to guard some lines too. It was, yep. it was like, it was really tough. Yeah, I, I did not want to give it away the last stop. That's like the worst thing you could do. You know, leave that whole mud on and then give it away. So yeah, um, luckily there was. Yeah, I had more in the tank and mm-hmm. yeah. Right. But that, yeah, but but you're pushing. I like to hear that. Yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah, uh, right. Totally. Because uh, you guys, yeah. I mean, look, Kenny's Kenny's an amazing rider. He was over a minute behind. You know, you guys were lowering your times. It was something else to see. So. Yeah, I mean it was just it was just full on, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and, hey, the, yeah. the first moto, the first moto. Do you do you go back and watch some film at some lines that he had? Like to me, he looked like he was uh, cutting some corners, sh- cutting some corners off, carrying some momentum a bit better than you, um, you, not bearing the bike as much. Do you watch that in between motos? Did you? Is that something you would do to to kind of get better? I know you told me after the race you did some setup, but what about lines wise? You know, it, it was. I knew well once he got by me. Yeah, I did see a few more lines you okay. know, here and there, but you know, it's just weird. Like if you're off and you're and you're not feeling it with your bike, you know, you hit stuff wrong anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. and yep. um, you go to places where you don't really want to go, and then I don't know. It was. I mean, so yeah, one place that he was better all day was 
those downhill rollers, and I never even really got those totally dialed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I knew what I could fix going into Moto Two. Okay, like, and it it was you know it was good enough. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think I can even make it better in that condition. So, you know, that was our first race with the you know the really heavy mm-hmm. sticky clay dirt. So it was. Oh, it was uh, it was pretty interesting. Let me tell you, as a mechanic for so long, I can't tell you the number of times we showed up at High Point and everyone was freaking out because suspension's off, motors off, bikes running hot. You know what I mean? Like it, it's such a different thing from California. I think the teams are better at it than they used to be, but oh my god, did we change a lot of shit back in the day for the first East Coast National? Yeah, it's just it's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you you know you're fine, and other times like you know you're a little bit off and. You know, I think, you know, maybe I think even like Marv's bike performs better in that condition. You know, compared to the West Coast, more hard pack track. So, sure. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's always interesting, like when you compare bikes and riding styles and what works. You know, in what situation. It, it's possible that I was drunk, but did you jump <laughs> the tunnel jump in practice? <laughs> I did do it once. Okay. All right. Good. But, I'm. I'm I thought I saw that. Okay. I know, and, and like every year, I always want to do that thing, but they're always like. You know, flooding that whole downhill section where you—it's just like yeah. it's either a goat trail on the inside or a goat trail on the outside, and the middle's mud. So you, there's no option. So, um, okay, yeah, maybe we can lighten up the water on that, and then guys start <laughs> shut up in the tunnel again. Uh, and so, no, no chance in the race. Like you never felt like you could line it up right, or did you kind of have it in the back of your mind to try it? Yeah, there was like you know, it, it would it would put you opposite of the rut. Yep. In, the, in between the transitions, it was you know wet. So, oh sure, yeah. Really, no benefit, and then the outside was pretty far out. So, okay, yeah, anyway, yeah. That was that was the case there. Wow, I thought it was cool. That was neat. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I thought I caught it out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, I, I think he just jumped that. But anyways, um, yeah. So okay, so yeah, uh, you didn't really go and watch videos. You sort of sort of watched him and, and learned a few things, and then changed some bike setup, I guess, stuff, right, for the second moto. Yeah, it was yep. just some like. You know, a little bit of shock stuff, a little bit of better feeling in the corners. Um, yeah, and this was more comfortable. And, yeah, a few lines here and there. I'm trying yeah. to think what was, you know, I mean, there's ruts everywhere, but really there's there's only a couple fast lines. So it wasn't like I changed a whole lot. It was just more, you know, being smoother in the corners and not burying it, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just being good for that whole 30 minutes. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question for Monster Energy Kawasaki's Eli Tomac. Uh, Eli Ryan here up in the, up in the booth with Steve. Uh, first off, pleasure chatting with you. Um, I want to ask: after you crossed the line in that second moto, you came off. You're revving the bike. It looked like there was a uh, a good chunk of emotion. You're not usually that emotional coming off. It like almost a very proud moment that you kind of hung on to that thing because, like as you said, Marv kind of had some better lines and he might have been a little bit better on that day. Was that kind of the, did I sense that right right there? Like you were pretty proud, I think, when you won that moto. Yeah, I was. Like, I wanted to go to the line, you know, do the full-on fist pump, but it was so rough and ruddy. I couldn't do it. <laughs> Just throw it away. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, you know, those, those you know, even though they're, they're way more stressful and you don't want it to have that be in that situation, they're, like, you feel like you really earned those ones, you know, mm-hmm. like when you, when you barely beat the guy over, you know, smashing everyone by 30 seconds or something. Like, it just, like, went down to the wire and then, yeah. You know, coming out on top, you know, it it felt pretty cool. Yeah, it uh, it had to be, and especially like after the first moto, where you're like, 
okay, I got the start. See you later. And it's like, oh, wait, maybe it's not see yeah. you later. Like, because I would have bet a, a lot of money that you were gone. You were about a four second lead at some point, you know? So, um, yeah. Had, had to feel pretty good. Um, hey, uh, uh, do you feel like this is the best you've been riding? Are you, are you peak Eli Tomac right now? I would, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess for sure. Okay. I mean, look, yeah. I've, I've won the last five overalls that I've raced or races yep. that I've been in. So, um, heck yeah. You know, I feel like I'm in the best, you know, just, I, did, I feel like, you know, I'm good in, in most of the conditions now and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I'm a little bit more calm or I don't know. I yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, for uh, sure. Um, that's, Wow. Best I've been. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive for sure. Hey, something I want to talk to you about: the 2019 KX 450 finally uh, dropped this week, and uh, and you've you've had one at your house, you've ridden it. Uh, obviously, look, your race bike's going to be much different, and, and the bike you ride now is much different. But early impressions on that thing, I hear the motor is pretty good. Oh yeah, that's that's the big step for sure. Okay, is the motor and the throttle response is like you know way ahead of of the last generation. So. Um, I'm really excited to, to turn that bad boy into, into a race engine. Yeah. Because um, it's already, like, it's, yep. it's awesome. Yep. Um, and what about chassis-wise? you notice much difference? I know they tried to go smaller and lighter and all that. Yeah, it's a little bit skinnier. I'm trying to think. It still has, like, the, the Cali character, which is stable, yep. um, which is what I like. Um, gosh, what else? Uh, I already said skinnier. Yeah. Skinnier. I mean, the, the, the motor is, is really, really nice. Um, you know, it coming with spring forks is going to be nicer. I think most people. Yeah, I agree. Being yep. around with air, and and uh, Eli electric start, electric start. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about the, the button too. The button is the uh, button. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, if some people have said something about you, it's about your speed and kicking the bike over, Tomac. I don't know if you've heard some of this, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm, like, overthinking the situation. I just need to do something go, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, well, no, that's awesome. Uh, actually, to ask you a little bit more about the 19 Cali from Australia, it's uh, Brett. What's going on, Brett? What's your question for Eli? Hi, everyone. Um, hi, Eli. How are you? Just, uh, I think you covered most of it. Like, the new KX450 looks like a pretty exciting bike, and... Obviously, you're pretty excited about it, Eli. One of the things I did want to ask is the hydraulic clutch. Do you think you'll have a go at running that? What's that? I didn't hear. Oh, that. hydraulic Sorry. clutch. Uh, you, what do you think about that? What do I think about it? Yeah. I think it's. It's. I would say it's. It's. It'll be good. Um, you know, I haven't. I haven't ridden a hydraulic clutch at all. So that was my first time on it. Um, it's nice not to have to adjust it. Yep. The only downfall of hydraulic is you don't get, like, the crazy feel of the cable. Like, a cable you can speed really well. Yep. But, I mean, for the hydraulic, it's going to be better for 98% of the people out there. Uh, yeah, I... I uh... I like hydraulic. I actually do. I used to have a KTM. I thought it was awesome. I was the but, same. Love the hydraulic, less maintenance, all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the only thing you couldn't you couldn't put like a nice works connection perch and stuff like that on it. Yeah, that's true. You really couldn't change anything that other than a lever. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. So now I don't like um, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else, Brett? Uh, no, that's about it. It's just been uh, as a Eli Tomac fan, it's been pretty exciting to watch Moto so far this year. So keep it going, Eli. And um, also, I've been a Honda guy my whole life, but. Yeah, I feel obliged to buy the new Cali. So, oh, there you go. Hey, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Eli's doing his yeah. job. He's selling the bikes. Yeah, Tomac's selling Cali. There it is. Yeah. Um, thanks, yeah. Brett. Thanks.
Thanks, man. Hey, also, one more thing. Every yep. time, like, uh, Wygant mentions Eli, he always follows it up with, like, his dad's gnarly, right? Yeah, yeah. So when do, when do we drop his dad's gnarly and it's like <laughs> Eli came back, he's gnarly? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, Eli would admit his dad's gnarly, so. Gnarly <laughs> yeah. 2.0. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Brett. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> Come on, Brett. <laughs> oh, one more thing. I'm a, I'm a super fan. So, Eli, how's the um, the flying T wine going? Oh, it's it's been good. Uh, yeah, the the social media marketing has been has been good for a long. Yeah. Well, cool. Thanks, yep. man. Also, th- thanks, guys. Good luck, Eli. Thanks. Um. Yeah, your dad's gnarly. That's it. That's the bottom line. John Tomac will always be gnarly. So we're going to always say that that's that's nothing. There's nothing new there. We had uh we had Jeremy on the show a couple of weeks ago, and, and he said John still gets at it on the mountain bike. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. But I mean, like this time he was doing on the farm. But yeah, he he gets out there still. Yeah. For sure. Uh, all right, let's get to another call for you from uh, Lewis. Lewis, what's up? What's your question for Eli Tomac? Hi. How you guys doing tonight? Thanks Good. Take my call. Yeah, so I was wondering if, uh, hey, Eli, this question's for you. So I was wondering if, if you could race anybody against anyone from any different era, uh, who would you like to race against? Um, this is pretty good. Well, you know, I, I, I was, I might, when I was a kid watching Supercross, it was, it was RC, and then I think McGrath was there a tiny bit, before, you know, once I, yep. when I was a kid, so. Um, ah, gosh, I don't know. It'd be it'd be cool to, to spin a few laps behind RC or even race James Moore when he was in his prime, even though he'd probably be you know gone at some point because <laughs> he's insane. You, you think um, you think James is quicker than you still? Like peak Stu still still could beat you? I have no idea. I mean, who knows? Yeah, it's just it's just the tracks change, the bikes change. It's it's tough to say. I agree. See, um, people want to always talk about that. Like you're you're the pinnacle of our sport right now. Certainly one of the best riders in America, and so was James at that time. And I just I just if you're the, one of the greatest now and you're one of the greatest back then, it's an equal thing to me. You know what I mean? You just can't say like who who's you better. You can't say yeah. You can't like, take credit away from either guy. So yeah. I. That, that's a really hard question, but racing those guys in their in their prime would be really cool, and then you know being on a, a two stroke would have been really cool too. Because I think for Supercross it was a lot different, just the way the tracks, the way they raced. Um, so yeah, maybe racing those guys on a two stroke would, would be something. You know, yeah. I would go back if I could somehow do it. And there you go. Uh, thanks, yeah. thanks, Lewis. Thanks, man. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Yeah, that would be uh, that was a kind of a glory time in the sport, like with James and Chad. Yeah. And Ricky on two strokes, you know, and a little yeah. bit of four strokes in there. Yeah, so. the 05, 06 years, those two yeah. those guys, yeah. it was awesome to watch. I got a question for Eli about this. We talked to Gnarly. I talked to Gnarly about your dad, and you're obviously a Gnarly athlete. Um, I was a pro racer at my time. I never got to a nearer level of you guys. Do you ever just sit at the end of a year, maybe crack a beer with your dad, and be like, we're pretty fucking badass? And just sit there and kind of like <laughs> think about that. Like, you know what? We did some, we've done some cool shit. And just sit there with the old man and like pound a beer and, 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 and think about that kind of stuff? <laughs> I mean, we definitely don't like feed ourselves that at all. Like, I mean, we're not telling ourselves we're awesome. Um, <laughs> Taking selfies and stuff and just like, yeah, no. we, we fucking rock. We're, we're doing, you know? No, no, I, no. But yeah, we'll <laughs> go to the freaking lake at the end of the season. Yeah, and maybe crack a beer, but not, we're not there like pumping each other up, you know? Yeah. Right 
Yeah. Um, I would be. I would take the ego and just let it go right there. Yeah. And be like, fuck, yeah, I'm well, awesome. I'd be oiling myself yeah. up with my plates and stuff. And Gal- Galdi won one Canadian national, uh, Eli, but he went 2-2. Two, 3-3. Two. Three, three. Oh, 3-3 three, 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 three to three, do it. Three. Don't laugh at that, Eli. So, so, it's still a win, bro. Like It's still a win, but we're kind of like you went 3-3, three, three, so like... You know, I'm in the books. Uh, if we if we had an archive, my name would be in there. I guess <laughs> you went three three though. So somebody was actually chewing me out about that this weekend. Um, hey Eli, uh, we, like I said, we had Jeremy on the show a couple weeks ago, and I said to him, like, I'm like, hey, like, when do you go to 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 Rochester? You know, he's got a place there. That's where he kind of bases. He's just like, I'm not. He's Cortez for life, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah, he has been. And I asked him the same thing. I'm like, dude, when are you going to go home? It's like, <laughs> oh, maybe a couple of weeks, you know, after the after the Nationals. But, you know, that's it. So, yeah, yeah he's, he's just full-time here right now. He hasn't overstayed his welcome yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, he hasn't. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Bummer for him, man. He was gone that second moto. Hopefully he's not on suicide watch, Eli. Is he all right, J-Mart? Yeah, he, uh, yeah he, he's good. He's good. Well, good, good to hear. Hey, uh, so I know you said it already. I just want to back this thing up. Motocross the Nations, if you're selected, you want to do it. Yes, I will do it. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking. I know you He's said in. that already. What? Now, yes, we don't, now he doesn't do get it. picked. Final answer. Yes, yeah. I will do it. Final answer. Let's, let's hope you keep riding well, Eli, so you get picked. Let's let's hope that, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, that'll be awesome, man. Red Bud will be unbelievable. Uh, they always are when they're over here and – and to be on that team would be something else for sure. So uh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Although yeah, yeah. it's freaking the one week before the Monster Cup. Like it is, the next week is Monster Cup. Yeah, but we just have to. We have to just deal with it. It's just. It's just part of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Anyway. I don't. I don't envy you guys for sure for doing it. Uh, Muddy Creek this weekend. Uh, what's your thoughts on the track? You like that place? Yeah. I mean, I've had some pretty good results there, but yep. I'm not going to say I'm a huge fan. It's it's a little bit little bit skinny, yeah, a little bit tight, but it's, yep. just, it's just part of it. So I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll be good. I think it might be it might be some thunderstorms in the forecast. But oh, really? Oh, gee, I, didn't, I didn't even look. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, that's that's iPhone weather. I don't know when the heck. I mean, it's going on the opposite, but yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It'll be uh, it's interesting. I, I I'm not. I don't think the track's the greatest either myself. I'm just watching it, but um, it is what it is for everybody, right? They're very similar. Yeah. Mount Morris, uh, Mighty Creek soil type, right? Like, I mean, uh, it looks like it gets pretty ruddy in that soft type of soil. Yeah, I guess a so little bike, bit. So would bike setup be crazy different for you guys, Eli? Um, it will be, I would say it's, it's like a move between what we've been racing, if you, you know, whatever, had the average of the first three rounds, and then uh, Mount Morris. Okay. So not quite as heavy and deep as Mount Morris, but... You know, halfway there. Yeah, yeah. I like that clay, the way it pulls your bike down and stuff. Um, I'm super excited to hear about that donation thing. My, obviously, I'm going to be going down. Hopefully, the Canadian guys go when we get that thing. Um, if you could sit right now and just kind of look at your teammates, who would you pick? If it was you making the decision right now, if you woke well, out to wake up tomorrow and pick uh, another 450 guy and a 250 class guy. Uh, well, you had to take the top 250 at the time, right? I mean, whoever that is at that point. And then... Uh, frick! He's dodging. Uh, uh, He's dodging. He he is. But but, I mean, it's it would have to be uh, Blake, I would guess, or Anderson when he comes back. One of those two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just depends who's who's healthy then, and it's it's impossible to say. But um, I don't know. I think if 
I think we would have a legitimate chance of getting it done. You know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I agree. Just just don't park and any... the home turf. The home turf is going to help a lot. You know, being that we've we've always read about a lot. Yep. You know, it's it's going to the home home field advantage. Is, it will be pretty big this year, I think. Yeah, do, do you I watch agree. the GP? Sorry, Steve. Do you watch yeah. the GPs, Eli? I do. I, I don't watch like every single moto, but definitely have been paying more attention to it. Obviously, you know, every uh, super fan obviously wants to line up the whole hurlings thing and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, well, yeah it'd be awesome to, to well, see it. So, Speaking of hurlings, Andrew's on the phone with a question about hurlings oh. to Eli. What's up, Andrew? What's your question? Hey, guys. Um, super excited that you let me talk to him. Um, but I just wanted to say I was reading um, Racer X online, and I saw um, a little post about, you know, hurlings in, a, in an interview, and, and he was – they were talking about how Tomac's kind of his mirror image over here, and he said that on a good day he thinks that Tomac's um, a little bit quicker or could beat him. And I, I just wanted to know if Tomac knew that or if, if that made him feel good because, you know, he he kind of is Tomac's mirror image over there, and he's doing, you know, arguably one of the better guys in the world. Huh. And if he's looking forward to racing him. Um, you know, I, I, I think just like he said, I think either guy – on his good day is is going to beat the other guy. You know, I mean, I, it's, it's, you just, unless we race the whole series against each other, it's mm-hmm. tough to really say, you know? Um, did, so yeah. Did I you mean, see he, that comment he said or no? I, 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 I did see that comment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did see it. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's very nice of um, Jeffrey to say that. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you, do you enjoy, uh, lining up against him? Like at the MXGP, is that something that, is it cool to line up against an, another top guy like that that you don't really get to see very much? You know, I, I did have a lot of fun at those GPs lining up, just like seeing different different riders and different names on the you know the jerseys. Like, it, yeah, it's it's it actually does make it you know more fun for that beer or whatever. So um, anyway, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, cool, man. Well, thanks for the call, Andrew. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, people are like telling me on Twitter and stuff that Hurlings is the best rider in the world. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's really good. But like seven, eight months ago, Eli just, they split moto wins in Florida. Like, I don't, they split split moto wins. So I'm just going, how can you just say Hurlings is just the best rider in the world? These guys that there's a lot of these guys on social media, Eli, that just want to, there's black and white. That's it. You know, it's like, geez. Yeah. Gosh, don't even get me started with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's just anyway. I I think it's I think it's hilarious. It's like why can't these guys just both be really badass dudes, and that's it. Leave yeah. it at that, right? Yeah, yeah, really. Uh, um, yeah. And uh, well, perfect, man. Hey, well, thank you for coming on. You're, you're four for four in overalls. Your moto streak is over. I hope you can handle that. But uh, the perfect season is is over. I'm so glad because why guy wouldn't shut up about that. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But four for four in overalls, you're certainly rolling right now, and uh, a great race at, at High Point. Thanks for your time tonight, man. Thank you for coming on. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, Eli Tomac, everybody, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Pulpamex Show 2018 is the code. Uh, 25% off discount for VertexPistons.com. Uh, two or four stroke style. Did you know that uh, Vertex Pistons comes standard in every KTM and Husqvarna two stroke? Yes, I do know that, actually, because at the grassroots level, certain other riders and parents like to protest that fact. Oh, really? Oh, they do. Like, like oh. the trans can and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of weird. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good interview. Yeah. You know, uh, again, I'm not to toot your horn, but you pull a little person, a bit of the personality out of these guys. You've, you, how can you not become a fan of him 
If you never met that yeah. guy, and right there, you listen yeah. to it. He's humble. He's he, you know, he's good to talk well, to. He answers the questions that you ask. I'll tell you what. He he. I don't think he likes doing media. No. I don't think he enjoys it. He's he's okay at it. I don't think he's the, you know he's not Travis Pastrana. <laughs> no. Uh, but you know what? He's every time I've ever asked him to come on the show, he said yes. And or if he can't, he'll be like, hey, I'm busy. I can't. But he'll reply and and yeah. and say I can't do it. But can we do it another time? And I, so I give, I give him props for coming on and doing it. Like, I don't think he loves it. You know? sold a Cowie. That's what we sold a Cowie? We sold a Cowie right there. Yeah. So, you know, he's doing his job. But. You know, I, you know he was going to, you know, blow up the new Cowie. But it is like Kiefer and everybody I talked to says the motor is unbelievable. It's yeah, really I've been good. hearing things, too, just you know? what, I've, what I've read yeah. from the test. Let Let's me see if we can this. get Stanton on early a little bit, uh, uh, Marks, if we can. Do yeah. you think Jeremy was sitting beside him, like like going like this right now? He's like, you're not picking me for the 250 guy? Like, bro, I'm right here. I, I know. I kind of thought. He was dodging it. I, <laughs> I seriously thought he would say, oh, I'm with Jeremy for sure. You know what I mean? Like, like just because he's, like just just cause it's his point. buddy. Yeah. Just because it's his buddy. But uh, maybe he's, he's like, no, no, no. You're not. You're second in the points, dude. I can't take you. I got to take plus. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, like, you, it's a good question, by the way, Gall. You know, now I'll, I'll blow you, you blow me, and we'll go back and forth. Um, Aren't we Facebook Live? That's going to yeah, be on. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be very Jesus. Um, But, uh, yeah, no, that's a good question about um, uh, who he would pick, you know? Um, so that's interesting. And, uh, yeah, I, I get a kick. Like, I like watching the GPs. I watch most of them. If I'm not, I watch the highlights. And Hurlings is amazing. Yes. I cannot believe what he's doing to Antonio. Yeah. Antonio's been having double-digit second leads, and Hurlings has been tracking him down. But as I said, eight months ago, Tomac split moto wins with him. Yeah. Like at Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, Do we have – I mean, I'm sure we could look it up. Is there an actual Hurlings to Tomac stat as of – I mean, what they've raced probably maybe mm, three, four yeah. times. Yeah. Sort of thing, I, I mean, at Indiana, Hurlings was great, but Tomac was going for a, for title. a title. Yeah. So he that's managed, a little different. managed the title. Although I think it probably would have been different, right, if he didn't land on that berm on yeah, the outside. On the like outside he, was, yeah, yeah. he was probably going to go for it and yep. was like, you know what, I got this and, and kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, we didn't get a chance to see it. Yeah. But, yeah, what you're seeing out of Hurlings – there's, you can't take anything. He is an absolute amazing rider on a motocross bike. You watch Eli Tomac in his element, exact same thing. Yep. We're going to put them together here at Redbud, hopefully, and, yeah. and uh, yeah. then we can decide maybe the, uh, tip from then till the next time they meet who the yeah. greatest one is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's, uh, that's Eli Tomac. He's, he's been on first. Let's get right to our next guest. Uh, he's got something really cool going on at Motocross the Nations. He needs no introduction. He's a six-time AMA Supercross and Motocross champion and uh, one of the best riders ever. He certainly knows a thing or two about the motocross the nations jeff stanton what's up six time how are you man six time you there did he pocket dial us did, did he pocket dial us <laughs> thanks to jeff stanton for coming on the show tonight uh, great radio bros <laughs> uh, i put him on hold see what see if you can get him back marks or see if we can come Start back yelling jeff, jeff, jeff. You, maybe he fell maybe he fell in a uh, in a well or something Okay. Yeah. Like, that's pretty yeah. extreme. Yeah, right. I'm just saying. Uh, Ryan Gold, Steve Mathis on the show right here tonight. <laughs> just and fell in a well. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Like, like he's just, like, he was on the phone ready to call us. He was on the line. Looking he, at the, maybe, yeah. He, he fell down, and then now he can't get to the phone, and it's. I mean, it could happen, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Uh, thanks to our folks, uh, all of our guys on board with us uh, tonight, sponsoring this thing. 702-586-7857. If you want to talk to, uh, um, what? Marks? I'm going to call him back. Oh, okay. Uh, 702-586-757. We'll call now if you want to talk to Jeff Stanton. We'll put you on hold. What Jeff is doing is a um, MXDN. Uh, well, 
let me all that MX split. This is going to happen at the MXDN? Or yeah, on Friday. Not on Friday. Okay, that's what... On Friday before the MXDN. Got it. Got this it, is okay. going to happen. So, uh, I thought for... it was at the actual the national, sorry, the Redbud National. Nope. Who's doing it. Nope. Nice. At, at, so you, you think you'll be going to the MXDN? Buddy. Am Redbud? I going? Seriously? I don't know. I will be painted in nothing but white and red. Yeah, yeah. No clothes. Yeah, yeah. Running through. Who? Who's on the Canadian team right now, do you think? It's got to be, I mean, Fasciati. If I had to pick it right now, yeah. Fasciati, actually after last weekend, Benoit, and um, Pettis? I would go with Pettis. You go with Pettis? I would go with Pettis. Yeah. Um, Just as it stands, I know Moff has got a red plate, but yeah. and he's done it before, but yeah. uh, I see a maybe a transition I, I think of things. After what Benoit did at the Des Nations two years ago, you cannot not pick him. Uh, he rises to the occasion, maybe. He deserves it to go. His last two as, rounds yeah. obviously proved that, but right, it, right still there, Tyler, and yeah. he's the, always the Canadian guy that gives us yeah. the, True. the good ride there as well. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's welcome him to the show. He's a uh, six-time Supercross and Motocross champion and Des Nations champion, Jeff Stanton. What's up, six-time? There you are. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. No, thank you. Um, uh, what's what's that? You there? Oh, I guess phone is weird. I don't think Jeff is in the well. He just hasn't paid the bill. <laughs> huh? Let's try him He's again. Back or, in the well. Or, or I got a I got another number for him. Maybe. Maybe a or ask line. him. Ask him for another number. Um, we'll try to connect with Jeff Stanton here shortly, folks. Good thing we got him on early. Um, hey, so I was talking a little bit about Ferrandis. Yep. And his return and how good he was. And I had written uh, this week that I think he'll be in the mix for podiums at races. I think I'm ready to revise that a little bit. I think I'm ready to go for Randis can win some races. I mean, what he did in that second moto, there's no way it's not going to get better yeah. if he gets comfy, get back into the mix yeah. of it. Do you think he can win? He can beat Plessinger? He can beat... 100%. Yeah. I 100% see him winning a moto this year. And I'm going to say, what is it? It goes Tennessee, and then what's after Tennessee? Uh, uh, Southwick. There, and there's a Southwick. break? Nope, Southwick. No, it goes right to Southwick? Yep. And, I'm calling, and then the Red Bull. I'm calling a Southwick moto win. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say Ferrandis wow. wins French. in the sand. French guy uh, in the sand. They're good. They're all yeah. good there. Uh, let's try Jeff again. Jeff, you there? Dang. Sorry, guys. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. It's probably our, our phone or something. We didn't pay the bill six times. Um, <laughs> thank you. So, Matt, so, so Matt so I'm going to put you on the spot right now. I, I haven't been listening. So yeah. you're the team, team manager for the U.S. and the, the donations is next week. Who are you taking? Uh, I like it. I'm taking, I'm taking Plessinger, Tomac, and Baggett. That's what I'm taking. Jeez, are you kidding me? Why? What do you mean? <laughs> what, what, what? Oh my God! What? What? Who, okay. What? What would you take? Who would you take? Well, it's at Redbud, so um, I'm going to Buster because he rides really good at Redbud, and oh. he's a great start. He's a great starter. Yep. Yep. And and then obviously Tomac, and uh, I know I know Westerner's riding good right now, but I I would still stick with Martin just for the experience. Yeah, um, Martin and Plessinger, I could that's a coin flip for sure. You're right. Yeah, Martin's yeah. been there before, and yeah. uh, and it does it does help. Um, for you, Jeff, when you compare your first time in '89 to your to your other times that you went, did it did it help you to have experience and kind of know what to do? Like we. Hundred percent. You know what to expect. You, yeah. you know, the first year you're going in, I went in there with Wardy and Kadowski. Dude, I was scared. I was scared crapless. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, yeah. Wardy. Well, you know, we looked up to Wardy, and Wardy was kind of our guy to, you know, go to guy. You know, expecting him to handle it for us. And yeah, so yeah. yeah, you're 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 a little bit sketched out. And dude, Redbud, 
it's, I mean, it's going to be Mecca, 60,000 people. Oh, the biggest, yeah. It will be the single biggest event in, in American motocross history ever. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Um, before we get to what you're doing, uh, how happy are you to see Barsha back? I talked to you a little while ago, and you said you still keep in touch with Justin. You still talk to him and, and, and the parents, and we know that you were at going to the races with him for a long time. Look, he's been struggling. He's had some struggle street uh, up until this, this Yamaha ride. How happy are you that he's back? Uh, I'm super happy. He texted me today, wished me a happy birthday. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm super happy. He's like, you know, he's all, almost like uh, a son of mine or a little brother. You know, we spent so much time together. Mm-hmm. And quite, quite honestly, that you know, it's that, that you know, by losing everything and Yamaha doing what they did, it's it's what he needed, and he would admit that. Yeah, that's what he it's what he needed is kind of start all over and uh, a new opportunity to. Proving himself, and so no, I'm super pumped for him. So I just I hope he stays healthy and continues to get closer and closer to that lead. Yeah, he's uh, he's been a revelation for sure. You know what? I, I he uh, he really didn't like me the last few years, and nothing I. I didn't write anything out of line uh, six times. I just said how much he was struggling, no. and how, you know, and, yeah. and and he was writing like an idiot sometimes. He really was. Yeah. And I would yeah. write that, and he did not like me. And, and I'm just like, well, what are you going to do? Well, this year he comes up to me. He goes, hey, man, I just I just want to bury anything we got. Like, I understand yeah. you were writing what you were supposed to. And he's like, That's I, wa- right. I want to talk to you again. And I'm like, hey, oh, yeah, like, I, I didn't care either way. But, okay, sure. So we're back talking. And that, that- – that he realized that you know I've called some people out before and it's taken a couple of years for them to come around and see what mm-hmm. you, you know what you did was right and so at least he got it knew what the, what you were doing was right and, and was man enough to come up and yeah and, and bury the axe so yeah. I, I mean that's that's most important I, I think I give him a lot of credit for that that's not easy to do you know what I mean no, but, yeah no. so no. um yeah. uh, hey by the way so it is your birthday happy birthday man. Dude, at 50. I'm at the hump. I'm at the hump. <laughs> Jeff Stanton. Kiefer and Stan, same day? <laughs> yeah, Chris Kiefer's birthday today, too. Yeah, congratulations. Um, hey, what, what about my buddy Nick Lay? It's Nick's birthday today, too. It oh, is? No I didn't know that either. I was just talking yeah. to Nick. Jesus. You're yeah. a horrible friend, Steve. I am a horrible friend. I did not yeah. know that. Happy yeah, birthday. I, call, I, I called him. I went to a bicycle race every Monday night. I called him on the way to the bike race, and, and he's up in Mammoth with the fam. Yeah, and, yeah. So, yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, wow, good. Big day. Um, we got my, my guest in studio here, Ryan Gold, is very excited to talk to you, uh, Jeff. He he looked up to you. Although he said he's, he admits he was a bit of a Bradshaw guy. But. Yes, yes, Jeff. Uh, first off, absolute pleasure. I've met you a few times. I'm sure you don't remember or stuff like that. But we actually crossed paths at Croom. Uh, in 1992, wow. back when uh, you guys would go there to kind of get yourselves ready for Gainesville and Daytona mm-hmm. all around mm-hmm. back then. And uh, you signed. I had the exact same AXO HRC pants. I got through Jeff Sirwall back in the day. He was my buddy from back then. And uh, you signed them. I'm I actually, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> all, good, all good. But you signed my pants. I still actually have them at home. Um, I, I think I do. I should ask my mom yeah. about that. But yeah. anyway, always, always cool. You were very friendly back then. I was just a little kid from Canada coming down and seeing you and Bale were actually out there doing laps. Not very chatty with Bale, but uh, you were out there at the same time. Not chatty with Bale. Imagine that, Jeff. That's funny. Um, Hey, uh, so what exactly, what's going on here? Friday night, before the motocross stations at Redbud, what's happening, man? I'm excited about this. Yeah, so, you know, last fall, Amy calls me and says, Jeff, I want to do something cool for this event. So I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? She says, I would like to call as many past MXON racers as possible to do a parade lap. Mm-hmm. 
So, honestly, I kind of blew it off. And a couple of weeks ago, she calls and says, oh, what about that? How's, how, how's that going? And I, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I didn't work on it one bit, I'll be honest with you. And so, uh, so I started calling guys and saying, hey, uh, would you be interested in doing a parade lab, open ceremonies, motocross, and nations? And the, the response was, was good. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And so while I was doing that, I was mowing the yard one day thinking, you know what? If I'm going to get a bunch of guys together, why don't I do something cool, put an event together to raise a bunch of money for road recovery and slash the Alpine Star Mobile Medical Unit. So that's, that's, where, it's, that's, that's, where, it's, that's where it's going to. I've decided that Friday night, mm-hmm. 6.30, at the track, I am going to sell 250 tickets, and I have 25 guys committed right now. I, I hope to have 35 by the time I'm done. In in little under two weeks, I got 25 past racers that race motocross of nations. From the very first team in 1970, I got three guys from that team committed to go. Um, Mike Hartwick, who lives in, in Michigan, mm-hmm. Robbins, who was from Michigan, and I've talked to Mark Blackwell and 100% commit, commitment from him. But how cool would that be to have three guys from the first team in 1970 come to this this banquet I'm putting on. Yeah, yeah. And then I've, I've got all the big shooters from Rick Johnson, the Eagle Mayor, the Jeff Ward, Rick Carmichael, Ryan Dungey. I mean, the, the list goes on. I've got 25, 25 committed. Uh, I've talked to all of them. Um, talked to Bob Hanna today. I was hoping to get Bob there. He's like, dude, you got 0.0% chance of ever getting me back there. <laughs> so I'm like, no, that's all right. You know, I get it. I get it. I'm cool with it. So, yeah. yeah. So... July 16th on Monday, tickets are going to go on sale, and uh, I'm just going to create as much buzz as I can for the next 30 days because I want these tickets to fly out the door in five minutes. To have an event with 35 of the best U.S. motocross of nations racers ever, yeah. under one tent for, for two hours, uh, sitting there with interviews, and so I'm going to have 45 cables under this tent, and I'm going to have a rider. I'm going to have Richie Carmichael and, and his girlfriend, Curly. You ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Though so anyway, they're going to be sitting at <laughs> a table, and, and, you know, Ron Villapoto and his wife at a table, and I want it to be private. I want it to be interact. Yeah. And just cool interviews, and just for 250 people that purchase tickets, I want it to be the best experience they ever had on U.S. soil at the Motocross Nations at Redbud and just make, make a, a once-in-a-lifetime event. That's uh, that's amazing. That's awesome, and and you're going to be able to do something where you can sit, you can pick a rider that whose table you want to sit at, right? Yeah. So so originally, honestly, this it, it started out. I, I kind of put a price on it at 500 bucks per ticket, and some people are like, dude, that's a lot, and most people are like, dude, are you kidding me? You're going to yeah. have 30 of the best American motorcycles, 500 bucks to yep. be able to sit with them, yep, at a table, have dinner, and do interviews. Davy Coombs. Jason Wygant, Rob Bidas do all the interviews. I mean, Davey's the Mecca history guy. Yeah, right. And he's got, I mean, just a plethora of photos and opportunities from every team on down the road. So yeah, yeah. It's going to be a, it's going to be an awesome event. Road to Recovery, uh, we're putting the website together right now, July 16th. The Road to Recovery website is going to be shut down, and that's where all the tickets are going to go through. And so I've, I've decided to, to just to raise some extra money. I decided to open up each table. So there's, Ricky Carmichael has ten seats at his table. Two yep. of them are taken for him and his his girl. But there's there's <laughs> right. eight seats. There's eight seats available. How yeah. much are you going to pay to sit with Ricky Carmichael? Yeah. Ryan Ryan Dungey, Mark Barnett, Rick Johnson, Jeff Ward, Johnny O'Mara, 
uh, you know, the list goes on. How much are you going to pay to sit to sit with that person? So starting bid's 500 bucks, and, dude, they're going to go like hotcakes. I, you know, I would with, bid with, so much money to sit with Tim Ferry. Stan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, everybody, everybody's got their guy, and so... You know, I was going to start off five hundred dollars and raise raise. I mean, my goal was raise a hundred grand. By the time I yeah. you know purchase a, a find, you know some some great food and yeah all yep. the all the one off events that I want to have printed off and books and cool stuff. I mean, I want the two hundred fifty people that purchase tickets to leave there going, dude, I got something that only two hundred fifty people have, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm have made for this event and put on a first class show. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think it's awesome. I think it's incredible that it's going to go to Road to Recovery, and I think. Jeff, you are not going to have a problem getting people to no sit way. down and bid no. and sit with these people, and you might have a hard time, hard time counting the money. Right listen, now, listen, what listen, cut does I mean, Giuseppe the cool, get the though? Cool, <laughs> the cool part about going through road to recovery is it's a hundred percent ride out for everybody. Everybody, everybody that buys a ticket is a hundred percent ride out. I'm using road to recovery. That's yeah, I mean, yep. I mean, I'm handling any money. It's not, not, you know, it's all going. I'm delegating where it's going to go. You know, for uh, to it's all going to road recovery. Yeah. But I want some to go to the Asterix Mobile Medical Unit. Uh, if we raise more than I'm expecting, maybe some to go to FCA. I'm involved with the FCA and do, yeah, you know, yeah. doing, doing their summer camps. So um, it's 100% write-off for everybody. And as long as people know it's 100% write-off, they're not afraid to get in their pocket a little bit more. And, no, the chance to no. sit, and a chance to sit and have dinner with their hero. Yeah, so, no, listen, absolutely. If I had the tickets in my hand, I could have sold 100 of them in the last two weeks. And so the demand... The demands, the demand, demands going to go through the roof, and and I honestly believe it's going to go super quick, and it's going to be super successful, one of the largest fundraisers ever. And so, yeah, it's just an opportunity. Listen, American soil, American team, American hit past history, and to be able to talk to a Mark Blackwell or uh, Mike Hartwick that you know raced yeah. in 1970 for the first team, just to hear some stories. I've already heard some stories already. Yeah, yeah, to hear them yeah. Tell, tell their stories and. And, you know, to me, the iconic motocross of Nations team, honestly, is Johnny O'Mara, David Bailey, and Rick Johnson, what, 80 it, in Italy? Yeah, 86. 86 yeah. Yeah. To me, I mean, that's when I was just getting really into it. To me, that's the team that I want to hear all the cool stuff when Johnny O, you know, passed everybody and won that thing on the 125. Yeah. Yeah, I, it'll be it'll be awesome, man, and amazing. And I'm glad that you've got so many riders, so many of these great guys buying in, and they're going to do it, and they yeah. love to do yeah. it. I think that's the best yeah. part too. You know, they're you're getting a lot of buy-in from these guys, and and they're all busy dudes. But that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So the response has been great. That list is going to be on the Road Recovery website, so people know who's going to be there and who you know who they could uh, potentially sit with. And so. I just want to do it. I just want to do one of the best, you know, fundraising events uh, and put on a great show. We'll uh, we'll definitely pump it through our of our, our listeners. Yeah. We have a lot of people that, that you know love you and love yep. the racing, and I'm, I'm sure our listeners will be on board. Uh, Gold, I think it'll be great, right? Like I can't imagine this not being enormous. I mean, yeah. the, the list of the people I'm obviously from out of country, but I know I'm pretty much. Ninety uh, percent of those names, I would be. I don't think I'm going to have enough money to buy a ticket, but I might try to slip in the back door of this tent. <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. be uh, it'll be something else, man. And like you said, an informal setting, closed off. Uh, you know, a little, you know, a little bit of loose atmosphere. You're going to hear some real stories. You are going to hear some real cool things. Oh, uh, look! He look, he was so so angry. He just hung up. Um, so impressed, I should say. Uh, try to get him back if you can, Marks. Thank you. Um, close it out. Yeah. 
That's great. I, yeah. I think it's gonna be awesome, man. That's gonna be enormous. I mean, and I mean, why can't and Bidas and Dave will be there? <laughs> hey, wait, we gotta get them back just for that. I got something to say. No, Definitely. no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. Don't bring. Don't. It's I, not about me. No, I know it's that, but I just me. wanted. To, I think it's cool that you know, over the so many years that he's he's crushed people, made them probably cry, and he can add another one to the list. <laughs> I saw a tear come out of your eye when he Listen, didn't drop the name. It's just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, it's great to have Wygant and Bidas and 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 and. and, and I love it. it. That's just funny. Hey, Jack, you back? Yeah, uh, sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, and so the parade lap thing will still be on, we hope, right? We'll get to see you yeah, guys yeah, do yeah. that. And the parade, parade lap thing will still be on. I'm working with manufacturers on, uh, you know, getting some bikes rounded up for that. So, yeah, that's that's still part of the whole gig. It's just, you know, just a three-day experience of, of just the motocross of nations and being here. You know, let's face it, it may never be in America again, and especially yeah. this big. Yeah, no, absolutely. July 16th, everybody. Uh, that's yep. when you get your tickets. $250 to get in. And uh, nope. money. Nope. Sorry, yeah. Starting out at 500. Sorry. Uh, And uh, Road to Recovery, all the money goes to Road to Recovery, which is awesome. And uh, then we'll have more announcements about the uh, the bidding process and all of that on on eBay, I imagine, or however we're going to do that to sit. So, so Lori's handling Road to Recovery recovery. on July 16th. She's shutting Road to Recovery down, and it's just, it's all happening right there. uh, on July 16th, she's going to have any questions for anybody. So you just go to the Road Recovery website, and that's going to be nothing but motocross, motocross of nations experience 2018 at Redbud. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, we'll we'll get our listeners involved and keep going. And, yeah. and, and yeah. I feel like uh, you may have a pulp MX fantasy type thing where the site crashes <laughs> yeah, once yeah. you drop yeah. this thing. It's going to be so busy. Yeah, um, Jeff, this is that's super cool. I, obviously, I'm, I'm from Canada, and I, I always um, I got a couple. I used to work doing arena cross, and I always love the patriotism that the Americans show towards their events. I can't yeah. imagine how awesome it is to be in this tent i'm certainly hoping there's going to be a few beers shared because the stories <laughs> and the laughs about this thing it actually might be a little bit harder to get everybody up next day for this hot lap that you're trying to put together i feel <laughs> <laughs> well most importantly i want the 250 people to, to hear stories and yeah. have interviews and, and interact with all the riders i mean that's not to me that that's what it's all about and, and i'm gonna have some, some cool stuff made up that only 250 people are gonna like Get. I mean, yeah. there's going to be 60,000 people at that, at that race, but 250 people are going to get some bitching items that they would never get anywhere else. And that's what that's, I mean. I, uh, I want to raise a bunch of money and I want yeah. 250 people to, to leave going. That was the best time in my life. Um, we'll get you back on later on to update us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, Jeff. This is really cool. Yeah. And thank you for the work you're going to put into this because certainly, yeah. look, you're, you're one of the all time greats. You, you could just <laughs> sit back and let people call you. You know what I mean? But yeah. you yeah. are doing this work. I've given you some numbers and you've re- reached, like, this is cool of you to do this, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little worth but it'll, it'll all be worth it. And I mean, honestly, Lori at Red Recovery, that's, she's, she's my, she's my, my go to. Right. I'm doing all, all the money and the website and everything. So, what I'm doing, I'm just calling 40, 40 racers and 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 getting uh, checking off uh, a favor from everybody. Really, I mean that's that's how I'm looking at it. Hey, this is an opportunity for a little payback or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. If, if, you know, and I'll have to do it to somebody else, you know, down the road. I, so listen, I'm not flying any of these guys back. I'm not paying for anything. They're doing it on their own dime, their own heart. And to me, that's that's priceless in itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fantastic, man. Well, thanks for your time, Jeff. Thank you, and uh, we'll be in touch down the road. And uh, we're excited. Uh, this is awesome. Thanks, thanks, guys. We'll see you. Uh, thanks, uh, Jeff Stanton, everybody. Uh, July 16th, 250 tickets at 500 bucks. Starting. 
starting at 500 bucks. I guess, right? Yeah, and then I think what'll happen is there. If you want to sit with somebody, you'll bid, 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 bid. Yeah, you, you'll get on that. And then if you, but if you pay 500 bucks, you'll sit with somebody, but they may not be your guy. Of yeah, choice or I was whatever, just gonna say so. who's gonna be the Phil Kessel. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. The guy that doesn't uh, what? Who is this guy or that? You know what I mean? Listen, but if it's Tim Ferry, I'm going to be very upset. Okay? <laughs> it's not going to be Timmy. People are just going to pay that because they might get a glimpse of you, even though you're not invited to this Do party. Th- <laughs> Gear Ally, cold call everybody before we go to Your commercial call break. Call has here. been forwarded to an oh. automated voice message. Oh, try to call Alex Ray to find out about this. The Gear Ally, cold got call. Paid from the factory yet to get the bill. Hold on, let me text bill. this guy. Um, no, uh, I that's think that's just it's, cool. that's cool. Like, I mean, I, I wish. I mean, we do stuff like that at home, obviously. But the the amount of like, I, I love that patriotism of stuff like that down there, and having those those guys in this tent and that thing. That's going to be really cool. Like you said, the stories alone are probably yeah. going to be, and yeah. those guys are going to enjoy it just as much as the fans. Listen, I don't understand. Right? I, my invite must have been lost. I was on Team USA. We we lost. Okay, but I was on TV maybe that's why. Maybe yeah. that's not why you're, yeah, you're part lo- of it. Maybe. Losers only. Um, but uh, no, it's gonna be cool, man. Can you imagine like to sit with? Well, first of all, if you sit with RV, you're gonna get gold. You're gonna get swearing. You're gonna get uh, you know like this. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get oh shit, asshole. You're gonna get him swearing about himself and everything else. You so. know what? I think you should bid on this now that you saved a little bit of money on your hockey tickets. Yeah, yeah. And sit to bid with RC and bury the hatchet. And let's see if we can get them in this deal. How about that for the fans? Hey, right? How about that for the hey, fans? How funny would that be? Imagine that. Uh, you just walk down and say, What up? Hey, Ricky. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Think, now, that would be gold. I got some, <laughs> I got some questions. You have some, uh, I have some stuff. No, I think this whole that thing's yeah. going to be awesome. They're going to raise a, a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Like, and, and, wow. And, and, and like Jeff said, too, uh, the money's going to go to Road to Recovery. Yeah. So if you're like. And uh, I, I think you said the uh, mobile medic unit, too, right? Or is that all kind of one that's thing? All, that, no, that's, that's all one thing? Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's just that's going to be super fun. Now I'm going to have to find a way to sneak into that thing on Friday night when I go there. Uh, I'll try to get you in. Well, hopefully, if, if Bidus, you got and, no pull, if, bro. If Bidus and Wygant <laughs> are doing it, then you know that'll that'll work out. So oh, Wygant no. didn't even know anything about it. Did you hear him on the review? Yeah, show? He's, he's, he's like, what? Okay, I guess I'll go. But he's in. So, anyways, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, let's get to the phone call here. Chris, what's up, man? Hey, man. Hey, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, thanks, buddy. What's happening? Not much, man. I've been watching uh, the 125 All-Star Race, and Will Hahn's killing it. But Durham beat him. And but Durham beat him. Did he? Yeah, Durham, yeah, Durham won, won, bro. Oh, yeah. man. Well, tell him he needs to get his act together for Tennessee. I will. I, mean, and- I, I think Will cares more about the 125 race than he does actually uh, managing team. star racing team. Yeah, I really do. So. <laughs> We need to call him, cold call him, and see if his love life is improving. Yeah, we probably should, right? But he's got—he's living with Justin Cooper, so or Cooper's living with him where he was. So maybe he's got to watch. Uh-oh. Maybe he's got to watch out for him, like Cooper a little bit. So, um, hey Chris, you got, right. Chris, you well, got to you got to buy Chris. I do. I just bought a, a brand new Kiefer. Sold me on that new Husky for the, uh, the, the, the Rockstar yeah. one. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, Chris, you're doing all right, eh? Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris, he's now in love with the Yamaha. I've heard. So you better check with him. He's in love, in love with the new Yamaha oh, or the Cowie. I don't know. Oh, no. It's Cowie right now, I think. He is. Uh, Kiefer basically lives his life like Kiefer? a '70s swinger. Yeah, 
Yeah. He's a bike whore. <laughs> um, well, hey, listen, Chris, we're going to give you a set of Maxima Oil uh, a kit. Uh, they're created for world-class really? racers who manage challenge and limits of possibility. The demands and equipment drive them to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. Monster Cowie uses them. PC Cowie. Maxima didn't get to be number one aftermarket oil by buying it. They, they got there by being voted the best uh, year after year. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, we're going to give you a oil kit and a T-shirt, okay? Way cool. Thank you so that's, much. That's what you get for being a first-time, hey, long-time. I want to do, do a shout-out to my friend Justin Hansen. Okay. He's my moto buddy. All right. Sweet. Consider, consider it done. Uh, stay on hold. All right. Marks will get your information. And, um, and, right uh, and, and thanks for listening, man. You got it. Thanks to Maxima USA for that, by the yeah. way. Uh, hey, that dream race, yeah. I, uh, I think it was Filthy Phil. Gene Stahl raced that. I saw that. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah like a former factory uh, Suzuki guy, right? Yeah, he was fast, dude. Yeah. Uh, f- uh, John, what's up, man? John, are you the guy that A-Ray, A-Ray took out? The, the buddy? <laughs> no, yeah, my, my, he took out my buddy, yeah. I thought you were going to get A-Ray on the phone. For well, the, I uh, tried. I tried. He didn't pick up. But, yeah, you are no longer an A-Ray fan. No, no. And I was an A-Ray right. fan until this weekend. And, uh, okay. you know, he got, you know, he got a... Uh, A-Ray didn't get that great of a start, and he's coming through the downhill, you know, before the, the right-hander, before you go back uphill to the triple of the finish line. Uh-huh. Gets a little loose and just cleans this guy out. I mean, you're talking about a privateer's first pro race ever, qualified 25th. I mean, I mean, he just, like, you know, ruined this kid's next four weeks for just being a goon. <laughs> okay, but do you think he did it on purpose? I, no, I don't think he did it intentional, but there was no reason for it to happen. I mean, he just came down that hill, and I mean, they had you know this. You know how wide that downhill section is. Yeah, and he just went to cut over to the inside and just because. You know, okay, I I asked him about this on a text, and he said the guy came over on him, and oh, and, and that he said A Ray said that that guy I was talking to, meaning you, uh, John, needs to get a new set of eyeballs. No, no, absolutely not. Because I was watching my buddy come down the, around the track. Because you know I was yeah. my buddy, and I was watching him. He was coming down that hill in a straight line, and here comes Goon A Ray gets a little <laughs> choppy on the back end, and then boom, he just took him out. He is completely out of his mind if he thinks that that other guy was zero percent his fault. So, now, I'm a little biased, but yeah, I, I'm it, an A Ray fan, and is the guy? Know, I, I is, wouldn't I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true. Is the guy okay? No, he's he got he has a concussion. He has oh. to go through. No, he's not okay. And, and then I saw somebody sent me a DM that said the guy was flipping a ray off. Oh yeah, he gave him a double double uh, number ones when he came around, and the AMA official was kind of hanging on to him so he didn't run out on the track. I mean, it was it was. Listen, I've been around Moto a long time. It was complete bullshit. Who was the rider? If you don't mind me asking, what was the uh, rider? Brad Asper. Brad Asper. Yeah. Oh, there he is, right there. Seven twenty-seven. Okay. Yep. Um. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, we tried to do the Gear Alloy cold call without Alex to try to get to the bottom of this because we don't want him losing fans. I mean, a lot of people like him. A lot of our listeners really like Alex, right? Dude, I was a huge fan. I mean, you know, just from, you know, him being yeah. on the show. and Yeah, yeah. You know, and I know he likes to send it, but, I mean, you talk, you know, you get these privateers. I mean, the kid's been training, and high points his home track, and, you know, he gets a good start in a second moto. He's running 14th, and then here comes, you know, I, I, he's not a goon, but I mean, it just didn't have to happen. And yeah, I mean, he—he's—he's he's delirious if he thinks that that was that he thinks that wasn't his fault. <laughs> he acted like it wasn't his fault. I didn't see yeah. it, John. But yeah. but 
he's yeah. delirious. Yeah, he, I was over on the other side of the hill. I mean, I was just, ha- you know, I was watching Esper come down that hill, and yeah. I didn't even know it was A-Ray. And I was like, who in the F is that asshole, you know? Yeah. And boom, he wiped him out. I mean, I was, I'm still pissed off about it. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. I mean, well, look, your buddy's jacked up. No doubt. You know, no I doubt. mean. Uh, it's it's not. I don't see A Ray being that way, but yeah, you know, hey, like, hey, Steve, yeah. uh, Bradley Esper, part of the RM Army. Oh, he's RM Army too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now that, you, now that, you don't like A Ray. That motherfucker A Ray <laughs> taking out. I mean, it wasn't malicious, but I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Factory rides change people, John. They change people. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, Double D throwing it down for the 125 race? Yeah, I saw that. Suck it, Will Hahn. You got nothing for Double Durham. D- Darryl, <laughs> Darren Durham, yeah. Fuck Will Dale Dunham. Yeah, Darren Dunham. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, thanks uh, Thanks for calling, man. I really appreciate it. Tell your buddy sorry about that. And, uh, and, and so you do not need a new set of eyeballs. No, no, he's delirious. Yeah, A-Ray is delirious if he thinks that that wasn't his fault. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to try to get to the bottom of this and, and, and locate A-Ray. And, uh, see all right, love the show, so, man. Cheers, thank you, dude. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Uh, all right, everybody. Wow. Uh, A-Ray. Yeah? Does your sister know about this, Mars? Yeah. Is she? Probably Probably doesn't care. It doesn't matter? Yeah, no. doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Took out a member of our army. doesn't care. Might yeah. think he's hotter for it. <laughs> <laughs> Just beating up on oh, random shit. people. Uh, hey, everybody. We're going to go to commercial break right here on the show. Uh, Jeff Stanton, Eli Tomek already on. Travis Preston coming up. Uh, Jess Pettis coming up. Uh, Jason Thomas coming up. Uh, Ryan Gold is here, of course. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, FMF, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, all on board with us. Atlasbrace.com. You know something a little, little something about those guys? I know a little bit of something about there. I was at the office there just uh, a couple weeks ago. Matt Gerke crushing it in his Atlas right now. Doing quite well, but even better than that would be Kevin Benoit. Yeah, true. Kevin Benoit yeah. is an Atlas athlete. 1-1 on the weekend. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so we're going to go uh, go to commercial. We'll be back. We'll take some more phone calls. We'll uh, talk some more High Point. Uh, we'll try to figure out what A-Ray is doing uh, and uh, much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this. This is Lord Vader, and you jerkies are listening to the Pope MX Show. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. 
Go to your local dealer. Get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Race Tech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Race Tech? They are now the home of engines as well. Race Tech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech engine services use the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Living 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years. And we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in
Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Mech Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You don't bring in the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the gear alloy wheels at gearalloy.com or atdwheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Hello. 
Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their pro-launch start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. I'm Steve Mathis. With me in the studio is Ryan Gold. I saw a thing today on Twitter, Goldie, that this disc 
for unlawful carnal knowledge from Van Halen was released today in uh, 1992, I think. It's a great year. Stay in HRC, Axel Pants. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely know nothing about Van Halen other than I like some of their songs. When um, I know the words. That's it. Don't worry, Noof. Galdi has broke open a Red Bull. Hey, what about he's he's watching though, eh? Yeah, he's watching. I, yeah. I, I don't no, have he, time for that show. I don't he, have time to follow he that wants show. To, he wants to make sure that, like... Fuck you. He wants to make sure that he's better than you at the show. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Where It's competitive all around. Look, we're trying to find A-Ray to get to the bottom of this, but it's not really working maybe, out. But. Maybe John the Color found him before us. <laughs> put a whack out um, on him. Um, but that's the gear I like cold call, everybody. We tried to call him. Uh, SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Enter the code Pulpamex17. It wasn't so late we could have called John Nelson. Oh, boy. Can he you wouldn't imagine? have answered, though. No, he's not going to answer. It, I would have if it was from my phone, right? One of the best podcasts I ever did, right? Where he didn't know he was recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just straight into it. Like, just straight into gold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. I had to take a few things out, though. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Gear Alloy, cold call, whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge Ram, Toyota, Nissan, GearAlloy.com. They got a wheel style for you to choose from. They support the Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM team with Baggett and Bloss. Again, like Baggett, 800 riders passed this weekend. So uh, can you imagine that? GearAlloy.com. Get your truck in gear. And uh, they've got a wheel size for you for your truck. I've got a set on my Ridgeline, and I've never been happier. Thanks to Gear Alloy, uh, we did the cold call and uh, no A-Ray. Um, also, too, still a new guy on our show is uh, ProFilter. If you haven't heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for a decade and making top-quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. There's a real option now, Galdi, for riders to not have to clean an air filter ever again. Imagine an option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean and oil your air filter. Um, I ride the Yamaha, which is great, right, because it's up front, so that part's yeah. not bad, but I hate doing filters. Well, get a pro filter. You just throw them away. All right. Well, throw them away. Serve it Pulp up. Pay pro filter. If you're tuning in, find me. Hit me up. <laughs> no, you're supposed <laughs> to buy and use the code, Gold. Oh, I got to do that. Uh, oh, okay, Pulp MX 35. That's the problem is, uh, is uh, you guys never want to um, uh, buy anything. Uh, Pulp MX 35 is the code at uh, profilter.com. 35% discount from Maxima's website by entering Pulp MX 35. MaximaUSA.com, I should say, is the website. Profilter, thanks to those guys for coming on board. Uh, Race Tech Suspension, love those guys. Um, the Michael Essie team is using Race Tech Suspension up there in Canada. Yeah, Monster Most- Energy Alpine Star Pillars Kawasaki. Pillars? Pillars, the Pillars meats. It's like the it's oh. like meat sticks and, oh. and sandwich meat and stuff. Remember Crayer Meats, the Russian guy that used to be sponsored by Crayer Meats? No, I don't remember okay. that. All right, never mind. Um, anyways, uh, so they use Racetech, Racetech.com. Whether you have a vintage bike, whether you have a modern bike, whether you have a street bike, whatever it is, Racetech Suspension has got so many suspension mods for you. And Pulpamex18 is the code to save with Racetech Suspension. And uh, please, check them out. Get your oil changed, if nothing else, Galdi. I mean, right? Don't just ride around with your ratty old oil and bushings all No, worn. 100%. I mean, you can go, depending on how much you ride, but do it every, I don't know, if every... 10, 12 hours on the thing. It's an easy deal. It's not, it's, it's It'll be uh, like, be like you're a, riding on pillows. Yeah. Pillows. Uh, so, hey, I usually do the race tech ran on the night, but I thought this guy's uh, uh, voicemail was fantastic and he even suggested it. So, uh, without further ado, this guy has the race tech ran of the night. Steve, man, I'm, I got an issue. You got all these sons of bitches out here talking about how. Oh, man, moto's blown out, man. You can't afford to ride no more, man, blah, blah, blah. Listen, I got a Yamaha 450, 
full FMF exhaust, suspension done, tricks and gadgets and all that crazy shit. Them one-off factory JGR triple clamps you can't even buy from neck in. I mean, just gangster shit. Gangster shit. Mm-hmm. And then I got a $1,500 piece of shit 2005 KX125. Listen, that 125 is the most damn fun I've ever had on a dirt bike. You can go moto it. You can ride in the woods. You can get all, get on it and dig around at your house. It's $1,500. It's not even, it don't even cost what most people's exhaust costs. Then you got these sons of bitches out here. Oh, man, moto's blown out. No, bitch, you're blown out. You don't you're blown no out, bitch. If you complain about wanting to ride but can't ride because you can't find a $10,000 then you got issues yourself. You ain't want to ride. You just want to look cool and buy a new bike, you dumbass. Go out there and buy you a piece of shit 125 and ride the hell out of that damn thing. I mean. But, I don't know. My race tech rant. He's not I'm wrong. Fucking bitching about four strokes. <laughs> well, Go buy you a 125. Let that bitch sing. Like, Go on the outside of a 450 <laughs> on the speaker. <laughs> There we go, everybody. That was beautiful. Listen, maybe we'll make this into a regular statement. If you have a race tech round of the night, 702-586-757, leave us a message. <laughs> if it's that good, we'll play it. Yeah, that was but, cool. But, okay. yeah, like you said, he's not he's not far off. I mean, Look, if you want to go racing, yes, you can it, blow the wad. It, 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 but there, if you're an older guy, there's a vet class that you can ride a 250 in, a YZ250. 100%. Old. And also, too, how many racers out there can take a 252 stroke and really use it all the way, right? Like where you're just like, you're just like, oh, dude, I'm tapped. I need a four. Like, no, there's barely any of them that right, are like right, that right. for sure. And so, actually, at home, we started a, a two stroke class for junior intermediate pro riders. Twelve, you got to oh, be at okay. least twelve years old. Yeah, whatever year the bike is, because guys just like pit warrior guys yeah, trying yeah. to get them more at the races again. Right, right. It's it's been a hit, and it's super fun to watch yeah, too. Because yeah, listen, to the ones yeah, like five. Listen, I'm. I'm I'm not one of those two-stroke kooky guys who are going to go on and on about this and that, about two strokes and this and that. But that guy has a point. If you want to race, go find yourself a YZ250. They're they're great bikes and, and go race and go 100%. ride. And, and there's nothing wrong with them. And get a get a steel frame one, get an aluminum frame, whatever. They're they're fine. So it's as um, easy as that guy said. Fifteen hundred bucks out there, no problem. Well, yeah, get a piece of shit. One twenty. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Try not to get a piece of shit. Just try to get like a, a decent bike. But well, anyways. Uh, so that's the race tech <laughs> grand of the night. Race tech suspension. Racetech.com. I uh, love those guys. And like I said, again, they are a big part of the Monster Energy Pillars Alpine Star Cowie effort up in Canada. See, look at you. You'd nail it if you were the announcer at yeah, home, right? Yeah, you'd yeah kill it. exactly. It wouldn't be that hard to do. Yeah. Ryan Gold here in <laughs> studio. And uh, we got the X Brand Goggle Tariffs coming up. We did the Gear Alloy Cool Call. We have the uh, Racetech rant all done. We got the BTO Sports. Uh, tweet at Travis coming up. Jason Thomas is up. Jess Pettis is up. Uh, Travis Preston is going to be on. Always love talking to Travis Preston for sure. And uh, and you guys, uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, Eli Tomac and Jeff Stanton are already on. Stanton, of course, uh, talking about the uh, MXDN fundraiser on Friday. Can we tweet that out, Marks, that info? Yes, we can. Okay, let's do that. Okay. No. So just give people an idea that, that it is it it is coming. Uh, 702-586-7857. You can always leave a voicemail. And uh, here's the best of the best of the week that was that, uh, that doesn't include the race deck rant. For loot. I want to grab a beer with you. You seem super awesome. Mellow. Mellow. Level-headed. Man, Berlou might be the best. Best co-host. Ah, Keeper's pretty good, though. But I want to grab a beer with Berlou next year in Minneapolis. So. Well, well you can't do it yeah. because Berlou is not 
wrenching for Brighton anymore. We announced that he last show retired. he was on. He yeah. is he is retired again. He comes out, he wins Daytona. And he packs up the wrenches again. He's uh, Noof the mechanic. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. He was retired yeah. twice now. Yeah, and if he comes back, he'll yeah. be like Noof again. He'll <laughs> yeah. be trailing Noof by three comebacks. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you cannot grab a beer, t- t- a beer with Tony Berluti anymore. So Later. And go, Caps, go. Screw you, bro. Why does it keep saying that's not a valid option in this menu? I'm not pushing any buttons. I'm just leaving a freaking message. I'm not leaving any... Ah, oh, Jesus, H. Christ. All right. Anyways, I don't know if it's even recording still, but I just want to say two things. Ken Roxon, God damn it, that's fucking awesome. You guys at 6,000 feet elevation out there battling. Two gnarly injuries. Messes himself up. A lot of, a lot of riders, less than him, I'd have to say. Even, even just as good as him have folded mentally, physically. He fights back. He's out there looking like a champion with minimal testing, minimal ride time, and a freaking 6,000-foot elevation track. That was awesome. Super pumped on Ken Roxon. And um, I think that's the only thing I had to say. What's the other thing I wanted to say? I can't remember, but that was about it. And I uh, hope you have a... What is going on with my phone? Anyways, dude, this is a gong show. Um, hope you're having a great time out there. Sorry to hear about the uh, Las Vegas Knights there, uh, old uh, Steve. One Canadian to the next. But still pretty damn awesome. They made the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. And uh, other than that, Travis, I'll be in Utah either this summer. You know what I'm saying? Going to be on some Raptors out there, ripping it up. Some, uh, you know, 900. Anyways, whatever. I got to go. I'm driving, but I'm talking Bluetooth, so I'm keeping it legal. And uh, you all have a good one. Take it easy. Oh, there we go. Hey, guys. He'll be in Utah, Mark. He's going to be in Utah. I don't live in Utah. I know. I, I, I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> I don't know either. I was going to ask Mark. So, like, do you go to Utah? And yeah, stuff? You got a place that you got a cottage? I go, or I, go to, I go to Utah every once in a while. We go on like razor razor rides through. Oh, okay, the trails so he's heard that then. Obviously, Probably, I'm, I'm guessing that's what right. he's referring to. But uh, just look for him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You're holding a sign, Travis. In the world, Steve. Where in the world is David Pingree? We haven't had him on the show, and I don't even know when. I don't know when the one last time was. He rocks my socks. He rocks. I want David Pingree back. Got to get me some David Pingree. Ping is uh, Ping, Ping is not banned from the show. We we get those tweets every week, just about, don't we, Mark? Sir, we get a lot of them. Ping is not banned from the show. Yeah, people love Ping. Ping and I, Ping and I have different political views. He, but he is not banned from the show. He's welcome to come on. Uh, he's always busy um, to get up here and. He's expensive, as we as we say over and over. His rate is very high. So I honestly have just had so many co-hosts booked for so long, and I don't know his schedule, but I, he's welcome to come up. He is not banned from the show. So that's all. He, he, he can come up when he's free. Like he, when, he's, he's, when he's free priced or wow, when he doesn't have to that, too busy? That ain't going to happen, but, <laughs> but people can know that I was complaining about his rate for pretty much every time he was on, yeah. Mark's. Pretty much. He's demanding. Uh, yeah, the ratio is high, for and then, sure. And then he says, hey, you want quality? You know? and He brings that's... the quality. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, I and agree. The, the feedback is always overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, I agree. As long as you guys don't talk about politics. Right. And the last time he was up here, we said, okay, look, we're not going to talk about politics. You did good. Yeah, we did good. Bravo to both of you. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, he's not banned, everybody. So stop sending those tweets about unbanning. The beef has been buried deep. We're good. No problems. He's welcome to come on the show. Anytime. Stick it up your ass, Steve. There we go. Hey, Mathis. You should get uh, Tickle in as a co-host. He seems level-headed, knows what's going on. 
either just him or him and Weimer. Those two dudes both seem like they chatted up and they both have similar personalities. Later. Have a good one. Yeah, Weimer, Weimer's got, Weimer's goes me one. I got a plane ticket for him, so he wasn't able to make or he drove, I think he drove down actually. What's he doing like right now? Nothing. Oh. He's recovering from injuries and. So he's got time. He's got no outdoor rides, so yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if he'll ever race again, to be honest. I think he's really, I think he's really debating uh, hanging it up. So, so he'll be in Canada then. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't no. know. I, I don't. I don't know. I think he's still figuring it out. Hey Steve, uh, I just wanted to call about that guy with the cock and balls, <clears throat> JT. Um, I kind of wanted to defend JT a little bit. I think he's only going off of what he hears if i uh, unless i have that wrong i mean the, and these riders you know before the season everybody's flying like you always say so he's going off of that because he's close to that team but then once it gets going of course there's going to be excuses no well maybe not excuses but you know then this stuff will start coming out about his hand being numb or whatever and jt's only going off of what he hears so anyway he doesn't have cock and balls well, JT does have cock and balls, but he doesn't cock and balls in his mouth, is what you're trying to say. Is that it? Oh. Steve, Berluth's reference to Gigi Allen was awesome, and uh, definitely indicated that you need to do a sound check with that guy. Um, hey, and all the people bitching and complaining about what you don't do right, well, you do some fantastic shit, and, well, can't, can't please everybody, so fuck them. That's what I say. Yeah, you're good. Good voicemail, bro. Hello, Stevie. It is I get happy. <laughs> I listen to the tickle boy. I want you to know he should be very worried. His little press release Instagram is nothing to me. We will crush him, and then all the other Americans will follow, and then we will send Jeffrey and Barbashev and Jonas <clears throat> to rule all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he cut out there a little bit, but I let it go. Hey, <laughs> listening to the pop show from Monday, and yeah, it's great. Um, right in Kenny's interview, and you guys were talking about the Supreme stuff. And if anybody doesn't like that, they're a fucking idiot because <laughs> Supreme is one of the hippest brands in the world. You know, you got kids that wait online. You know, every whatever day it comes out for the new stuff to be released, they are they're lining up outside the building. You know, it, it's like if, if Michael Jordan wanted to collaborate, you know, with Fly Racing, you know what I mean? It's going to fucking be legendary, and that stuff's going to be on the internet, on eBay, selling for, for thousands of dollars, you know? I mean, I have a stepdaughter, 16 years old, and she wants some, some Kodak black dirt bike gloves to wear, man. They're like 20 bucks. I mean, it's fucking cool, man, for shit to, to go out there in the different areas to interact and stuff, man. Like, anybody that doesn't like that is just a fucking hater, man. Uh, yeah. Where do you stand on that Supreme stuff? I don't really know much about it. I did listen to the show. Yeah. Um, so it's like a collab with a, a fashion thing? Yeah, an, an urban fashion company that's very, very popular, like massively popular. Okay, so they've just decided they want to put it, get yeah. into moto kind yeah. of thing? Yeah. And, Marks, and that's Marks, fucking... where you, uh, Marks, where are you at on this stuff? How do you feel? I don't I feel, know. If, but... I feel like you know you would wear Supreme. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't wear Supreme. Okay. No. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on it. On one hand, I do see... The aspect of, yeah, broader spectrum, you know, not staying yeah. in our little bubble of moto. Um, on the other hand, yeah, right after that, there was a, 
a post on Vital about a guy riding a dirt uh, dirt bike through a grocery store, and of course he had Supreme, Fox Supreme, Supreme gear right, on. Right, so right. it's like it's like. Yeah, there's there's pros and cons, you know, just depending on how you want to look at it. I I personally probably don't. I wouldn't say I love it. Yeah. Um. I don't hate it either. You know, I I see what they're doing, and I don't. You can't knock them for the hustle. You know. You well, know what's the link? Like why? To get more sales. Just that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah, so just wanna, it, yeah. it's just outside marketing. It's just all, okay. just, just to expand. Was... Yeah. Here, and I just did a podcast, a Racer X Fly Racing Racer X podcast with Primo from Scott, and he was telling a story about how Scott. Was absolutely killing it in goggles, and they brought their gear to USA. It's been in Canada for yeah. a while, and it's been yeah. in Europe for a while. And they brought their gear in. They hired some guys, and dude, the distributors just said, "What? Like we have our own gear? Like we don't need another gear company here." And they lost a lot of market share because some distributors that own gear companies were like, "We don't want to carry your product anymore." And it was a big cock fight between these companies, and it really set Scott back. And the point I'm going to make about the Supreme thing is. Why did Scott bring the goggles in, and why did Fox get up with um, Supreme? It's greed, i.e. growth. They want to grow. I think you got to know your lane. Now, I'm not saying the Supreme is out of their lane. That's why yeah, they're doing it. Saying, though. And Kenny has made some good points. And I just made a mention that I like that color scheme that he wore on that Supreme stuff. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I guess call me a kid from the 80s, but I thought that was kind of cool. The whole thing about the wheelie through the grocery store, and I mean, it could come back to bite him. Just like Scott bring this gear in. It could come back to buy them. I just, you know, it's just. That's like sort of what Travis just said. Our, our industry has that sort of, it, we don't like to branch. No, like, yeah, right? no You don't no, like yeah. change that way. Yeah. But so that risk that takes, yeah. And that, so wow, I, that's pretty a wild story about Scott a, then. I did, that's, uh, that's crazy. I think as a company, you got to know your lane. I'm not saying that Fox doesn't. and But if this bites them, if it bites them. It'll be another story yeah. of, of classic, you know. That'll be another uh, oral history piece yeah, that you've got to put yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I want to do. So. Hey, Dave. I uh, just had a quick observation. Got to talk about hurlings, you know. I mean, I, I really noticed this past, like, year, maybe year and a half. Like, like, he is a big boy, man. Like, like he's built tall and, and thick. And, you know, like, the Dutch are the tallest people on earth. Hold on. And he's only 21. The Dutch are the tallest people on earth. Okay. What's he going off can of we, on that, you Can think? we Google that? Mark's going to Google. What, what, I don't, what's he going I've never heard that? a more random statement than that. I, and speaking like fact, the Dutch are the tallest people on earth. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, I guess uh, if he knows, uh, like, where's he getting his stats from right now? I don't know. I, I just I like that part of that voicemail. Just it's you know we all the Dutch the are the tallest people. On is the, he is he Dutch? No. Yeah. Dutch. Okay. Yeah. He's pretty tall. He so is. there's two. Yes. There's two. But what about like uh, the Kembe Matumbo? <laughs> I don't think he's Dutch. No. No. That's what my point is. So yeah, that might crush this whole yeah, thing. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Got an answer, Marks? <laughs> They're third. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. So oh. they are taller. People. They are taller. Yeah. Who is the tallest? Uh, the Dinaric Alps. Alps. Dynaric okay. Alps. And then who's second? Uh, Bosnia. Bosnia. Bosnia and Herzegovina. So. Herzegovina. So the guy's not the far off. That? That's hard. <laughs> Where the hell is that? The guy's not far off. So they're third. Yeah. They're yeah. Third. The Alps are that's, tall because they're always reaching that's out. By, <laughs> uh, that's just by male height. That's not That's not female. Yeah. yeah. So. Right. Let's go. I mean, is he going to quit growing or is he going to be Benny Blosh? You know, I mean, he looks big on that 450. I don't remember him looking that big on a 250. That's uh, just an observation, but I, I don't know, man. I mean, 
he's looking big and strong and tough, man. This guy is really fascinating. Hurlings. I got to see you. Um, I'll tell you what. Hurlings and Tomac ride similar. Yes. They're big guys. They're tall guys. They hunch. La- they hunched over. They use their <laughs> legs to absorb suspension or absorb bumps. And well, they use they, their, bo- their, their technique. It, their bottom half of their body controls their bike. Yeah. They carry so much speed. They drive it with their legs in the rear, and they just let the, the front end kind of dance where it needs to go. Yeah. You ever watch Hurling's bars? They're like this a lot yeah. because it's just floating, and he rides that back. Almost kind of like what how Poto used to ride. Yeah. So low, and they just kind of yeah. – yeah, it's pretty wild yeah. for sure. And manual, they manual stuff, oh, like God, pull up like on the bars. And it's like my mad skills. And, That's yeah. what they do. That's, no, they, they really do. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a little weird. So I thought you guys would get a kick out of that. It's pretty it's fucking weird. humiliating. Sounds gay. But anyways, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Love that drop. Too much shit. JT, chill out. Good show, guys. Thank you. Thank that you. is gay. Appreciate it. Yeah, send, that was borderline to say To say to a stranger about another stranger, send him my love. Yeah. It'd be like if you if Noof was in an accident, you'd send Noof your love. He's yeah, a good friend of yours. I, well wishes, love might be a little far. Oh, okay, even then. Well wishes. Okay, well wishes. Yeah. But to, to tell a stranger to send another stranger his love? Yeah, that's yeah, that's drop do the drop again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's uh, Jess Pettis. Let's get Jess Pettis on the line here. Uh, Canada's own, and then Jason Thomas will be coming up shortly. <clears throat> Thanks to Works Connection for coming on FMF. Love those guys as well. Michelin Starcross Five. This is uh, Galdi's buddy, Randy Richardson, of course. He's missing him tonight. Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, please check him out wherever you can get tires from. They have uh, tons of different sizes. It's a tire that's been absolutely killing it. Our listeners love it. We had a Pulpamex uh, Michelin ride day that got a ton of uh, attention, and uh, the reviews are in um, from people who are switching from their regular tires to a Michelin Starcross 5. Easier mounting, always a better feature for those guys. Uh, a bunch of different sizes, vintage bikes, modern bikes, whatever it is. Uh, hard, medium, soft uh, uh, um, tread patterns and uh, Michelin Starcross 5 MichelinMotorcycles.com and uh, thanks to those guys for making it happen uh, do you miss Randy? Uh, 
Do you miss yeah, 100%. Randy yeah. We hit it off. You really we did. Hit it off. Although I was disappointed. Remember I told you that we had a story, a link. He didn't remember it. Yeah, he did He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did not remember. And no. Remind me. You're going to tell a story later that Eddie Ray told me. That, yes, that, that, and I, yeah. I think that I think people will get a laugh out of this. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, VortexRacing.com. Go there. You can use the same sprockets uh, that Factory Monster Yamaha uses. A-Ray uh, uses this sprocket to cut over on guys and clean out uh, innocent privateers. Justin Barsha as well, Cooper Webb. The, the the chains are on fantastic, and the bars uh, 29% stronger uh, than the competition. The VortexRacing.com. Email Jake at <laughs> VortexRacing.com. Tell him you're with Pulp MX and get a hell of a deal on anything Vortex Racing has. Uh, bars, sprockets, chains, uh, lots more stuff than that, as they've been a longtime sponsor of ours, and we love those guys. And Vortex Racing is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest. This guy is absolutely uh, the surprise, I think, of the uh, Rockstar Triple Crown Series up in Canada. For, through the first four rounds, and uh, I did a um, uh, privateer show with him as well, and uh, he is Jess Pettis. Jess, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, not too bad. Good. Thanks for having me on once again. No, no worries. Thanks for coming on. I'm Ryan Galton's studio. Perhaps you know him a little bit. I don't know if you're aware. Uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I know that guy. <laughs> unfortunately, no. Jess, I thought we were bros. You talk, start this interview just like that. Desperate MX? Des- I'm kidding. Desperate MX. I'm kidding. I, yeah. love I, I know, love buddy. Golden. I know. Uh, where are you at right now? Are you at home? Uh, no, I'm still in Manitoba. Uh, oh, yeah. Just our ride day and hanging out in the hotel. That's right. How was that today? It looked like a good time. I saw a couple little Instagram stories and stuff. It looked like uh, it looked like crazy busy. Yeah, it was ridiculously busy. But, no, it's always a good time. I mean, a uh, ton of people there, barbecue, riding, just good, fun, fun day, hanging out with people. Did anybody take anybody out or stir some yeah. pot a little bit? Yeah, any, any uh, drama. I was going for the takeout on Clayson. We were going back and forth, but <laughs> now it was all good times. But <laughs> um, well, that, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, and uh, my buddy Trevor Grees was there today, and uh, good guy. And he told me Jimmy D was ripping around the course. So good. To, like to see Jimmy go up. Obviously, he's FXR's number one guy down here. That's cool that he went up, Jimmy D. You know? Yeah, no, it was cool to see Jimmy. He's uh, he was ripping around on a uh, old Suzuki 125. And he's pretty famous for his 125 video, so I think everyone's pumped on that. Yeah. He's a good dude, as always. So. Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, I owe you a bit of an apology, Jess, because we did our Canadian preview, the Noof and Galdi and I, and uh, and I, I I was like, look, Moff, this is Moff's class. And, and look, he's got the points lead. Let's not, let's not you know, be mistaken. But the only reason he has a points lead is because you blew your bike up with two turns to go a couple weeks ago and got a DNF. But you've won three out of four rounds. And, and Moff's a great rider and all of that. But man, you are really good this year. Um, what, what's been the difference? What, why, have you, why, have you, why are you so good? Is there some reason? Um, yeah, I mean, quite a few people have asked me that now this year. And, um, I mean, I've been just sticking with my program and working hard. And i got a good crew in my corner as always. But I think this year what was really important is, um, you know, I was down in California. I did West Coast Supercross this year and it yep. helped with confidence, I believe. And um, racing those top guys, it, you know, you come back to Canada and, you know, nothing against the guys here. They're all amazing riders and um, and whatnot. But I think it, it helped me out confidence-wise. And I came in, um, you know, I feel like every other year I, I, I wanted to win and I believed that I was a podium guy and, you know, everyone wants to win. But this year I, I believed that I could show up and I could win and I was – you know, going to be one of the top guys. So I think that helped just coming in confident. And then at the first round, I went 1-1 mm-hmm. and kind of backed up my uh, kind of what I thought. And I was pretty pumped on that. 
Uh, know that uh, all the hard work I've been putting in and everything's paying off. Yeah, so the Supercross did help you a little bit. That was one of my questions. Goldie and I were talking about it. The the Supercross adventure, you made a main event. Certainly you were really impressive in lap times. Um, so that helped you. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yep. confidence-wise for sure, and then mm-hmm. just learning how to ride, uh, you know, <clears throat> technical stuff and passing, and there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it that I believe it, it helped me out. And, uh, yeah, I, I would like to think that. Uh, I always uh, look at, at stuff here. I don't know if you remember this. Uh, I want to say uh, 2011 was when you and Weston Rosina went at it in the 80 class. And on the last lap or two laps to go, he took you out. And you guys' yeah. bikes were in impound on the fence, and I was up in the skyjack, and I looked down. And I'm like, you owe him one, man. You owe him one. And from that point on, you're – careers have kind of gone in sort of different directions and i'm not just using him as a, uh, him as, a, as an example but do you kind of look at things like that now where you're sitting where you've gone and riders like him and other ones that you've kind of come through the ranks uh going in a different path and how how different the career paths have kind of gone um yeah i mean honestly every kid wants to be you know a top motocross racer and whatnot but it takes a lot that goes into it it's not easy i mean um, thankfully I have some, I've had some good support along the way, but my, my family's been amazing and, and helping me out and drove me to any race, drove me to California, um, and we pushed up, push stuff aside, but to put everything into it. And I think some, some families maybe, um, you know, don't, don't want to put everything on the line or, um, you know, something like that. So I think that helped out, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of people that told me that it's kind of like, you're just a needle in the haystack and, there's a million riders out there, and there's only a few that make it. But you know, I feel like if I put everything into it, maybe I could be that needle in the haystack. So now yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I and Goldie and I were talking at lunch today um, that the 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 race in Prince George. I was uh, watching it online, and of course, you your bike blew up a two turns ago, and, and then they said you got eighth, and then you actually got a DNF. I, I guess I down here in the U.S. that you would still be credited with eighth. I don't know. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pretty bummed about it. Honestly, it's it's still all up in there. I don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Obviously, we've looked at the rule book. Yeah, two corners to go. I left up to eight, and I did I think like twelve laps, and there was guys who did nine laps even that that beat me. Yeah. I think it's kind of kind of crazy. You know, I did three extra laps that I'm not even credited for. Um, just because I didn't go across the finish. So, yeah. Yeah. AMA wise, I for sure would have got like eighth place. But, uh, I blame the Goldie. Pretty gray. I blame Goldie. The report, yeah, Goldie hey, he actually said that same thing when we were on the start line this week. Just blame Goldie. Just yeah, blame Goldie. Yeah, blame Goldie. Yeah, yeah he screwed you. Screwed yeah. you over. <laughs> hey, was there at any point there when that happened, Jess? Obviously, unfortunate that you were like kind of push the bike. Did you have that in in your mind? Because if you thought, if oh, you think 100%. about it now, looking at it, you literally could have took two hours if you wanted to. Like it was, it was yeah. on you, no, right? I, I mean, it was it was muddy, as everyone knows, and. Um, my bike locked up. Yeah, two two corners to go, and it was definitely uh, you know within distance of pushing it. Um, I I tried to push right away, and I couldn't even push the thing up like a couple tiny little rollers. My back tire was walked up, and it was super muddy. And yeah, yeah. you should have just um, shoulder pressed no, that thing. Jeez. Yeah. Right. You know, like <laughs> wet hike or something. Just yeah. Bench press it, put it over my head, and start walking. But um, uh, yeah, there was no way I could have got it. I mean, yeah, obviously I could have took I guess two hours. Right. There's no time limit in the rule book, but <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and what about speaking, speaking sure. of blaming Gold? Speaking of blaming Gold, he's talking about Keith knocking himself out twice and 
You I know. know. This is the information I'm getting. Of course, we could talk about this information I'm getting delivered. I didn't get it. I don't get a chance to go and where, talk to you guys as much as I'd like to anymore where, because of the where, jobs. Where did you get this? Where did you get this information? I've from? sent my guaranteed MX source finder out there, and apparently he's fired. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire that source call. Yeah, but I, I appreciate what you said because I'm not. I wasn't looking to like throw Casey under the bus or anything. These are information, and yeah. that's my job to to put it out there. And I'm glad that he's okay and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, so he did have a crash though on Tuesday practicing with you guys up in Prince George, and then this one on the weekend obviously was a big yeah. one. But he has shared that he's good and everything sounds good. So that's that's just great news because anytime you hear about head shit, yeah, you, it's it's scary. Like no, no matter who you are, that's scary. Exactly. Yeah, definitely a scary thing and nothing to mess around with. And I can see where you're coming from, you know, if that's what you heard, then for sure it's a scary thing. You don't want to keep, you don't want to go out there and risk it anymore. So I've seen people beacon on, Casey's a good buddy of mine. I've seen people commenting like, you you know, it's retarded to be going out there and all this shit. So I stepped in and I was like, no, he crashed right in front of me. Just, you know, tweaked his shoulder and he was pretty, pretty good. I mean, he didn't, didn't get too banged up at all. So. Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a fan but, of his, and I I, I know he, sometimes that that stuff gets taken the wrong way. We know that in the social world like that, and that wasn't like a dig or nothing whatsoever. Yeah. But uh, I'm glad I, I saw that he wrote. He called me out on his Instagram. That was awesome. No, yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm glad to hear that he's okay. Like he he needs to be a part of our series. He's an up and coming kid. Yeah. That kid has got a ridiculous amount of talent. I just there's. It's almost like right now looking at you, say, maybe three years ago. Just a few little yeah. parts that are missing, and uh, he just hasn't quite found it. Because, man, uh, you know just as much as I. That kid is fast. He's got talent up the wazoo. And it's just like this one little break I feel like he needs. No, for sure. I think uh, I think he's starting to figure it out, too. I mean, uh, each, each year you get more experience, and you kind of figure out what you're doing wrong. And people give you opinions, and uh, you kind of learn. And yeah. I, think, uh, I think he's starting to figure it out. He's got a few few pieces in the puzzle to get, but it's all coming together for him. I think he, uh, he should be good. Uh, how's uh, how's hot dog vendor? The bikes look good. My buddy Alan Brown building the motors. Uh, hot dog vendor is uh, probably already preparing to lose you next year if the way <laughs> the way things are going, but hopefully not. Um, how's everything going with the team, MX101 guys? We, we like those guys. Yeah, no, the team's amazing. I mean, uh, yeah, they've been great to me, and anything we've we've needed to try or work on or, you know, any questions that they've been there to help. So, um, they're like family to me now, to be honest. So they're, they're a great group to work with. And, um, yeah, bikes are amazing. They're working good. Obviously I'm able to win on them. So mm-hmm. it's all going smooth. Okay, you have to break the stat streak of, of their best year. And then the rider leaves. So <laughs> you have to stay no matter but what. Hold on. They got money now that Royals chipped in, right? Oh, yeah, it's millions like the, of dollars, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's no, I'm not right. saying it's a mil- <laughs> but they, they have more money than they've ever had. Jess has got gift cards. <laughs> gift cards. <laughs> Endless gift cards. Uh, go ahead, Jess. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep it going for sure and have a have a good solid year and get the championship would be awesome. I mean, obviously, we'll just go race by race, but yeah. if we can get that done and then, uh, yeah, hopefully we can work something out with Supercross and, and the next few years and, I think maybe now with Royal on board, and maybe we can get more of a budget and make yeah. a make a whole better program. I think that's you know a team and rider's goal. You're you're day. planning on being a 250 guy for a few more years, correct? Like, there's not even any thoughts of that, obviously, because you want to do um, Supercross as well. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, yeah, I honestly don't really know yet. I, yeah. I ride a 450 really well, but I'm I'm 21 years old and I, I have some time, so I'd like to be 250 for for another year or two and. Yeah. Maybe we can dabble into the States. I'd like to do that and, and just kind of see where I'm at. I mean, we'll see where the car's playing. God, God, if, and uh, if, go from there, really. If you win this title and then 
someone snags you up. I'm scared for hot dog vendor's life. Like he may just end it all. Like that could be it. <laughs> well, he can't lose any more hair. He can't lose any more hair. That's a good point. But uh, hey, stop hating. Stop hating on KT. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Jess, you want to do more Supercross next year? Like like we said, you showed some good speed. <clears throat> you made a main. Uh, so the plan is, hey, I'm going to do this again next winter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, I enjoyed it a lot. And, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I think it made me a better rider, and I was yeah. able to ride all year round. Six months, I was down in California, and um, I think that's important to keep racing all, all winter long. To be honest, and um, yeah, I mean, I had a great little crew. I mean, obviously, I was doing it as a privateer, which is really hard. Yeah, it was it was nice because no pressure and kind of did my own thing, and I had a good bike and stuff. But it's it's hard financial wise, so it'd be cool yeah. to get get some support for that. And uh, and do the whole coast and see where we're at. I feel like I can honestly be a top ten guy. Um, you know, I made I made two mains and feel like you know I had a, a few things and I was just getting better and better mm-hmm. um, as it went on. And then I was done. It came to the end of the series. So yeah, um, if I can come down, get prepared good, and come in healthy. I mean, I broke my arm in the fall time and I yep. missed a one and came in kind of half halfway through the series. And it's hard to come in halfway through a series when everyone's already ripping and you know they've been been at it already for a couple months so mm-hmm. yeah i think if i can come in healthy with everyone else and on a solid program and good bike and stuff i think it'd be be really good i like it galdi like like beats did in the past and and medaglia has done it a few times i like jess <clears throat> i like these guys spending some money and Damn i know right. like i mean i don't like the, like obviously it'd be great if someone was putting the bill but, <clears throat> but spending your own money to go and race against the best and get yourself better that's awesome. Like that, that's we haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Right? Too many Canadians yeah. have been I like, mean, I don't want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's that's the problem. I think is you know you can you can make a decent living up in Canada, but um, you can be greedy and just keep your money and and keep doing thing up here. Or um, you know, I, I'm not making a lot of money by no means, but the money I do make, I invest back into myself. And uh, but yeah, like that's what I did last year. All the money I made from outdoors, I went down, started training, racing Supercross, and pretty much ran out of money but here i am at the, made it back to the first round and yeah got to build back up and ready to spend her again I mean, yeah i, I mean, think it just yeah makes you a better rider and you know you can hopefully dude, make more money at the end of the day dude you're on the line you're, 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 so. you're on the line at 250 supercross in the main events in these heat races you're running up front in some of these cases that is experience that you'll never get riding in some sand pit in bc or wherever you know what i mean like and you'll it, never forget it either and like you'll never like, forget it yeah it's 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 awesome yeah you know, so yeah, I, I really admire you. Uh, tip of the visor for you for doing that. Um, what did you think of my hometown province, Manitoba's first <clears throat> national in probably ten years? It was awesome, honestly. I mean, Manitoba's flat as hell, but the track was awesome. Um, no, it was it was sweet. I think it was a, a lot better than Regina. Um, the track had pretty well everything to offer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a bit of elevation, big jumps, gnarly ruts. They prepped it really well. Um, yeah, I mean, hats off to those guys. I think they did a great job. I uh, I watched the second 450 Moto today. Uh, Galdi showed it to me. So, yeah, it looked looked like a fun track. Yeah, no, for sure. I think the only downfall was uh, everyone that flew in. It was pretty much like two, two-ish hours away from Winnipeg, which is where everyone flew in. So yeah, it's kind of a yeah. bit of a drive to the track. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, in the big picture, that's not too bad. Hey, uh, I know you uh, you read my stuff there because I've seen you've sent me messages and I've, I brought that up about the Urquhart deal. What 
What is it about um, Kevin that has made you click like that? I've obviously known him uh, as a pro, as a racer. He's had a pretty solid career, nothing super uh, spectacular, made some supercross mains, that kind of stuff. But <clears throat> you and him have clicked, and ever since you guys kind of found each other, your path has kind of gone a different direction and obviously in the right direction. What is it about him that's kind of fixes? Because there's lots of trainers, there's lots of guys out there and all that stuff, but right there you found a guy, and it, it, it is working. I, just, I want to know how and, and, and why it's working. Yeah, I think honestly, like I've I've been with quite a few trainers now, and and I've learned learned over the years kind of what I needed, and um, he's just like a good structure to my program. Like I know what I need to do. I need to you know in the gym and need to work hard, and I needed to get the motos in and stuff. But he's there every day with me, um, you know, making sure I, I get the motos in. He's making sure I do every single lap or sprints or whatever we're doing each and every day, and. Uh, and he, he knows the body pretty well too. Like he, he knows when to take rest days or when to play it safe or just some good advice, um, all around, which is, which is a big, big thing for me. And, um, nothing against like previous riders that I've worked with, but I've went and trained with, with a lot of top riders and they're doing their program and I'm trying to kind of follow them with their program and I'm not really getting a whole lot of focus, you know, yep. that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. I think now he kind of has like a hundred percent focus on me and he's watching me all the time to ensure that everything's going smooth. And it also helps, you know, I'm, I'm able to go down in California and, and stay down there for six months. Cause we're kind of have the same interests. We go fishing and have fun as well, but we get the work done. So I know a lot of, you know, you're not going to do too well if you're not enjoying what you're doing. So if I'm able to be down there, working hard and having fun at the same time. I think that that's a big thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another one I want to ask, and this is probably something that I don't know if anybody's even thought about. Your current manager, uh, Kevin Tyler, was a former pro himself. He owns a motocross track. He's inundated. His passion everything is moto. You've written for other teams where it's, their guys are more business-oriented and, and not really in it. Is do you find a difference in that? Like, I mean, when I when I talk to uh, Kevin, obviously we it's way more understandable when we're talking about the track or uh, the bike because he was there, he did it. Uh, you know, you know, wasn't mm-hmm. at the uh, top his level or anything like that. But do you find a difference having a guy that you know sort of been down that road to to kind of help guide things? I mean, I don't know what he says to you on race day. I don't know if he's like Mick in your in your ear like Rocky telling you things on the line. But does that is there a a guidance that he's able to give you that you f- makes you feel more comfortable knowing that he has kind of been in that position years before. Yeah, for sure. Like you said, he owns a track and he's raced before. So he knows, um, kind of how tracks develop and, um, you know, maybe some advice here and there about tracks or, or bike setup or anything. And just overall, like if you have any question really with KT, like he's always there to, to help. And I feel like he's always got an answer to it. So that that's really big. And, um, the team is, is like a family. Like I don't think you could find a better team team owner than Kevin Tyler and Johnny Grant. They're they're awesome. Honestly, they don't put any pressure on me, but they're there. Um, you know, they want to win, and that's what we all want to do. But they're not uh, not forcing anything, which is good. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you Jess Pettit from the show. Email Jake at vortexracing.com whether you want the same sprockets that uh, Monster Yamaha uses. Bars, uh, V3 Bar, 29% stronger the competition. The MW3 Chain, uh, great company. Bars, chain, sprockets for any kind of bike. Uh, please check them out. 7 8 bar, the oversized bar, whatever you need. Yeah, good bars. Yeah. Um, Tess, what, uh, if everything goes according to plan and we pull it together, uh, if you get invited for Team Canada, are you, you, you jumping on board for this or what? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, that's uh, another thing, like a dream come true. If I could if I could go do that, um, 
you know, you go represent your country and supercross. Those are like kind of two things I've always wanted to do. So, um, we checked doing supercross off the list and hopefully we can do the nation. That'd be awesome. Um, you know, I'd be a hundred percent in. Will you be excited if I am basically painted in nothing but red and white? Yeah. When we're at this race, like, <laughs> that's his plan. Red I mean, and white. I would, I would, <laughs> I would expect nothing, nothing less than that. <laughs> oh boy. That'd be ridiculous. Well, Hey man, uh, thank you for coming on the show. Three wins in four races. You're how many points back of month? Only five, five points. Uh, back. Five. five points back. Uh, is there two weeks off now or just one? Two weeks. Yeah. Two three week- weeks, two weekends, right? Two weekends off now in the series. And then, uh, You'll wrap up the other uh, four rounds? Five rounds? Five. Five, five rounds. to go, yeah. Five Stand Elise starting at his home, uh, his team's track. Yeah, absolutely, man. You've been absolutely killing it. And like I said, I, I really thought Moff was going to run away with this thing. And uh, I, I underestimated uh, you, Jess, and uh, you're riding well, man. Thank you for the time tonight. Really appreciate you coming on. Before you let him go quick, Newf, oh. te- Newf texts us and just says, Oh, yeah. Pettis' three overalls have been good. But he's still more famous for making me look like a complete fuck stick in arena cross. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was... I was just talking. I was just talking about that today about how many followers we both got from that. I think he, he was saying he got like eight hundred, and I got like almost two thousand followers from that one video. It's <laughs> MX fails. It's and actually, so our, you can, you can pro- love me for that one. Our producer was also on MX fails, Doon Goon, for eating shit on it, and then you were on it for actually making Muth look like an idiot, which is. <laughs> Fantastic. As awesome. What was he trying yeah, to do? He, what was Noof trying to do there? He like, was trying to slap. Uh, there was a bug on the fender, and he wanted to put the dude, fender, the bike. <laughs> I don't know. He wasn't even close was, to trying no. to pull the front wheel over Jess's bike. No, there was there was no winning in that. No winning in that. What what no. a moron. He was, he was heated up at first, but now he can thank me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Awesome, uh, Jess. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Sweet. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. No, Appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. Jess Pattis, everybody. Uh, yeah, kid's been killing it, right? Yeah, like, he's been doing really well, I mean, for is, sure. Is, am, I, am I understating that he's the biggest surprise? Uh, no. I, I mean, I, who, who would be a bigger <laughs> surprise than what he's been, been doing? Um. I don't think I mean, anybody. He won last year, right? He won one last he year. He won one overall last year. Yeah. Actually, it was the one right when he came back after he got yeah. hurt at uh, yeah. Pleasant Valley. Right. I don't think it's been a surprise. Maybe the surprise is how consistent okay. he's been doing. I guess. Right. I, right. I. I mean, I picked him for the for winning races and stuff like that. But he's he's won three out of the first four. I don't think that. I think that's the surprise. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Uh, all right, everybody. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. We are going to do the Fly Racing Sector Boot Draw here, here in a minute. Ooh. Whenever Pookie gets off her butt. And starts Ooh. filling out these entries. Uh, we're going to do a fly sector boots and a boot wash stand that we promised a couple shows ago. So we're going to do that. And also to fly F2 fracture helmet, uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Speaking of fly racing, it's uh, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What's going on? How was Italy, bro? Uh, it was good. I had a, had a good trip. It's, you know, going overseas for only a, a few days is a little rough. You feel like you're spending more time on the plane than you actually do yeah. at your destination, but that's all right. We're used to it. How are you doing now with uh, with time change right now? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll sleep pretty good tonight, but it's, I, I always feel like it's easier coming back. Like, it's, you yeah. kind of get here and you get here in the afternoon and, you know, hang out for a few hours and go to sleep, and then you kind of jump right back into your schedule. So right. much easier on the, when you get home. Um, uh, Jess Pettis was just on, the Canadian rider, and he's won three out of the first four nationals. And he's not leading the points because of a DNF, JT, but he told us that racing Supercross, that was a long time ago, it was January, February, uh, making a couple of main events really helped him 
in outdoors in Canada this year, and you're a former racer. Um, I guess that would, right? I mean, that would make maybe open your eyes to be like, hey, look what I can do. Yeah, it's, you know, I think it's an eye-opener as far as, uh, you know, the level. Once you find some success, I think, against better competition, then the guys you have been competing against don't seem so tough, right? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, for him to, to come down and ride well against uh, riders he's used to watching on TV um, when he goes back and, you know, well, he's riding against people he feels like he should be beating, um, you know, it's definitely a con- confidence booster. I mean, something like yourself, I guess, I guess the kind of the same thing when you go into Germany, maybe you, you'd be like, look, I'm making super cost main events. I'm in Germany. I, I, you know, Montreal, same kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, maybe you can be like, Hey, I got, I got this, <clears throat> you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, it was, um, you know, I would race here and, uh, would do fairly well, you know, and then what, what, what happened for me is I would look at the lineup sheet or the entry sheet when I would get to Germany or Barcelona or Madrid or, you know, Vienna or just pick a city and I would go look at the sheet, and I was like, well, if I'm in the U.S. and I'm looking at this sheet, is there anyone on here that I feel like would beat me? And typically, that would be a no. Uh, so I would be like, hey, what's the difference? I should win, right? Yeah, I should yeah. I should beat everybody on this paper. And if this was the U.S., I would. So what, why not? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then once you kind of wrap your head around that and you start believing it, um, good things start to happen. Okay, so you went to the GP in Italy. Uh, no hurlings, obviously. He lost uh, 50 points to... AC two two two. What other takeaways? Give us some takeaways from your from your GP time. Um, I was impressed by the uh, the overall professionalism of the series. You know, I, I think they put a ton of money into uh, the back end of it. You know, to look professional. Uh, you know, their their uh, corporate VIP areas and just how much signage they have. Um, I think they do a really good job of that of providing a platform for sponsorship. Uh, and you see companies like Fiat and, and really outside companies coming in to take part of it. Um, and I think they really cater to that side of it. Um, you know, we can talk about the, the lack of purse, and, and there are definitely pros and cons on both sides. But I thought they did a pretty good job with that of uh, just the outward presence and outward perspective of the series I thought looked really, really strong. Um, rider-wise, you know, Faster bike riders are faster bike riders. Um, you know, the the MX2 class, I don't feel like has anything over the U.S. Uh, if anything, I feel like, you know, J-Mart, guys like J-Mart and, and Zacco would be the class of the field. But keep in mind, those guys are, are up there in age, too. They're, you know, 25 and 28 for Zacco. Yep. So they realistically should be better. Um, the MX1 class, you know, I think Hurlings is probably the fastest rider on earth right now. Uh, obviously, injury uh, notwithstanding. Um, but the rest of the field, you know, Tony, I feel like Tony could go with anyone as well. The rest of it, I feel like, uh, did, you know, Marvin and, and Eli would be the best. Uh, did Tony Did Tony I, have big leads in both motos? I saw he fell in the first lap of one moto. Yeah, uh, he won the first moto pretty easily. Yep. Um, the second moto, he was on his way to doing the same thing and crashed. And uh, he still won by like ten seconds, but oh, okay, it was a yeah. lot harder for yeah. him. Yeah, um, but you could kind of tell um, he was letting the race kind of come to him, and he didn't have that urgency that hurling right. forced on him a bit. So it was a little bit of a different race than I feel like it's been uh, because I feel like he was just like, all right, well, as long as I don't screw this up, I'll win. Uh, where in the other ones, he's just like, 
everything he's possibly got to get away from Jeffrey, and yeah. most times he still couldn't. So yeah. it's a little bit of a different race than normal. Do you think, uh, look, there's a weekend off, and then they hit another GP. you think Hurlings comes back from that collarbone and goes 2-2, or can he even beat Can he even beat uh, Antonio? It's going to be tough because, you know, he's, he's going to have – uh, basically two full weeks to recover before he's going to have to jump on a plane to Indonesia. Um, you know, he figured he's got a 20-plus-hour plane ride before he even thinks about racing a dirt bike. And mm-hmm. you know how he'll... Oh. oh, you there? Awesome. Is it our phone? I'm starting to think it is now. We've lost enough people tonight. I don't know. What's going on? Uh, get JT back if you can. Dark side, what's up? <laughs> What's up, man? Um, Galdi, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Dark Side. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Hey, I love boy. hearing the Canadian guys in there. It gets me fired up. Yeah, we got we to go get fired up. That's We got to have more Canadian content. He's, going, he's going for a pulpy. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, he may get one this year, man. He's, he's good. But uh, So my question is uh, some fantasy talk here, I guess. Matty B's coming back to show you this weekend. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, man? Um you know, the, the, yeah. the 450 field's a little depleted. You know, he's been out for a while, though. What do you, um, what do you he's obviously going to get max max points, I would think, right? Or uh, I don't know. I don't, think, I don't know what his handicap will be. Uh, he'll be a good starter, right? That's half the battle for him. Um, and uh, What's he riding? Honda okay. for, for Ty Lube. Um, yeah, man, I think he'll do pretty well. I, I, don't you feel like he'll be 10, 9, 10, 11, 12? I think so, yeah. You know, if Phil is 8th, right? Right. Right. I just wonder about his conditioning, though. You know, I haven't, I don't know where he is with that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I I think he'll be definitely a good pick. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. His handicap's not going to be a 16, though. It'll be like a 10 to something, you know? Like, right, right. Like, he's not going to be like a full value deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to make it to Muddy Creek? Did I hear that right? I I am not going to Muddy Creek. No, uh, my mom's in town. Debbie is here. Okay. And uh, and Debbie takes me golfing, (laughs) and I'm very, very busy doing that, so. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, you, well, just let me know if you need anything, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna head up there. Oh, you're going. You're heading. I'm going. We're we're driving out Thursday. It's a 13 hour drive, and uh-huh. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, do a bunch of pulp casts for me and send them my way. There you go. <laughs> okay, you're I'll in. get some material for you. Yeah. sure thing, man. Thank you, man. All right, guys. See you. Have a good night. Thanks. Uh, Skippy, what's happening? What's up, boys? How are y'all? Good. What's going on? Not to, hey, you know why uh, Darkside's calling you for fantasy questions? Because I smoked his ass this weekend. That's oh. why. Oh, you did? Nice. <laughs> yeah, he got he got railed. Oh boy, he, uh, railed. I think oh. I wow. He got smoked. Nice. And uh, yeah, I think I actually did. Uh, I did like five forty three. I had my best result, man. I did. I took a week off work. Damn near five forty three. Nice <laughs> job. Good job. Um, yeah, I'm stuck. Hey, uh, so I've been tinkering in my uh, my O two Honda one twenty five. That's you know, got more steroids in it than Brock Lesnar. It's pretty strung out. Uh-huh. And uh, a couple, uh, after probably about three hours, I uh, started pissing coolant. So I was assuming that the radiator cap, it's OEMs, it's the stock one, so it's mm-hmm. probably been trashed. So I went up to a 1.4, and it slowed it down a little bit, but it's still got yeah. a good drip to it. Uh, so, 1.8. One, 1. Uh, I think it's a standard Cowie. Stock Cowie's a 1.8, I think. Well, I went through a 2.0, actually, oh, okay. and started doing it. It was still doing it. Hmm. So could that be like a head gasket and then yeah. uh, maybe yeah. water pump? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got you got a leak somewhere when pressure's building up. So, yeah, head gasket, water pump uh, seal, all that kind of stuff. Check that out. All right, cool deal. Hey, also, uh, whenever JT gets back in the line, we ask him if uh, they got some more uh, displays. 
Uh, he's on some more displays. He's just here right now. Go ahead, Skippy. Ask JT now. He's back. JT, what's up, man? What's up? Hey, uh, I think last year y'all said something about coming out with some new uh, gear displays, like some taller displays or something like that. Do y'all have anything uh, still working? Uh, we're working on it. Just shoot me an email. I'll talk, I can talk to you about that stuff off air. All right, cool. Rock and roll. All right, boys. Thanks, Skippy. Have a good night. Thank you. Uh, sorry, JT. Uh, I don't know if that was us or you, but uh, where were you at? What were you talking about? Uh, my bad. Uh, we were talking about hurlings. Yeah. Hurlings and Yeah, yeah, Caroli, yeah. So, so I mean, can hurlings get top five, do you think, with a plated collarbone? I think it's possible. Um, you know, he it's going to be interesting when he tries to ride because if the reports are true, he had some rib issues also. Yeah. Yeah, did you hear uh, any no, more about that over there? That's what I heard. But did you confirm that from anybody? Not really because he's been pretty tight-lipped. Okay. You know, I, Without him at the race, it's kind of hard to hard to know what's going on other than that big scar on his collarbone. And I'm sure he's not just going to run out and tell you a list of injuries he's got. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. The, the biggest problem for him is that, unlike the U.S. Series right now, they're not really dealing with any injuries. They they have the full list yeah. of riders. Yep. So it's not going to be it's not going to be easy, you know. You look at he's got Febra, who is a 15 world champ. He's got six uh, Geiser, who is a 16 world champ. He's got Caroli, who is a nine time world champ. You've got Anstey, who's finally back on pace this yeah, past weekend. They get on the podium. Dude, you've they got Sal, who's who's won a race this year. Dude, they were working those guys before they're working them. Right, but you're talking about somebody who's who's got a broken collarbone and possibly broken ribs. Yeah, too, if, if you know. the ribs are an issue, yeah, true, true. Because like yeah, Dungey, so. Dungey came back from a collarbone within three weeks well, and didn't, was, looked as good as ever, right? But didn't yeah. Hurley's do this like two years ago? Didn't he break a collarbone on when he was MX two? Uh, that was a leg, I think. No, I know when he did on that the eighty or whatever. But did he yeah, get a he, collarbone? He broke a collarbone like three times. Did he? Yeah, okay, yeah. He missed a couple and then came back only like two weeks later too. Um, yeah. Well, that'll be interesting for sure. Do you mean he's uh, gonna race? He's going to race, but you yeah. also got to remember he's not racing against MX2 guys. He's racing yeah. against legit 450 guys that are they're going to know he's hurting too. You know, I'm not saying he won't do well, but yeah. I, it's going to be it's going to be tough, and he's going to be in pain. And also, I think the heat's going to play a big role. I mean, it's not going to be yeah. easy for him out there at 100 degrees. Did uh, Giuseppe say anything about Pulp Show or wish us well or anything? <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually didn't see him. I didn't. See oh, him. Okay. He called in though, right? He did call in. Yeah, I left a voicemail earlier, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, did uh, did you meet many Pulp fans over there? Uh, a little bit, yeah. But to be honest, you know, we I was doing all of the MX races and women's races and all that stuff for the broadcast. So, oh, how um, how'd that other, go? Other than yeah, it was really good. Um, good. You know, my the only downtime I had, I was trying to talk to riders and teams and some mm-hmm. of the people we we do sponsor and and some that I'd like to sponsor. So, yeah, there was a. I was busy on a lot of fronts, I'll say that. Did you uh, happen to run into Chad Reed? I did. I did. Spoke to him a little bit. Wow. You spoke to Chad Reed. Whoa. Hold on. Hold on. JT and Chad Reed, and now RC and Steve. 2018 is becoming interesting. It's going to happen. (laughs) I don't know if you – did you hear about the the donations uh, thing that Stan's doing, JT? Uh, I heard a, a well, I read about it. I didn't yeah, hear about yeah. it. Yeah, so Galdi says I should bid to sit next to Carmichael's, Carmichael's table. table. <laughs> sit at Carmichael's table. <laughs> so, this what like the, did you say, hey Chad, how are you? I'm Jason, and he said, nice to meet you. Do you want a do you want a signature <laughs> or how'd that go? Like, no, and uh, you know, it was one of those things where I 
Was it? Hold on, hold on. It was like the Western thing. You both turned a corner, a tumbleweed blew across. You heard that whistle noise they make? You heard the whistle noise, yeah. It kind of was. I, I it had like a four-hour drive from Alpine Stars meetings on Friday over to uh, just south of Milan where the track is. Mm-hmm. And I show up and I check in and uh, I was actually walking out of the hotel to go find some food somewhere and I see Ellie and all the kids. Oh. And uh, yeah, that, that's like the first time I've really been close to any of them. So oh, boy. Um, yeah, I mean, it, when you're talking about little kids, it's not like I had a problem with them or we had a falling out at no. all or, or really Ellie either. So I just went up and started talking to Ellie and talked to Tate and was playing with the kids a little bit. And, uh, you know, Chad came out and yeah, I mean, it's whatever. It's dun, dun, dun. <laughs> No, it's not like that. We, we've never had a crossword. We never even said a word to each other. So it wasn't like there was this, big fight we had or something. It was just more like a cold war than anything. Did he, did he, did you ask him to unblock you? I did not. No, it was just a very ice breaking conversation. Um, and, yeah, it's just one of the things where we're kind did, of feeling each other out a little like, bit. Like, did he say, what the hell are you doing here? Because he wouldn't have known you were going, but you would have known he was there. Oh, he knew. Oh, he knew. For you sure. think he knew? Yeah, I, you know, I guarantee Dan told him. Oh, okay. Dan loves, Dan loves a good gossip. Oh, does he? Okay, so Dan, <laughs> so, so Dan would have said, hey, buddy, man. Jake, he was he's feeding be- it. He was feeding it. Okay, so he, so he, he couldn't <laughs> I don't know if he's feeding it, but he, Chad for sure. He couldn't have been, yeah, like like 90% chance Chad knew you were there. Well, and, and MXGP was posting on their Instagram about it, and yeah, right. I, I would assume he, I would assume he knew. Oh, so whatever. It was cool. I mean, we we didn't obviously talk a lot, but okay. Um, Who? No, it was nice. cordial and, and whatever. Wow, Barsha and Paul. Like, I mean, it's it. There it is. Yeah, there, there it is. is. There <laughs> it is. This, is. this is one of my best friends on earth for a decade. So yeah, it's not like Ricky and Steve or something. Like these two haven't liked each other and ever so it's a little bit different than that yeah 100 percent for sure no that's cool love this guy right here um (laughs) that's all i really want to hear about yeah that was it really (laughs) don't even care about the race through the race way to go antonio Uh, who cares about that can we can we talk about brock pappy uh we can huge controversy this week on pulp mx fantasy jt picked brock pappy privateer rider in the 450 class and uh, and then at some point, JT decided to change his pick and thought that he did and screenshot his new team with uh, Lorenzo Lucrucio instead of Pappy. Yep. And then hit the moto goes off, and he's getting points for, te- for Pappy, and he is losing his mind on Marks. And Marks is like, nope. You missed you the window. Them. And JT's in Italy. Yeah. So, so sketchy data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marks, and then you're just like, no. And he was so mad. Well, JT sounded just like one of those guys that that, that calls I in. Get, I get usually well, I changed, one or two of those I, emails a week. Yeah, right. He got yeah, the same I answer. Everyone my else team. Gets. Yeah, I changed my team, and for whatever happened, it didn't save. I don't know if the data didn't go through or whatever. Like it shows my team. Like I have a screenshot of it. You know, right before the moto start or whatever. But the obviously didn't connect to the server and save it. So. <laughs> And Marks is like, nope. I'm guessing Poppy didn't do very good as far as the the fantasy part. Well, and Marks said, JT, the screenshot, Marks is like, JT, see that spinning wheel up there? Like, it didn't save because it didn't, for data purposes, it didn't go through. He probably was in a spotty spot, and he all of a sudden lost connection as it was trying to save, so it never reached the server. Like, I looked on the logs on the server. There's no record of it even 
oh. even getting there. And he was pissed. So a 35-23 isn't good in fantasy? I don't, understand. So, yeah. I don't understand how I can show him on my team, but then not save. Like, you think that would be Because you put him on your team, right? yeah, it's, and then it's saving, but it, it does, it's not official until that pop-up comes up and says, and Dan yes, and Paul were saved. Dan and Paul were finding this very amusing. Oh, LaCrucio did really but good, It was too. only 10-point difference. And now JT wants his 10 points, everybody. He, he wants Marks to add 10 points. So uh, so uh, this, is, this is... There's an asterisk. Yeah. This is proof <laughs> that everyone gets the same treatment because yeah. JT didn't get any hey, favors. Hey, yeah. there, there we yeah. go. Oh, it was... Oh, I can't, I can't wait until Paul or Dan have an issue. I am going to crucify <laughs> them. <laughs> <laughs> it was controversial this weekend. JT is like, why is it show Pappy? I don't want Pappy. But uh, and I think Pappy had a crappy first moto even right JT he redeemed himself in moto well, it two. Well, depends on how you feel about doing three laps. Right, I feel okay. Like that's a crappy first moto. <laughs> then, yeah. He went thirty five twenty three. Controversy this yeah. weekend, bro. Um, Pappy Gate. Pappy. Yeah, Kate. Pappy Gate. That's what it was. Who's your Pappy? Pap, more like Pap Schmier than yeah. yeah. And we were saying, who's your Pappy to him? On <laughs> Hi, Poppy. Hi, Poppy. He's probably getting the, the texts as oh no, I guess um, he would have been the race would have been done over there. I just uh, well, that's good. Sorry, I'm Jason. glad you had fun in, in Italy. It sounds like uh, it sounds like it was a good time. Let's do the uh, what? Well, I have a, okay. I, before I, do, I thought you were letting them go. No, I have an not. actual fly racing question for JT. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Uh, how much input do you guys have with the Canadian teams that are sponsored by Fly JT, if any at all? Just before I get into the question, uh, we do. Yeah. Um, well, we will usually help fund the, those efforts. So it's a typically a co-op with our distributor in that country. So in this case, it would be Gamma. Gamma, yep, Gamma. Yeah, um, so we would co-op and help a bit. The reason I'm asking, so the Rockstar team and the Club MX team both wear Fly, and both wear the exact same sets each weekend. Is that just something that you guys decide? I'm sorry, I mean, I know there's obviously a ton more sets and colorways and whatnot. I just, I, I, but people ask me that this weekend. They're like, hey, you're going to be on the Pulp Show. Ask JT, how come the Rockstar Energy guys only wear the white fly gear? Uh, it just depends. Sometimes it's uh, a rock star or, or husky requirement. Okay. Um, they're really strict in the states with what Zach can wear, uh, color wise. Uh, Jonas at, at uh, Husky is is they just have their colors and their look that they want to replicate week in and week out, and uh, a lot of times that has a lot to do with it. Okay. Uh, Zach battles those guys, and and if you saw Zach before he got hurt, he was saying he was going to wear red nonstop again because. He only had good luck in red, but Husky wanted him to get back into their their branded gear too. So it's it's a constant battle with that stuff. And then a lot of times it's um, it's the lines that that distributor Carries. specifically has brought in to sell in that country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they obviously want their guys in what they sell. So it's there's there's a few different factors going on there. But but I would say like. And again, whatever. It's, I don't know everything, but um, I would put the Redemption guys in one set and the OTSF Yamaha guys in another set. No, they do wear like OTSF guys are all white, oh. uh, light hydrogen. I okay. believe it is, and then the the Redemption guys are in uh, the orange orange yeah, okay. set. Okay, well, stuff. then what's the problem? No, I, there's just all bunch of you know they have red. There's uh, oh, there's yeah, a yeah. bunch of different colorways. Right. I just wondered why they didn't wear I thought more you meant, colorways. I thought all. you meant both teams wear the same no, color no, no, stuff. No, 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 okay. no. They wear the same set Got it. each time. Got it. And I uh, just wondered why they didn't switch it up. Uh, all right, let's do the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, shall we? It's 
the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, you will not win. Jess Pettis does not wear X-Brand, but uh, Casey <laughs> Keese does. His buddy Casey Keese does wear X-Brand. Is he wearing X-Brand? Yeah, he wears X-Brand goggles. All right, good. Uh, along with uh, a ton of riders out there. Each and every uh, Saturday at the Kyle Chisholm wears them. Uh, Kyle Cunningham wears them. Um, yeah, we got uh, Gary Sutherland, Ricky Brabeck, killing it with X Brand goggles. Uh, Pulp Show 18 is the code to save with X Brand, EKSBrand.com. Save with Pulp Show 18. Best goggles out there, bro. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know him? I have never met him at whatsoever, and I haven't heard one other person that knows him. No, nobody on the does. show. Nope, nope. This guy's a ghost. It's like the fifth Manitoba title. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a ghost. Uh, all right, so thirty seconds on the clock. Let's do this, Marks. Steve, do you think the absence of berms this season has been intentional? No, I do not. There's there's berms. I don't know what he's talking about, but. <laughs> That was the exact same noise between Gerke and Thompson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. JT, name something you would like to see integrated into the U.S. Nationals from the GPs. Besides wash base? Besides wash base. Um, was that, is it, did he really say wash base? Mark or Moser did? No. Oh. No. No. Hmm, I, think, uh, I think just some of the pageantry, like the national anthem stuff, um, after the race, I don't know. I think they just do a really good job of making it feel like an international event uh, at the MXGPs, where the the, na- the pro nationals here, you know, they don't have like the like when the guys ride over the ramp, you know, and and they just do all this cool stuff. Like they have the flags behind the, the riders if they're international or whatever. Like they, when they walk out and they have, um, you know, the interview. Like they have the staging area and the interviews back there where they're all in their specific boxes and all that. I just think they do some cool 40 stuff seconds, like that where it just 40 looks seconds. really official. Yeah, 40 seconds. Don't care. Okay. He doesn't care. I love that about that. Goldie. So stupid. What do you think the Canadian series is doing better than anyone else? Uh, better? Hmm. Oh, boy. Um, making any rule up that we want. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, Amy's better. Better. Right Better. I don't. I don't know if we're doing anything really better than anybody. We're. Well, you know. Actually, sorry. The one thing that we do better, and that's why I think a lot of Americans enjoy our series. Everything is super laid back. Yeah. Super laid back. Everybody's friendly. The pits are way open. There's no animosity. You can walk over, talk to people. It's a very open community. Well, I Gert, mean, that's Canadian that's living. That's how though. GPs are too. That's how GPs are a bit too. Oh, there you go. There, that's kind of cool. Uh, Gerky and Thompson aren't hanging out though. Uh, well, they did make up after uh, tear off gate. Oh, tariff, okay. Is that we yeah. had? You just had gate to everything when yeah. something like is that yeah. what happens? Yeah, that that's one? what we do. Um, so anyway, yeah, I would say just the openness of the teams and the families and okay. the friendliness of everything. All right. Next question, Steve. Why has Tucker Rocky decided to rebrand themselves? I don't know. Yeah, I mean I, they went through bankruptcy, so I guess they figured like let's get a new name, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. New beginnings. Oof, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> JT, does the signage lining the track at the MXGPs take away from the viewing? I don't think so. Um, they're pretty mindful of where they do it so the spectators can still see. Uh, that's, you know, all that's for TV. And if you watch it on, you know, online or on TV, man, the sponsors get a lot out of that. So uh, I don't think so from walking on the track. It's, it's not a big deal. And 
to be honest, in the conversations I've had with uh, Giuseppe and, and their organization, they are much more concerned with how it looks worldwide, globally, online, and on TV than they are about the uh, in-person experience. 33 seconds. Good job. Galdi, if Tickle was to race the Canadian series, how would he do? Uh, you know, I think you'd have a hard time betting against him. Yeah, uh, he wins. He's pretty premier. Yeah. Um, although, I mean, Porcel came up. Was he better than Porcel the year before there when they in the U.S. Nationals? Um, I don't think he was. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's always a crapshoot yeah. on home turf, but you'd have a hard time betting against it's him. It's true. You're right. Steve, who is the most likely current rider to put together a perfect season? Um, Roxon, if he can get back. Yeah. Just for the record, by the way, when Daniel Blair was here, we were talking about when Eli was going to lose his perfect season, and I said he will lose it to Marvin at High Point. Just for the record. Actually, that was a while ago that you said in your your. Yeah, I said it like like a, a month ago or whatever. I guess yeah, before yeah, the season right. stopped. Yeah. yeah, just for the record. Well done. Thank you. You're so awesome, man. I don't even remember that, but Blair reminded me. <laughs> the stand-up guy. I, I need to keep track of things that I, I, I <laughs> yeah. say that are correct. Uh, JT, would lowering the entry fees and raising the purse money in both the U.S. Nationals and MXGPs create more interest and fill the gates? Well, the U.S. Series this weekend, they had a ton of riders. I mean, an unbelievable amount, the most I've seen in a really long time. So I don't think that it mattered really this weekend. Uh, for MXGP, it's really expensive to go racing over there. So, uh, sure, yeah, I, would, I think that would help. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I do not like – you know, 23 guys on the line in a motocross race, 26 well, guys. I just they, it, it does not look good. I, I you mean, have to have a wild card spot to get in. It, it, you basically buy entry, you know, for the series. Uh, yeah. And then if you're not in that, then you get a wild card. So it's a completely different setup than we have over here. No, when, I know. When I know, Nichols but, was here, he said it would have cost him 2,000 pounds to race Matterway. Matterway, yeah. 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 And, he, yeah. and nothing in return. Like, his team didn't have contingency, his no. bikes, yeah. and obviously no purse money either. So. Yeah, I, I don't like their model. I just I don't like their age rule. I don't like their model. I don't, I don't like any of that. I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it like MotoGP. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. But it's yep, not. It's a, it's a greaseball, redneck sport, motocross is. It's not. And it does, does it have you know, to be, though? I, I think it has to be. I think that's who gets into it. That's who right, races dirt bikes. That's sorry, not sorry, you know? So well, I, I think there's still – I think there can still be that, but this – they're try- I think what they're trying to create is the highest form of it. There will still be amateur racing, but that doesn't mean just because you have a dirt bike and you seem like you can go pretty fast that you can line up with the world's best either. Yeah, I think you should be able to, right? Like, I think a Champus Parker never would be world champion now like he was in 89, you know, where he just came out of nowhere and, and killed it, you know? So, But, but you, have, you have your domestic championships, and that's where they – yeah. Cultivate. And they have they have EMX 250, yeah. and they have these feeder series, so I, I disagree with that. I think if Travis Parker raced you know, a domestic championship over there or EMX 250 and rode well, he would get a ride. That's how they feed into the, the Premier yeah. Series. But the EMX guys are all old. Look at them. Stephen Clark, Polcock. They're not feeder. Uh, Hunter Lawrence, or, uh, Jet Lawrence is 14. He's yeah, well, he, yeah, you got one guy. I just named the three out of the top four guys in the points are, are all over 23 years old. So what kind of feeder series is it, you know? Well, they're not good enough to be an MXGP. That's that's well, kind of yeah. Do you no, want I them know. To but be an MX two their whole life, or do you want them to? What so that do you want? That's not a that's feeder. That's a filler. You're, 
well, you're complaining about the U.S., everybody's staying in the class, so do you want them to stay, and or do you want them no, to move up? No, I have no problems want? in American motocross to be 30 years old and race in 250 class. Like it seemed like you did with Davos. No, that's supercross. <laughs> that's supercross. But in motocross, it's different. It's it's never had an age limit. It never has any rules. There's no pointing out so rules. There's no suspension guys, rules. You want guys to ride 450 supercross and then 250 outdoors. I don't want guys to do that, but that's fine. Sure, cool, whatever. If you ride a 250 yeah, that's, better, it's never going to happen. If you're J Mart and you're five foot four and you ride a 250 better outdoors, then cool. You know, so. ride it for 20 years. All right, next question. Galdi. How has the Canadian Series format reboot been a success thus far, and what needs to be improved? Um, well, if you look at round one, it was not a success from two and a half hours behind. But since then, it's been good. Uh, things that uh, need to be worked on, just uh, the experience behind the scenes. A lot of new people that are working the series are kind of learning all these jobs that go in behind a lot of the stuff. And everybody's catching up, but the first rounds were, were kind of tough. So um, the reboot thus far is, is good. It's got new blood, new energy. Uh, but also with the new energy comes a bunch of guys that aren't unsure of what to do. And 30 seconds. 30 they seconds. don't like getting yelled at. 30 seconds. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles are choice of champions everywhere. All right, JT, we got to run. Uh, we're, get, we're running out of time. I wish we had a little bit more. We could talk more GPs and stuff. I want to talk more about your... Uh, your MXGP experience, but uh, glad to glad to see you talk to Chad Reed, and uh, you know you're not too mad about Poppy anymore, and uh, and we can move on. Flyracing.com, please check them out on the web. Well, I'm still very mad about Poppy. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> just, yeah. just check that screenshot is not going away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, JT, you know what? Before while we get our next guest on the line, we got a guy on the hold for you here. Uh, let's go to. Is this R D Wheeler? This is him. What's up, buddy? You got a question for JT? Yeah, I do. Actually, first I wanted to start off and, and just thank JT and Fly Racing and Western Power Sports. Uh, we had a local club ride this weekend over here in East Idaho, and uh, the local fly rep, Brad Benson, um, stepped mm-hmm. up immensely to help the club out to promote the race or to promote, to promote the event, to participate in it, uh, donating prizes. Um, yeah, bro. The amount of they effort, st- yeah, the up. amount of effort that Fly and, and WPS put into to local riding and local racing is extremely impressive, and I just wanted to thank. JT and the Fly Racing family first and foremost. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that, but I'll be honest. You know, we can, and I sent items for that ride over to Brad for for that deal. But you know, these ride days, they're either successful or they're not on our end because of the rep. If the rep wants to be involved and and takes interest in it, then it's going to be successful. And if they don't, it's not. So, um, as much as I w- would say thank you for the kind words, it's you know that's more on. On Brad for showing up and doing a good job. Those guys are—they're uh, the ones out there every day making it happen. So, um, yeah, we're we're definitely trying as hard as we can. But you know, I'm super dependent on our reps, and luckily we have uh, we have the best rep force in the industry. So that, that definitely helps. Yeah, I can I can tell you as a consumer, um, you definitely have the best rep in East Idaho. Brad is is awesome, and and I really appreciate everything he's done for us and the ah, Cooksy, bro. Uh, Vegas Cooksy strong here in in pulp pulp world Vegas. I, I'll, I'll put my Benson up against your Cooksey any day of the week. Oh, bro, Cooksey kills it out here for <laughs> WPS. Absolutely slays it. So, anyways. Well, well, so regardless, I have a question for you guys uh, regarding MXGP. Where it's a local stateside race this year, do you think we're going to see uh, the trend of the top riders foregoing the event? Um, just 
because it is a local race, or do you think we're gonna that's gonna give them enough incentive to to show up and race, or is it still a long enough grueling season that some guys are still gonna want to skip that event to start getting ready for Monster Cup or getting ready for well uh, Super Cup? JT JT probably event. wasn't listening early, but Tomac said he's in on tonight on the show again. Um, I think we have complete buy-in, huh, JT? I hope so, man. I, I'm still not 100% sold that he's there. And, and let's be honest, we still have a lot of racing to go here. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we were at Redbud last year, I was almost certain that we would have some combination of Anderson, Tomac, and uh, Baggett, you know, one, and then we ended up with none of those three. So, yeah. Um, it's ob- you know, obviously we want to have the best team possible right now, but injuries happen. You know, there's all kinds of, uh, external forces on these guys and influences so man I, i'm just kind of wait and see at this point uh all right so man. Is, is it is it uh, one more quick question is it too soon for you guys to make a a, a quick pick of who you'd pick today for mx1 M- mx2 and, and mx open yeah we t- we asked eli this goldie actually oh, asked uh, and uh stanton asked you and stanton asked me yeah, yeah. eli uh, waffled well eli waffled yeah, yeah. I, I go tomac baggett and jay martyr plessinger whoever's winning whoever's winning the title that's well, excellent. That's, that's well, my pick. Well, right? thanks again. Thanks I mean, for your time. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Fly and WPS. You guys have a good night. Awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, what do you think, JT? Thanks, right? Man. Right? Bag it. I mean, unless unless Anderson comes back and just starts killing it, but bag it. Stanton took Barsha. He did yeah. take Barsha. He had Barsha, Tomac, yeah, Barsha, Martin. I was going to say you've got to have Barsha in the conversation because he's had so much success in the past at these events. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it, like I said, man, you've, you've got to wonder if Blake's going to get anything worked on after the season with his wrist or thumb or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's lingering there. Um, what is Anderson's level when he comes back? What is Barsha's you know, contract situation? Uh, there's just so many things that have to be sorted out between now and, let's say, August. Uh, you just, you know, we have, we have a list of guys, and you just hope that that list stays super strong, and then you take the best and and willing from that list. And I'll say this going into this race, I think we have the best chance because oh, dude, no, you know, last this, year was, was a piecemeal together. Listen, um, listen, yeah. this, this thing is, this <laughs> thing is over. It's over everybody. All you euros, your win streak is oh, over. I, I don't, Canada's I winning? would not. No, Canada's yeah, winning. I'm not as, I'm not as certain as you are. On nope. that. I, I think, uh, nope. I think France is going to have, Nope. Every bit of whatever we want. Nope. But I, I think hopefully we win, but it's not going to. Oh be. no, no, no! Done. Stamped. I, well, I shouldn't say that. Depending on who, you know, if he like gets hurt or something like that, you know what I mean? If we're sending a, then that just means Canada's better. But, but, but yeah, or Canada. But, but if we, I think, uh, I if, think Belgium and the Netherlands are going to be both be really good too because oh, you they, look at they'll be good. But nope, they, they USA all the way. Without a doubt, on a USA national track. It's, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Wow. Stamp it. All right. Yeah. Well, on a USA national track, yep. I mean, it's obviously hard to bet against. What, it, but, what do we I mean, see when the when, what do we see when the when the when the races came to Glen Helen, USGPs? What did we see at Colorado? What did we see at Butts Creek? Yes. What did we see? America, America the beautiful. I mean, we literally saw these guys whoop everybody at Glen Helen, and then uh, the destinations did not fall. They, they look like they couldn't even ride the same. Track. So if if, if, that, if we take our best team, if we take our best team. Then I I would agree with you, but how long has it been since we've had our best team? That's the problem. Yeah, I think I think Tomac does go, and uh, they'll take the, they'll take Jay Martyr Plessinger, and um, yeah, and if like Anderson and Barsha will be you know equal to Blake or close to it, so it's over. Yeah, it's over. Give him the award. Um, thanks, buddy. Glad you're back in America. 
And uh, thank you for the time tonight. I appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Like that guy says, great company. Great guys. Check them out. All right, guys. See you. Thanks, JT. Right, Cheers. Cheers. And with that, let's move right into our next guest. He is a former 125 Supercross champion. He's a friend of the show. He's Travis Preston. What's up, buddy? Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Thanks for having me on so late. I appreciate it so much. It sounds like you don't, actually. Um, did you know <laughs> did, did you know that it's Chris Kiefer's birthday today, and it is also Jeff Stanton's and Nick Way's? Well, so the, the common denominator and all those is they're all really good riders. Yeah. Yeah. That's, people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, but, yeah, so um, I, I actually do know that it's Chris's birthday. Yeah. And I'm sitting here in the spa with him celebrating. Oh, that's oh. so nice of you. So good of you. Um, did you have much to do with Stanton when you were at Honda? I did. I actually stayed at Stanton's house for a couple weeks. And it was great. He he had an amazing property. He had this fenced-off area where he had all these wild animals. It was like a, a zoo. <laughs> he, had these, he had these little deer where you'd open up the gate and you could, like, pet the deer, hang out. The deer were like dogs because he had raised the deer from when they were babies. Yeah. It was amazing. And and and, and when we went, he, he wasn't far off Nick Way, like an O2. When we went to his track, he was not far off of Nick's speed. Yeah, I, I never – oh, so I tell you what, I did ride with him. So uh, we were riding at this track by his house, and he still had great speed, right? But it started to rain, and it was mid-moto, mm -hmm. and it started to rain. And the first half of the moto, we're just pulling away from him. Yeah. By the end of the moto, he was lapping us because <laughs> it was so muddy and so shitty. And he was just painting it like we were so amazed. And yeah, he was just riding a, a <laughs> yeah. stock Honda 450 just ripping in the mud like we were blown away. Right, right. Yeah, I, I bet. Um Hey, so uh, what's this Kiefer was faster than you at Milestone? He told me today on Twitter to ask you about. I, I didn't know that this was still happening. Yeah, the the battle rages on. Yeah, um, okay. You know, it's, it's kind of funny because at, at times Chris thinks he's winning and at times I think I'm winning. And, you know, there was a while Chris was, you know, riding other bikes and trying to, like, go to the dark side. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. And – you know, what happens when you do that is his lap times were suffering. And for the last couple months, Steve, I've been pulling away from him yeah. pretty, pretty easily. Yep, yep. So I don't know if you know, Yamaha comes out with this new 450. Yeah. And Chris, Chris has never ridden it. So we take it out to Milestone to, you know, have him ride it and check it out. And so we start riding, and it was by far the best he has ever ridden. Really? Like I was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I'm not joking, Steve. He was ripping, and to to, to give him credit, uh, I was giving it everything I had, uh -huh. and we, we were we were about equal. So, so basically, I mean, get a Yamaha and step up your game. Steps up. I, I, I'm not sure if it was a Yamaha or the fact like Cooper Webb was there and he was going fast. Yeah. Chris had to up his game. Right. I, I'm not right. sure, but all I know is. Steve, you don't go that fast on a motorcycle if you don't feel good on it. Yeah, no, you don't. You're absolutely right. You, you, you've, his, you've, you've nailed that. His corner speed was good. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, we did this for like eight, nine laps. So. <laughs> Yamaha is the Viagra of motorcycles. You take it and you feel good. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Um, 
So, uh, hey, you've had quite a bit of influence on these new bikes. Um, and the 250 is all new. Uh, they've, they've, they've put an electric start on it. They've revised the motor, the 450. Kiefer, of course, Kiefer, I mean, man, he was really going on about this Husqvarna for a long time. And it seems like the Yamaha has regained his love. Uh, talk about the new bikes a little bit. Are you, are you, how much input did you have in these things? Yeah, I mean, of course, I, I do have some in influence on the bike, but, you know, we also have other test riders. You yep. know, Dustin Nelson has been, been doing this for a long time, so, you know, his influence is in there as well, and, and Steve Butler as well, and, and then, of course, the guys from Japan, so mm -hmm. we all have to come together yep. and agree on, on these settings, but uh, I think what's special for me about this YZ450 is, you know, the bike was all new last year, so right. usually a manufacturer doesn't come out with any significant changes the next year. So Yamaha decided, hey, let's let's step our game up and, and let's make some changes. So they made changes to the 450, and I don't know if, if Butler was too busy or what, but he kind of just let me <laughs> take it and go and, and okay. kind of run with it. So so this this setup and this suspension setting was pretty much developed by me and Tommy Hahn at, at Southern California Tracks, uh -huh. just riding at open practice days. And then, yeah, you know, Steve comes in at the last day and approves it. And yeah. And I was scared to death because, you know, you got me and Tommy, you know, doing this. And then at the last, we think it's all bitching. And then we were afraid Steve was going to shoot it down. But yeah. Steve, came, Steve came in and loved it because, you know, he said the bike uh, had a stiffer feel to it, but yet it still had great comfort for him. So, mm, you know, interesting. it's not moving as much. It's more calm. It's more settled. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely better. And and Kiefer seems to be happier. Like I mean, hey, this Husqvarna talk was getting pretty serious with him. <laughs> no, and we, we were talking about that at dinner. You know, it's so awesome now to to, to be part of this because the bikes are getting so competitive. You know, if a guy says he likes a Husky, I can go, oh, okay. You know, it's it's a good bike. I've ridden it. Uh huh. You know, it's like the bikes are so competitive, getting so good. Um, it's just everything's getting better and better, and I think it shows because you have guys like Barsha who are racing, you know, basically a stock 450 suspension and engine. That's about the only modifications he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How much do you think we talked a lot about Barsha and you know, those, you know, these bikes off the back of your, like the back of your hand, you know, JGR and what they were doing. And he was beating Ryan Dungey at one point on the YZ 450. It was really competitive with him. And then we saw him struggle. And then when he went back to Yamaha for the fill in ride, I'm like, Oh no. Like, oh, no, this isn't going to work. He doesn't like these bikes. JGR has jumped through hoops with him. And, and, and God damn it, Preston, he was really good on the new bike. So how much of it is Barsha and his attitude plus his, his awesome skills? And how much was the bike, do you think? How much different is the bike from, from what he rides at JGR, what he was riding? Well, I just think it's the perfect storm for him. You know, he, he, he didn't have a lot of options, mm -hmm. you know, as far as rides goes. This ride comes up, and now at this point he's thinking, "Well, what am I going to do?" So now he's super motivated. You know, yeah. maybe he's thinking this is his last shot. You know, and then on top of that, yeah, we he he's able to to ride this new bike that's you know completely different than the bike he rode before. Mm -hmm. And you know, he just kind of gels with the bike. He's 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 working well with the team. It seems like he's getting along with the guys in, in, in the race shop. So I think it's just a good combination of everything for him right now. And what about A-Ray? What about A-Ray getting a factory ride fill-in, TP? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pumped for him. He just seems like the nicest guy. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, 
I, I actually saw him at Yamaha walk by, and I was kind of busy, so I, I wanted to stick my head on and actually talk to him, but yeah, I, I, I just didn't have time. He'd be pumped to talk to you, I bet. Talk to Travis I, I, That's right. Oh, I, I bet. Guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Galdi here in studio, he is Blue Crew. Uh, he's been a Yamaha Canada rider for how long, Galdi? Since 1993. 1993. Wow. So that's real commitment right there. Yeah. Yes. He, he, he's loyal. Wait, no, you rode KTM one year. I rode, not two years, actually. 03, 04 KTM, and then 05 on a Honda 450, but every other every year. Every other year. was Blue Crew. Blue Crew. For yeah. you. And, you, and, you've written, and you've written Yamaha all, the whole time since. Uh, yeah, just three years. Uh, three years out, out of that, I, the first one was the '93. Wow. In '93, I rode that new, the brand new YZ80 when they made it that year, and then uh, was like our what our, our factory team would be at home. And then uh, ever since I left Honda in '05, I've been on Yamaha again. I have just a, sort of similar to yourself. So I have a great relationship with the company at home. I got like they're like my friends, and and uh, I have an '18 450 now, and this is literally the very first bike that I have never ever done anything to the suspension nothing nothing <laughs> literally got on this bike i taught a a full camp in florida for yeah. a month with the the kids rode it didn't even set sag didn't touch clickers well you gotta set the sag Goldie. did nothing <laughs> you can throw a well, little bit of laziness on, at that as well uh, but i rode it and then i got home i set the sag put the clickers out where i liked it yeah. and I, I rode it i raced it just a few weeks ago I rode 12 motos, six motos a day at the races. I loved the bike. I love that I don't need to kiss ass or nothing. Totally feel comfortable on it. Definitely uh, the changes that have been made mm-hmm. the last couple of years. Uh, good. I'm excited to see to the new bike, but I can't even yeah. imagine how much it could be that different because this bike is so comfy. Uh-huh. You hear that? Yeah. You, yeah. you know, it's, it, I'm, I'm pumped that, that you like the 18 because, you know, if you like the 18, I feel like you're going to really like the 19. So, um, yeah, that's, that's good it, to hear. Galdi also won a Canadian National, Preston, and that's that's good. He won it with a 3-3, though. <laughs> wow, I've never heard of anyone. Wow, winning a race with a 3-3? Uh, that's, how I, that's how I do things. He got the overall with a 3-3. Yeah. Never heard that before, so <laughs> congratulations on that. <laughs> this will never leave your memory right now. This will be something you're going to talk about yeah. in the tub. Yeah. The tub. <laughs> um, you don't forget things like that. Hey, the, the 250F, uh, basically a, a mini 450 copy, e-start, a uh, little redesigned motor, right? Yep, yep. Oh. So it's it's same same basic platform as the uh, 450, but, yeah, the 250 has all-new engine, um, Different power character, better handling. Yeah, it's it's basically an all new bike. So yeah, I can't wait to get it out there and, and have the guys start riding it. Honestly, this Cooper kid, Ferrandez, Plessinger, the Star guys, dude. Right now, I they have something going on over everybody else. They really do motor Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be. I, I I can't wait to see what those guys say about the nineteen too. Yeah, uh, and so, wh- hey, and what cool. is what is this smartphone tuner deal thing with the bike? Yeah, so it's 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 awesome because now I've it, it came out with the eighteen four fifty. Yeah. So it's an app. You know, everybody knows how to get apps at the app store, and it's a it's a Yamaha tuner app that you can just get at the app store, and you can actually connect your bike to the phone and adjust fuel ignition and just the time, and mm-hmm. you can keep track of um, you know maintenance on the bike. You can log your time, everything. So for me, you know, I use it to create maps that I can let Kiefer try yeah. or you yeah. know, other riders. And then also I use it for, I have so many bikes I keep track of, like Kiefer's bike or uh, Motocross Action's bike. And then I don't know when I change the clutch in a bike. or So then I can keep time 
and what I do to each bike in that log. Wow. So MXA's bike comes in. I click on MXA's bike. It yeah. has all the information, all the changes I've made to their bike, so I know exactly what to do. Huh. Hey, so, I, I got to start Steve. I got yeah. a quick question. Actually, this is probably something I should already know since I've had the bike this long. Oh, yeah. What, what map, uh, you got the hard, the linear, or the smooth one. Which map is actually stocking the bike? So the stock map is always just zero. So, so say if you're looking at the tuner app and yeah. you want to find I've got it open right map. now, actually. I've got it open on my phone. Okay. So you look in the upper right-hand corner, it's going to be a plus sign, right? You see those three maps, and there's going to be a plus sign yeah. in the right-hand corner. Press that plus sign. Yeah. And then, and, and then you're going to see a, a, a new option, a new map pops up, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so that's your stock map, and you click on that. And that's going to be all zeros. Yes. Uh, I just wondered. I'm like, what the hell map's in this damn thing? And I couldn't get a hold I'll of my you, Yamaha buddies. Kiefer, Kiefer has a TP map. I that, saw that on Twitter. That, the that other everyone day. loves. So. Yeah, yeah. That that is a famous uh, map that everyone likes. And actually, Steve, this is kind of ground groundbreaking news. Um, I've just been given the green light to start development of the TP 2.0 map. Oh, 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 whoa. Wow, okay. Yeah. Blowing it up. Mm-hmm. There we go. So, Holy yeah. shit! Woo! Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, people excited. Does, um, does it really bum you out when he goes on about the Cowie love and the Husky love? Like, how do you feel about this? I, I'm amazed at the guy. Like, seriously, I don't know how he's a one-woman man, the way he acts with these motorcycles. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it, like, I, I like it because I, I, I love competition and, and I love seeing, you know, good motorcycles being developed. So, you know, if, if Chris really likes the cow or, or thinks that the Husky is the way to go, then, then great. Then, you know, we, we have to do a better job and try to make our bike better to, to beat yeah. them. Okay. So. Well, he, I guess you, you take satisfaction in knowing that he always comes home. He seems to come home. Well, yeah, and, and that's what I think. Why, why a lot of people like the YZ is because yeah. it just you know it does so many things good. You know, it's consistent, yeah. it's reliable. Uh, it can do rough tracks, smooth tracks, yeah. whatever. It's dependable. Um, so I, that's why he always comes home. Ah, uh, and you know, I may be riding one soon. I'm going to try one. I'm going to try. Let me tell you, you need to try. Uh, I know you spent a little time on the 18. Spend some time on the 19. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. and let's let, let's see if we can't start swaying you a little bit. Uh, I'm a member of Arm Army right now, but uh, I'm looking forward to trying one and seeing. Yeah, you need to try one. Um, the mo- well, the motor's fantastic. I remember that from riding the. Just 18. maps on the fly too. The, ma- the motor was the absolutely amazing on the bike. I I I, I loved it. So, um, all right. So, Preston, any racing coming up for you? Any any racing in your future? What are you other doing? than me and Chris? Yeah, like a real race. Like, what do you what do you got going on? A Anything? real race? Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't have time for the case because then you have to train for that. Right, right. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I, don't, right. I, I don't want to ride on the weekend, Steve. I just want to ride during the week when I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before we let you go, uh, we got Alex Ray on the phone. Hey, Ray, what's up? How's it going? We got Preston on the other line, Travis Preston, Yamaha Zone. Well, he did a good hey, job. Hey, what's up, buddy? New, uh, What's up? I said he did a good job with that new eighteen four fifty. I know that. <laughs> hey, now, now, Alex, you straight up rock starred me at Yamaha the other day. Oh, whoa! Yeah, no, no, I didn't. Me. No, yeah, you did. Yeah, you I, did. I, so seen you you, you. I seen you in the hallway. I said, "Hey, I thought." I, hey, I don't know. Marcia I was on the bigger and better things. I was in the race shop, bro. Barsha, Barsha knows that? the rules. Barsha, Barsha comes to Yamaha. 
he first walks into testing, talks to all of us, then he goes and sees Keith. Well, you know, that's I mean, I, that was my first time there. I was starstruck. Okay, I wanted to see all the cool stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess right. that, that – I, I don't know if I was allowed in the testing area because that was all the pre-production stuff that was in there. So I, I thought that was you know, the locked hey, door. You're, you're a factory guy now. We know that you can keep a secret, so you're always welcome back there. So next time you're around, <laughs> yeah. you gotta make sure you stop in. Okay, all right. I was I was most impressed with uh, Steve's old uh, work bay. Oh, my work how much bay! Oil was soaked into it. There has been some magic made in that work bay. I'll tell you what, <laughs> some real magic, Preston, in that work bay right there. I saw a bunch of geek marks everywhere, like hammer dance and <laughs> old duct tape and yeah, Yama Bond everywhere. Yama Bond everywhere. <laughs> Forgot about Yama Bond. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, dude. Um, well, hey, Preston, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, I know I'm taking away from your birthday celebrations with your buddy Kiefer, but uh, I really want to get you on to talk about the bikes and kind of what's going on. And I know you had a big part in this thing. And and uh, um, yeah, they they look good. They they seem to be working good. So. Um, yeah, good good job on that. Congrats on that, Travis Preston. Well, thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the show. And, yeah, good, good luck at the next race, Alex. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Cool. Uh, thanks, tra- tra- thanks, Travis. All right, see you guys. Cheers, Travis. Travis Preston, everybody on the show. Listen. Hey, speaking of, what? Speaking of Kiefer, I wonder what, what Mrs. Kiefer has in store for him tonight since it's his birthday. Oh, can yeah, you imagine? We were, we were talking already about that. Can yes. you imagine? Oh, Soak and poke. Gosh! Oh man, there's there's gonna dipstick be like on your some, dipstick? some some type of apparatus made like hanging off of the ceiling or something. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna like jump like two stories into it or something. I don't yeah. know. Oh, it's gonna they're be, gonna yeah, come up like with that? their own Kiefer map. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, never mind the TP map. Listen, yeah. A Ray, this is the Gear Ally cold call. Only it's a few hours later. Um, <laughs> where are you at? Uh, well, I'm in Santa Ana now. I just uh, we just landed. Oh, from High Point. You spent the day there. Well, no, we actually um, we drove up to New York uh, to hang out with uh, my my chick's family and do some cool stuff up there. And then uh, we met up with my trainer Pablo this morning for some breakfast and uh, went to Central Park and stuff like that and just sort of hung out in the city a bit. Web show. And then uh, yeah, in the so, middle uh, of the Nationals, this is what you're doing. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, man. That's what happens you know, when you're on the love stuff boat. Got to do. We're going to need you to get your head in the game. We're going to need you to get your head in the game. Yes. My head is in the game, okay? My head is in the The other game. head. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, oh, welcome oh, okay. Captain Stubing. Howard hey, Goldberg and Doc. Listen. Sorry, I'm, I was confused. I was confused there. We don't want – I want to keep you too long. This is Gear LA Cold Call. This guy called oh, in again tonight. He is oh, so he, he is so mad at you. I'm gonna have to like go back and listen. What does this guy have to say? He said you got you swerved over on the downhill and cleaned his buddy out. He's got a concussion. You're delusional to think oh. that you didn't you're, do this. You're delusional to think you that you, the guy came yeah. over on you. Half, half the team at Yamaha has seen it. So why don't this guy call them and tell them the same story he has? Because it was it's obviously a different story. <laughs> I was going straight as an arrow. Dude goes over the thing and and just. Beeline's left. I'm like, what are you doing? Maybe this is a different we were... incident, right? Because how could somebody have? When did he said it was down on the no, downhill? No, I know exactly. No, 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 no. Okay, that exactly. was on a Suzuki. Suzuki RM yeah, Army. Oh yeah, oh yeah. His face was like <laughs> grounded in the back of my rear tire. I remember. <laughs> oh, like we're we're going down. I'm beside the dude. He's going 10 mile an hour down the freaking. I don't I don't know who he was. 
and I was coming around the outside of him. He was going to the inside rut, okay, mm-hmm. far inside rut. Yeah. Then, at the last minute, decides to go to the far outside rut and cuts all the way left. I'm on the left of him, and he high sides over my rear wheel and just eats his face all the way down the hill. Like, I don't, I don't know how Brad, to tell you, but Brad Esper. Yeah. Brad Esper of RM Army, and he was giving you the double bird. Well, good for him. You know, hey, whatever. <laughs> remember you know? the remember the days you had. Be line left. Hey, remember the days, right? You had A Ray on, and he was talking about when Jason Anderson hit him, and Barsha hit him, and yeah. Bowers. Yeah. Now he's that guy. He's that guy. He's beating on the people that he used to be. Yeah. The factory life does to people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. No, it wasn't that bad. But seriously, though, like, homie went left. It wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> homie, don't time. play that. <laughs> because it's amazing. Because this guy on the phone had a 180 degree different view. Of Absolutely this. opposite. Like right, right, you were right, the right. absolute I, biggest yeah. asshole that has ever ridden a dirt bike that day. <laughs> Well, he yeah. needs to get his eyes checked. Yeah. Honestly, I, I told him that. To he say. said his vision is not impaired. Yeah, he yeah. says he's good. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll ask the other 50 or however many thousand people were at a high point. What, they probably all have okay. a different outlook. Except for what do you, what, moving on from that, how, what do you think of Cade's performance at Canadian Nationals so far? I'm, I'm sorry. I just left my luggage in the thing, and I'm getting, yeah, oh, man. Yo, know, she she thing. already does. Okay, all right, we gotta go. See you, Ray. But, oh, you were gonna leave my backpack over there. Yeah, we gotta go. See you, buddy. Thanks. Don't take <laughs> out privateers. Yeah. See you. All right. What is he like? Security right now? I don't know, dude. <laughs> Why did he even call in when he's doing that? Cody, what's up? What's happening? Hey, Steve. I just wanted to see if you could offer any extra info on the whole finding stew project. Like, uh, are y'all just gonna go over to his house or? Set up a quad somewhere? Like, not, how are we doing this? I'm not at liberty to disclose any of our tactics, Cody. Um, <laughs> it is happening, though. Oh. We are working on it as we speak. Um, you'll see. I think we'll, it'll be a two-part episode. We have some plans in the works to find Stu. That is awesome. I don't know if we're going to do it, though. I can't promise it. We're trying. All right. So that's it, buddy. Thank you. Stay tuned in August. Cool. Thank right. you. If you can get a hold of this and make me like a like a Willy Wonka thing where he rolls down that big nice gateway of his place and he rolls yeah. it into the video and <laughs> pops up, you know, like the golden ticket. That'd be I great. Know, I don't remember that. Anyways, uh, you never watch Willy Wonka. BTOSports dot com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing Gear Alloy, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross Five, Maxima USA, FMF Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Get Data. Do you have one of these on your bike to get data? No. I, have, I haven't even touched my suspension, <laughs> That's bro. incredible. Well, I've, I told you, I, I've never done that. I went to Nelson. I'm like, hey, man, let's get this so set up. He's like, what do you think of it? I'm like, it actually works pretty good. He's like, well, why touch it then? I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, literally. And then I rode it for six motos a day at Moto Park. Yep. Rode awesome. Beat up on a couple of kids. Yeah. Drinking beers with the parents afterwards. Yeah. So you were you were good. I'm, I'm blue crew. Okay. Um. All right, uh, W Wheels, WUSA.com. Uh, Get Data, Pro Filter, Honda World Downey, all on board with us. We're going to take our second and last commercial break of the night. you got to come up with a song. I forgot to tell you about that. Okay. 
Did you do that last time, or did you? I did. Mine was a trumpet one. Maybe we won't let you get a song. Are you kidding me? The Twitter blew up about that. People are like, what's that song? I don't know about that. Okay. Ryan Gall from GuaranteedMX.com and myself, Steve Mathis. We'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to The Pulp Show, and Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. 
Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stop. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulp Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type of motorcycle you ride. From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus to that. Whoa, easy, Gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX Show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or, or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Great guys have been with us for a number of years now. You know what race tech's all about. You know the top teams and privateers choose race tech. Look, maybe you don't race Supercross. I get it. That's fine. Neither do I. But you can at least get your suspension looked at. Change your oil. Change the bushings. Change the seals. Love your bike and it'll love you back. Pulp MX 17 is the code to save at Racetech.com. Suspension and engines. Of course, they got their gold valves now. They got over 200 gold valve designs to date. They're constantly updating and evolving to provide the best suspension products and settings available in the market. 100% guaranteed to exceed your highest expectations. Love the guys at Racetech. Love what they've been doing for us. Love what they do for you jerkies. And we thank them. We're going to help you save, whether it's suspension or engine services. Just give your bike some love with some suspension. We'll do it. Racetech Gold Valves, 100% guaranteed to outperform your highest expectations. All Racetech products are made in the USA. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. I like that. Make it happen. It's a good little tagline. Let me try it again. Racetech suspension and engines. Make it happen. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation code saves you 20%. On there, they can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why. I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And, again, check them out for the whole custom line. And, uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say.
ARAY91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in For more than 20 years, Vortex Racing has been a leading manufacturer of MX race components boasting intelligent race design. A proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show, Vortex is offering exclusive discounts for Pulp MX listeners. Trusted by champions, Vortex Racing components are made from aerospace-grade billet aluminum to the tightest tolerances. Chad Reed and Cooper Webb of Factory Yamaha will be using our rear sprockets and will be rocking them for Supercross and Motocross. You'll find the right for any track condition from the vast array of sprockets. Cat 5, F5, Hardcoat Silver, our long-lasting laser-cut steel vortex sprocket. Our newly redesigned V3 Racing Chain 2.0 is the perfect complement to Vortex rear and front sprockets. Create a custom chain and sprocket kit with more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations. In addition to sprockets and chain, Vortex also offers the V3 MXSX handlebar that is 29% stronger than the competition. You can ride with confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research, development, and testing into these super strong bars without sacrificing weight and speed. And that race teams like Team Babbitt's use and abuse these bars on the national stage. And don't forget about your wearables parts. Vortex recently released its own line of V3 brake pads, V3 performance lines brake line kits, V3 oil filters, and V3 cycle straps tie-downs. Want 40% off your order? Just contact Jake at VortexRacing.com or 800-440-3559, extension 222, and mention promo code PULPMX2017. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com and see you at the track. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they are all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. 
The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. 
and sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. In Vegas, yeah, I drink Jaeger. Full bangers get serenaded by ladies basically naked. It's crazy, this life I take it, yeah. Everybody notice white girls drink vodka sodas. Jack and Cokes will get you open. Tequila shots are the dopest, and I love it. The way you look so fine when I'm faded. All my tension and tonic, but keep on getting persuaded that I want it. Crack the Jameson, invite all your lady friends. Tell that bartender, serve a motherfucking ring. Again. Tell that bartender, make that motherfucker stronger. I wanna go all night longer. A couple rounds going down like water. I wanna go all night longer. Cause I do this every night. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. That's Ryan Gold's music. Right there. That's a great song. Isn't that a good party? Don't you want to dance right now? A little bit? A little bit? Of, no? Not even a bit, eh? No, but... Um, you don't get excited about that at all, eh? I like Van Halen. Okay, okay. Um, Just venture out a little bit, bro. Okay? I, I, try, the try the Supreme. Try the Supreme. Venture this, out a little bit. You know bit. what this reminds me of? <laughs> what? Is the song that was at the end of the movie Hangover. And yeah, when they do all the photos yep, and shit. Yeah, yep. something like that, yeah. And that reminds me that I watched The Hangover the other day for the first time in forever, and that's a really good movie, dude. Yes, it is. They Two and three, not so much. but No, it's like any one of those sort yeah. of extras, but, but, but number but, one is fucking good. Really good, like, yeah. Like, really absolutely. good. The yeah. whole storyline, yeah. the way they build it yeah, and everything, I've, yeah. I'd forgotten about it. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. we still got a little bit more to go. The BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment is coming up. And uh, and your phone calls, if you want, 702-586-7857. Honda World Downey, love these guys. Uh, Vince Freeze just got a ridgeline. Uh, Seven Deuce Deuce has got a ridgeline. Roxon Craig, 
Sealy, myself, Honda Ridgelines taking over motocross. Uh, Honda World Downey, 30 minutes anywhere from LA in LA, where the 5 and the 605 meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock, over 100 used ones. If you go down there, you say, hey, I'm with Pulp Mex, uh, I'm Pulp Mex Nation. They will give you a hell of a deal on a Honda, whether it's new or used, and whether it's a Ridgeline or a CRV or a Civic or uh, anything else. Uh, they've got you dialed. Honda World Down, and we thank those guys. Free oil change. If you go down there and drive a Honda, free oil change. First time. If you go and mention Pulp Mex. That's good. Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah. 30 minutes in from yeah. LA. Uh, thank you for listening. Tomac, Pettis, Stanton, Thomas, Preston. How many championships in there? Uh, do you count JT's German? Yeah. That's two. Preston's got one. Yeah. Pettis doesn't have any. No. Tomac. Well, actually, sorry. Are we counting the uh, West Coast Arena Cross Series? Sure. We gave the German one, same thing. Sure. Okay, so Pettis has one. And then uh, Tomac has uh, one, two, three. Yeah, three outdoors, right? He's got oh, one. Oh, and a West Coast Supercross. One 250 motocross. Two, yeah. One 250 supercross. So four then. Oh, sorry. He's working on his fourth. He's working on his fourth. Fourth. Yeah. It's a lot of titles on the show tonight. And which? Four Manitobas. Four Manitobas. You got three, a lot three of, for the win. <laughs> you got a lot of Ontarios? Uh, a lot of amateur ones, but never never the pro rank stuff. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, which interview did you like the best tonight, Ryan Gold? Um, I liked Eli's. I like Eli's. Just I, I, I feel like every time you get him, like these guys on the thing... Like you see them in their social things, they're mm-hmm. kind of like you know yeah. not into stuff, and then they're so personable. And he was humble. He he gave yeah. that guy the the props. Talked about the Cowie stuff. He's laughing. Yeah. Uh, he was good. Obviously, like Pettis, dude, Canadian boy. That was good. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Eli's was fun for sure. Um, let's talk about the Canadian series a little bit here, Galdi. Uh, it's a new era in Canadian moto. Uh, CMRC gone. Uh, uh, Jetworks is in Rockstar Triple Crown series. They got a they had an Arena Cross series already. This is a nine round national series. Uh, then there's a two, three round, three round supercross series. Yep. Uh, at the end of the year, overall winner in 450 gets 100 grand. Yeah. Um, right now, Cole Thompson won the indoor stuff at the beginning yep. of the year, pretty good. Yeah. Right now, Fasiati and, and Gerke are tied. Yeah. Um, Thompson's coming up. Benoit's won the last two. I'm not so much interested in the results. How's the series? How's everything going? And to be fair, you work for these guys. Yes, of so, course. Yes, but uh, you know, I don't mind you know saying no. things in yeah. honesty. Um, go, coming into the rounds, there was a lot of a lot of questions. Yeah, uh, both Justin and Kyle Thompson, the brothers, they're kind of doing the managerial side of everything. Uh, they brought me in to do the TVs and announcing and, and do the bring that to it. Um, and Calgary was an absolute. Gong show as far as okay. just just so many new guys, so many new jobs. Yeah, round one of the Arena Cross series seemed like a bit of a gong show. One hundred percent, a lot of new things, uh, and the way that Justin sort of runs a ship as everybody sort of is supposed to take reins on things. But there's a bit of guidance I think that was missed. Just a bit of you need the boss to be like, hey man, this is this yeah. is your list. I need yeah. you to do this list yeah. kind of thing. And a few of those things were missed, so that was why uh, a few little hiccups, you know. But when the gates dropped. Racing has been good, all yeah. that kind of stuff. So uh, now into the MX Tour Series after the Arena Cross is done. The first round definitely was a struggle. It was super, like two and a half hours yeah, yeah. behind schedule on Clay, day one. It was... Clayson texted me because it was the same weekend as a national here, and he's like, 
Bro, I just finished my second moto, and it was it's like seven thirty. Yeah, we, it was a long day. Like we were at the track for uh, eight a.m. Yeah. and yeah. didn't leave till yeah. nearly eight a.m. So, um, but then after that, since now it has been clean. In fact, the second round of popcorn, we were so on time mm-hmm. that we had to readjust the schedule again because the teams sort of got a time. little upset that they didn't have enough time yeah. in the middle of the motos, which was kind of backwards because we allowed them to tech a second bike like the GPS, um, but. Even if that, like if we had a crazy mud race, yeah, so yeah. we've now, we moved the, the women's race into the middle and then added a half an hour. So the schedule now is, is quite uh, proficient. And um, the last two rounds have proved that. We've yep. been done right on time, right on schedule. The live thing is working. Um, the only sort of, uh, there hasn't been many hiccups uh, as far as things go. At Popcorn, we had a fiber line cut to one of our TV cameras mm-hmm. when we were working for live and we couldn't get that fixed. Uh, but everything now is everybody's finding their How place. How was Popcom as a race? How was it? It was, it was decent. Yeah. So the only complaint uh, or opinion, that I, and I've shared this, was that we went in there to a brand new facility that never has run a national style event. Yeah. So they, their water truck broke on Friday. Yeah. And that's, we should have had a backup plan yeah, of something yeah. like that happening. Yeah. Like there wasn't any hoses. So it, it got really dusty and a little bit dangerous. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of a safety issue on that one. And of course, we had to run regardless. So, other than that, though, the track itself was cool. Like, yeah. It was neat. Fans come out. It wasn't. Nice. It, it's it's it was, basically in BC. I mean, it's it was. It was good. It was good for the first year yeah. again, being Saturdays as well. With mm-hmm. that, you know, taking that risk. But it was again better than I thought. Same as what happened yesterday at, uh, or sorry, Saturday at, at Manitoba. Manitoba. Way yeah. better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the, hard, the only hard thing about Pockman, the track is is super long and not wide where pe- fans get. So you got fans way at the top of the hill. They can't see down to the bottom. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, spectating thing is a bit tough. So that is a bit of a, a progress or learning thing. Better there. than Kamloops though? Uh, outside the dust? I mean, yes, yeah. yes. Potential to be better and yeah. everything like that. 100%. Yeah. And, and the dust literally was the only issue yeah. there. Everything yeah. was, everything was good. Parking. They put, they spent a crap ton of time building new parking. They literally took right out of the mountain, they had machinery up the wazoo, built a full, probably, I want to say it was at least 15, maybe 20 feet deep of full stone, built our own parking lot for our VIP rock star oh, okay. and where the TV yeah, yeah. production booth and, yeah, yeah. and stuff was. So um, the, uh, able, the ability to do things, but the only issue was that they didn't get, they started everything on like the Monday before. Yeah. They, it all got done. But the, our team showed up and ended up putting like 80 extra hours on dozers and, okay, and things yeah, like that. So just a little bit behind that. It was just a club atmosphere. Yeah. They, they, want, they knew it. They wanted to do things. But then they were kind of a little bit slow on it. So that was a bit of a hiccup there. But yep. now knowing it, next year can only be better. Yeah. Um, um, and then the rest of the thing, the only other difference is, is that there's a lot of new guys in positions that they've never done before. Right. Right? Like myself and Brett Lee uh, and, and Justin and Kyle have done their arena cross series in the States, but not a lot of outdoor stuff. We're like the only ones with kind of like experience yep. being around. Of course, and the girls like Kinger, our referee, and Daryl as well. So it's um, it, it, it's it's definitely gotten like Saturday I mean, there, there's ran some, smooth. There's some baby steps. Yeah, been, been happening. Yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's a brand new series, brand yeah. new people. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the funny thing is that brand new series, brand new thing. It's it's we what we left a couple steps back in a certain couple of things, and now we can, we're catching up yeah. again. Yeah. Some people are like, why you, there shouldn't be a step back? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, should, yeah. it should be as good or better uh, right away, right? Uh, how's the purse money? Uh, that's better. That is better. better. Yes, yeah. it's gone up. Actually, I think the the four fifty stayed the same, but the two fifty went up. Okay, yeah, it yeah, need, it needed to. It yeah. went up. Yeah, I don't. It's not a ton, but yeah. it, it definitely uh, it went up. And of course, the the triple crown purse. Uh, with the how do the grand. racers take it? Uh, Cole Thompson, of course, one of the top riders. The family owns the series. Yep. Uh, Justin, Kyle, dad's around. 
Yeah. How do the other riders, racers take it? I mean, do, are they? Are it there hasn't other, been other snide <laughs> remarks about the Thompsons. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, oh yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Like yeah. at uh, the Calgary round of Arena Cross, um, Cole rode his bike through the pits where you were supposed to push your bike. Yeah. That like. Why is he allowed to? That's fucking bullshit. That's yeah. you know that got all the other managers revved up, and that oh, that's the the, the brother series, this and that. So yeah. the little talks go on in the circles and stuff like that. But that is kind of faded away, and there doesn't seem to be a bias. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't do it at all. Like literally, there's no bias yeah. whatsoever. You know, dad, a little bit biased, right? He's cheering the son yeah. on, but Justin, Kyle, yeah. There's nothing there. Right. They talk to their brother, obviously, and they love right. him and everything, but there's no what? Why is... shirts off cheering yeah, him on yeah. on the side of the yeah, track and good. shit that's or anything good. like that. No, yeah. that's good. I, why is Cole Thompson involved in, in stuff all the time? Why, why is he involved in stuff? Whether it's this Gurky tear-off gate where, <laughs> where, where I don't know exactly what's going on, but they're, they're tearing tear-offs off. Uh, Thompson and Wright were going at it. There was issues with Thompson and Gurky in arena cross. Yeah. It seems like whenever I'm hearing moves out in the track, it's Cole Thompson. I think that um, he's so serious that the littlest things can find him. Because his line is so straight and every other one's kind of bang into things. And uh-huh. then he's, he's so serious and so passionate about it. And he doesn't mind crossing the line. Like, he's got no friends on the track. Yeah. There are no buddies of his on the track. Yeah, yeah. Colton Fasciati and him, they game together yeah. on the track. He's, he took him out. Yeah. Like, he took him out in a recross. Yep. Uh, he, they ran into each other at Prince George. It was a, a racing move, yeah. not a, yeah. kind of an accident. But it, there's no, he has, he, like, he's a full fuck you racer yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And at times that pisses off that other rider the other guys, and then the yeah. animosity builds and, right, and right. so on sort of thing. So uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think he's inviting it or, or bringing it on, but he's so yep. serious and he's like, I don't give a shit. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm here to win yeah. kind of thing. So that sets the other riders, right. uh, that um, vibe guy gets created for my sure. My preseason pick, I admit it was at the heartstrings. I was talking to the heartstrings at me. The 800. Going out with a bang. New dad. I thought the, his knee was fixed. It's not quite happening for Mike. His speed is there for 20 minutes, um, and it's hard to think, think that it's a, it's a training issue or a fading. Yeah, he's never um, been a guy that hasn't worked yeah, hard. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. and I don't think that's changed. Uh, maybe he's just a little older and his body uh, isn't quite as strong as it used to be, I guess. Maybe, I don't know, but um, he's still going fast. He's getting the whole shots like he was, yeah. but proof there, uh, perfect, that last month on Sunday, he led it for like 21 minutes yep. and finished fifth. Yeah, yeah. With So in the last 10 minutes, yeah. he dropped yeah, you, four you spots. Can't, if you're Mike, you can't do that. No, you know, like 100%. Yeah. 100%. I mean, maybe he's got the baby thing on his mind and right. that kind of stuff, but he's yeah. also, that's his job. Yep. So um, he's he's got that speed for sure. He's got the speed to win, but not the long, the long, the distance right now. Uh, and look, it started off with a Colton re- rebirth of Colton Fasciati, but Right now, Matt Gerke looks good to defend his title. I mean, he, not, he hasn't been off the podium, right? No, two, 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 three. Yeah, has been his uh, results, yeah. and uh, nothing spectacular. He won the moto, he won a moto at Popcom, won the first moto, but nothing spectacular. Not getting and, great starts. And we're going to go to Sand soon, where he's... Sand is coming. Yeah, so you know he's going to be, you know, he's going to be good there. But the Fasciati thing, destroying <laughs> yes, like fifty-second yes. wins. Yeah. To now not even hitting a podium yeah. in the last four motos, yeah. so I'm sure, unsure with there. He really, really, really hit it home with suspension in every interview I did with him okay. in the first four motos. Yeah, and obviously I haven't had a chance to talk to him in the, in yeah. the last one, so I don't know if they've made a change and it's bit uh, him. But he qualified first on Sunday uh, by oh, yeah. over yeah. a second. Yeah. He qualified first, so 
and he did get good starts. He was running third in Moto 1, tipped over, and he was third in Moto 2 and got zapped on the first lap by making a mistake Do back to fifth and just, just, I don't know, just couldn't blame, seem to put it together. Blame Digger? Uh, might as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah the easiest way to do it. Um, Jake Frank, Nichols, Frank Money's running short. Yeah, yeah. Jake Nichols came over. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had him on the show here. We did a pre-interview. Seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, third overall. He was, uh, was wrenching for him. It was a, he, a, a CBC re- Sunday Night story right there. It was like <laughs> it connected on Instagram. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a pretty he, cool thing. He hey, was an awesome guy. I guarantee you, he left there going. Fucking Galdi and Noof. Like, I met these two guys. Yeah. That's what he's telling everybody in England. I met these two idiots. They used to race pro. One still kind of does. Yeah. They run the series. Well, the <laughs> shitty thing is, is poor Noof, uh, not poor Noof, but he was also racing and he stayed at the track. So you didn't get to see the the jovial little bit of nightlife Noof that brings yeah. the, the life yeah. of the party kind of yeah. thing like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, not that Jake was looking to go out and party or nothing yeah. either, but just, um, but his know, buddy just go was. and have his a, buddy was. Oh, yeah. His buddy was. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Actually, in the last moto of the 450 Apocum, he's like, hey, do you, you think I can come up and watch the, we were, I was like, I'm on a tower. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. He pulls, he's got this backpack, pulls up, full of cold beer. <laughs> <laughs> three or four beers in the last moto it was just awesome we had an epic He's last loving moto it. loving it so um but yeah he was a great addition and i mean rumor is uh, he, he hits me up on instagram and i'm sure he's been talking to me too um that he'd like to come back for yeah. at least one more um depending oh, on the cool. british he's gonna do red Bud. i think he's gonna do red Bud. i believe he is yeah, yeah. american yeah. honda is helping yeah. him out or yeah, something, something like that, like that. so um, um well, that's cool um so now you were banned from the cmrc nationals the last few years yes i actually had a vehicle searched on the way into RJ's last year, looking for me. Nuh-uh. The gate lady told me this. I had to search a vehicle thinking that you were in the back of it. I was at this Boots and Hearts country concert, and I got a text message the- saying, hey, man, they just opened my vehicle looking for you. <laughs> so I have no idea if it's like 100% true, but that's what it okay, was. So yeah. I, um, I, got, I got good and banned. So give, give Jetworks a letter grade here through four rounds. Or through seven rounds, through the arena cross stuff, too. Um, I'm going B minus right now. Okay. B minus, uh-huh. because uh, there's a lot of good, the effort and the, the everything's there. And now everything's starting to find its positions. Yep. If we went, say, after Abbotsford and thing, we'd probably amount a C. Um, and then it's been slowly getting better. And then Calgary kind of put put us down a little bit <laughs> uh, as far as the outdoor thing. Yeah. And then now, like, yeah. we're, we're wow. back up there. Manitoba um, was great, which, of course. Yeah. I mean, Manitoba. It's the, mean. the greatest greatest ever. I mean, it's. Yeah. it's uh, if we can just actually ever get a motocrosser to be any good, it'd be just amazing. Well, I mean, you, you, Don Formal. He was good. Formal was number Formal five was one good. year. That's he was right. Four, number five. He was five one year. He was Man, good he was on fantastic. the Suzuki. And he's such a stylish rider. He was yeah. so good. Um, it's it's very disappointing for me Crap. as a it's, Manitoba. I just I just um seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven if you want to give us a call. Uh so all right, Galdi. Um so you have to tell our listeners this story. Like I was talking to Eddie by the way, Eddie Ray. Yes. He has a race coming up. I just remembered oh, this. Really? Nice. He wants me to talk about it. Um, He's like promoting it or something? Yeah, but cool. I said to him, send me all the information to the email. Actually, he, I think I saw Seth Rarick maybe shares. Obviously, him and uh, JP Money are doing it. So he's, I said, he goes, are you going to push my show? And I said, yeah. Can you send me some info on it? Like, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah. Happy to push his show. And, and he sends me just the flyer on my phone. Like, so I got to, like, zoom in. Like, just send me in a text or an email dates, pertinent information. But is so that, now, that folks, information is not on that. Well, now I have to zoom it up and, oh, okay. and go around and okay, it's an it's an opening night Jessica Patterson Classic June thirtieth. I don't know where the track is. I don't know what his track name is. It doesn't say on here. It's in South Carolina. I was going to say, do we know the state? 
Okay. It's in South Carolina. Five thousand dollar women's purse. Wow. Sign ups at twelve. It's oh Travelers Rest Motocross. It's in the bottom of of the thing. Okay. Thanks, Eddie. I'm really trying here, Eddie, to promote your race, and you give me no information. So there's a bunch of classes. It's the women's pro race, five thousand dollar purse. It's good. That's a good purse. That's a really good. Jessica purse. Patterson Classic, June thirtieth. Travelers Rest Motocross. Okay, thanks. Never Eddie. heard of that track. Uh, if you, it's he bought it recently. Oh, nice. Okay, just cool. if you if you want me to promote something for you, I'm happy to do it, Eddie. Just Maybe. write it in like a normal human being manner and send it to information. Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyways, uh, so I. I was trying to get Eddie in. It didn't quite work out, but I said, you know, hey, this Ryan Gold guy is coming to the show, and maybe you could sit in with him and try to get your pulpy. And and he said, you ask Ryan about this story. Yeah. And so <laughs> he was at a fair with you. Take us through this story. Okay. And I hope your parents aren't listening. Oh, why? My mom, my mom would not be listening. This would make her cry again, though. Okay. So uh, we're down staying at uh, in uh, um, Brooksville, Florida, at the campground right across from Croom. Yep, been there. And I can't think of the darn name of it. I think it was Brooksville is the town. Yeah. They had a fair race. Yep. And a big, like a good, nice cash purse and everything like that under the lights. And there's a fair going on around it. So I'm in town. I'm like, man, I might as well go over there. What year uh, is this? What, what are we talking? This is 99. Okay. 90, winter of 99, probably f- late January, February. Is this February. McGrath photo, Daytona? Uh, no, that was 98. Okay. That was 98. Um, so, no, this year I was on my own. I was I there in 98 with Birdwell. I don't uh, remember you racing it. but yeah. Well, I was, you know, I, was, okay. I was in the good heat, I guess. Uh, yeah. I was in the right All heat. Right. There. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, we go to this fair race. Uh, Barry Karsten, Tyson Hadsel were guys that I was racing yeah. against. I don't think Eddie raced. Okay. He was just there hanging out, uh, doing his Prince Albert thing. So, <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, race, and I get second behind Karsten. Yep. And I think I get like 500 US. Sweet. Like great money. Yeah. Right? Now, not making any money down there. Like I can't get contingency because yeah. my bikes aren't American at the, I was doing like the Winter Rams yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So anyway, go to the fair. And then afterwards, we meet a couple of chicks and we're hanging out. We're starting to get going. There's a mm-hmm. group of us. We're going through the fair. And I see this, this game. I walk up to it and there's this, this bucket of money just sitting behind this game. And I'm like, okay. what's the deal here? And the guy's like, oh, if you, you get such and such points, you can, you win this money. I'm like, how much is in there? It's $3,200 US. I'm like, what's the game? So he literally pulls out. It looks like a, like a pinball table, okay. And it's uh, it's it's slanted down, and you get golf balls. Yeah. And you get to roll these golf balls down. And you got to land them in these little little pockets and okay. stuff, and you get yeah. points per yeah. pocket. And there's like pins sticking out, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you get you get exactly. So and you like get plinko. These, plinko, exactly, exactly like plinko. So you get these points, and yeah. as soon as you get these points, you keep adding to a level. You get a free spin, or you got yeah. this and okay. da da da. So I keep playing. I'm dumping money into this thing, and dumping money in this thing, and dumping money. Check, you got a chick there? You trying to impress too? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I think everybody left though after a while. Because it was taking me a while. This game was taking a long time, and then I got I got addicted. And anyway, I lost all the fucking money I just won. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred US gone. Okay, so I'm. But the guy's like, look at, look at. If you can go get some more money, I'll hold your points. So we had to reach like you had to get like thirty points, and I was at like twenty seven to get these things. And to I needed, get the bucket you know, to get this bucket of money. Is you need thirty points? Yeah. Don't forget, this is a carny, so it's a fucking scam. Yeah. Okay, I, I I fed into this scam. So anyway, I go to the bank machine. Pull out another bunch of money. Go back to the fucking carny. Lose it all. Okay? Can't get those three points. Can't get the fucking three points. Oh, he changes it on me. Totally fucks me. Totally fucks me. I just get fully carny screwed. Yeah, exactly. Fucking small hand fucking right. carny. 
So and so anyway, me and this we get in this like fucking wrestling match and securities in there. Oh yeah, and Eddie probably forgot this part. You, I don't think Eddie was there for that. You part. got in a wrestling match with the Carney? Yeah, because I fucking he ripped me off. I, he ripped me off. So I jumped over the counter. We got into it and shit. I was trying to steal <laughs> the bucket and everything, and I ended up getting this fucking this like a fuzzy whale out of like you know you had like the prize things yeah. of the Carney. I fucking running through the fucking park. Security's chasing me and shit like that. We get away. I leave. But the you park. grabbed a fuzzy whale. And I got the fuzzy whale. So we leave the park. Me and my buddy, the Finn, uh, that he was staying down there. This guy's yeah. named Mark. We call him the Finn. And I'm going. Uh, we're driving back to the to the campground, and I'm like, "Fuck, how, man!" How I just dumb are you? I'm gulpy. like, "Fucking just lose all this money." I'm down there. I'm like, "It was sponsored money." This guy gave me money to go yeah. down there. So I'm down. I so I won the money. I think I lost. I think I, I lost about 400 US of my own money. So 900 dollars. About yeah. In about this game, 900 bucks in this game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I I get back to the park and. I'm an only child. I'm spoiled rotten. Yeah. Okay. So I fucking call my mom. I put the fucking tears on. Mom, I got robbed at an ATM. I told her I got robbed by at knife. The guy made me fucking pull my bank card out, pull this money out. I lost all this money. I'm scared. Blah 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 blah. She feels all bad. Da, da, da. And well, we don't have the money. You're just gonna have to come home. I'm like. Like, sober right up, basically. Yeah. Oh, fuck, all right. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> so hang up the phone. I'm kind of, the story's kind of quiet. Nothing fucking happens. I go up and race, have the best summer of my racing career. And but these, did you go home from Florida? Or yeah, you, go home from Florida. Oh, like, Only like three people know the story. Yeah. Go home from Florida, race all summer long. And uh, a couple guys go down to the Broomtoga National and run into these New Yorkers um, that were there that night with Eddie, friends of Eddie's and stuff like that. And they're like, hey, man, how's your fucking buddy Goldie and this and that and da 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 And they're like, oh, he's doing great. Yeah. Oh, did you ever hear the story? <laughs> so, like, Nelson didn't know it. Yamaha, no sponsors. So, this guy, Jesse Wilson actually was the guy. Okay. He fully. The old racer? Yeah, the old racer. Yeah, yeah. Him and Mesley went down there to race the National. Okay, he was yeah. ranch for Mesley. Yeah. Gets down on the National. These guys tell him the story. He couldn't even get home fast enough to fucking, like, rat the story out. <laughs> so, like, that Monday morning after that National, I was in a meeting with Yamaha. Had to go to, like, their boardroom and apologize. And it's like fucking fancy. Why? Outfit. What is, what is that? They were just like, because I lied to everybody. I lied to everybody that I told them that I, because I, I, I did couldn't stay down there the same amount of time I was supposed to. Oh. And I made up this lie about getting robbed at an ATM. Everybody thought I got robbed at an ATM. <laughs> so. I fucking I had still to say. I don't know why you're the. Depo- I mean, you're going well, to the I just did. Room. I did. They okay. just came down and wanted to talk about okay. this, like yeah, you know, yeah. what kind of you know code yeah. of conduct and right. blah, blah blah. And so I just mean I had to say sorry and then everything like that and then. The worst of all was my mom. She's, I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm just disappointed. That was what I got. And back what happened then. to the fuzzy whale? Uh, I, I uh, it didn't last. <laughs> I don't think it lasted. I don't think it lasted. You sold it for drugs? Nah, we, it, it, it got fucking, it got beat so up after the fuzzy So you jumped the carny. Yeah, I fucking attacked him. He ripped me off. He fucking ripped me off. He totally stole me. He, he, this game was fixed and shit. It was a total carny deal. I got totally uh, fucked and I ate it up like an idiot. And I fucking nearly had the money and the bucket. I, the the bucket. bucket. I got I got up over the top. Like it was one of those like trailers, right, where the sides open up yeah, yeah. and all the shits on the back. Yeah. I fucking jumped over. I got the bucket. I'm wrestling. He's drunk. The guy's fucking drunk. I'm wrestling with him and shit. And I'm trying to get this bucket of money and I end up getting the fuzzy wheel. You would have went in jail if you. Yeah, I would have went to jail. Yeah, yeah. But I ended up. I ended up Security was running. They were going to fucking probably not, well, arrest yeah. me and maybe yeah. call the cops on me. So, I fucking jumped the fence and ran through Brooksville, like, subdivisions and shit. And they got the, the fin found me and picked me up and <laughs> fucking took me back to the campsite. <laughs> and, yeah, I got back there and made up this story and, and then got home. And that was it. That was Marks. it. Marks. 
The carny. The carny. That's fantastic. He yeah. jumped the carny. That's fantastic. Nine hundred dollars. You can see him getting upset about the money again as he told the story yeah. too. He ripped yeah. me off. Uh, <laughs> he ripped me off. <laughs> like just he's such an flashbacks. idiot losing that kind of money. Nine hundred dollars. You figure you 20, lost. Like yeah, about nine hundred US. Which back then was <laughs> was pretty close to what it is now. So probably like fourteen hundred bucks Canadian. Yeah, just an idiot, total idiot. Oh, Eddie's story wasn't even that good. Like Eddie's was good, story was well, good. He, he probably missed it, a few. It wasn't things. as good. As <laughs> I was little. I was at that thing for three hours. Like I was there, and then I went to the bank and got more money and came back and shit. They left me. They're like, you're, you're. do you think? Uh, so you needed three points. Do you think the game was rigged? Oh yeah. Or something? Oh yeah. 100%. Like he was. He was changing something. Oh yeah. Okay. Something was rigged. Yeah. Yeah, I was, Pookie's I, laughing. I Did you hear that whole thing? I got rigged. The carny. He was wrestling with a carny. Yeah. <laughs> and he got a stuffed whale. Yeah. <laughs> no, that uh, that was that was the year there. That was the story of 99. There's a lot of good stuff from 99, actually. 99 was my best racing year. Yeah, 3-3? That, that, yeah, that was the year of the 3-3. That same year, I, my bikes got stolen after the Tampa Supercross, hanging out at Mons Venus. Oh, yeah. With McGrath and Grayson Goodman, Jimmy Button. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in there. I, was, my, my, I think I was there. My first fake boob. My was, first was, fake boob was, was at Mons, yeah, yeah. and uh, my buddy the Finn again. Yeah, they're harder than you think. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was still nice. Oh, yeah. It was still nice. Yeah. yeah, I think her name was Amber. Um, uh, was Amber. I think I was there, ninety nine Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Wyndham won. Remember, he came from behind and yeah. beat uh, Ferry, McGrath. That I night. was working for Ferry that night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, passed, uh, he passed McGrath in a heat race. That's right, he did. That's right, amazing. Ernesto Fonseca beat Roncada yeah. too in the one twenty five for his first um, race. What happened to the Montreal Supercross bikes? Nothing. Yeah, we never got them back. Never got them back. What happened to your Tampa bikes? uh, I got called from the Tampa police like 10 years later. (laughs) Hey, do you have the VIN numbers? I'm like, fuck no. What are you talking about? Uh, No. Whatever that, I have no yeah. kind of left that. But the the Montreal ones never never heard nothing. Trailer yeah. and everything got yeah. stolen. And truck, John Nelson's truck. It was his truck wow. pulling my trailer. And uh, the wildest part of it all, uh, we go down to the stadium, start breaking the news. That uh, get a call from Buddy Ford. Mm-hmm. Goldie, hey man, I just saw your trailer leaving Montreal. Where are you going? I'm like. Where? What the fuck are you talking about? Where's my trailer? Oh, I just saw it going out of the highway. I'm like, fucking chase that thing, man. Call the cop. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on. Just hung up on me. Buddy's little fucking side secret nonsense going on back then. You think? Uh, I don't know. That was the rumors for a lot of years. No way. That was the rumors for a lot of years. A lot of setup. There's so many bikes stolen from Montreal. Jeez, a I lot would, of bikes. I would hope that's not true. Uh, um, a lot of bikes. I like Buddy Ford. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Um, Montreal Supercross this year. Uh, yeah, lock uh, your shit up. Uh, Malcolm Stewart, Jeremy Martin going to go? Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, they got good pizza in Montreal. Apparently, Malcolm, Malcolm knows about the pizza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's a... You that's, like that? That's a terrific story. You like that story, eh? Yeah. The Carney. The Carney. Now, if you, if you ever text or talk to Nelson, he'll, he'll fucking, yeah. he loves it. Yeah. Can't get enough of it. And then there's the Greyhound Goldie. Yeah, Greyhound, Greyhound Goldie. Yeah. I think we covered that, that one. Sent yeah. home on a yeah. bus. Sent home on a bus. Yeah, that was a, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of good from, stuff from like CMRC that. I put myself National. in some good situations. And, and then eventually just fired from CMRC slash MXP. Uh, yep. I got, well, yeah. I got fired twice from the Nationals and then once from MXP. Right, right. And then now I'm back. <laughs> now now you're I'm back. back. Now I'm back. Uh, all right. <laughs> BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. 
BTOsports.com. Love these guys. Call down, mention PulpMX. They'll give you a discount. Put it in the notes section as well online if you'd like. They can give you a discount for that too. Uh, BTOsports.com. They share your passion, whether it's uh, ripping a berm on a dirt bike, uh, driving a UTV, a, a road race, uh, driving a street bike. Mountain bike, riding a mountain bike, whatever it is, uh, BTOsports.com has you covered from your bike to your body to anything you need, man. These guys have all the name brands, including the guys that we work with, like Atlas and W and FMF and Fly and uh, Vortex. And, yeah, you name it. These guys have it. Vertex as well, X-Brand Goggles. Uh, BTOsports.com. Love these guys. These questions are submitted to at Show, And the guy over there in the corner picks the best ones. And uh, away we go. This one's from Weege's Wallet. Mm. <laughs> uh, do, do gear companies... These guys are getting dumber with their names. Yeah. They're trying to get his attention is what uh, yeah. it is. Uh, do gear companies make custom-fitted gear for their riders? Uh, not all of them, but yeah. Yeah, Alpine Star does, for example. Fox 100% does. Yeah, Fox will do it. Yeah, um, 100% does. They'll bring in the callers for the guys. They'll shorten the arms There's, up. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it's Rocks and one of the major guys like, gets their... Their pants are, are tucked or something. Uh, yeah. The Fox Canada guys are telling me about yeah. it. Because Colton Fasciotti actually has a similar yeah, thing. Because, like his pants are fit. You know, fans, pants are sort of like 32, 34. They're supposed to like fit, you know, got 33. But if you're really a 33 or yeah. whatever, they'll yeah. they'll make them. So, yeah, absolutely. Companies will do that for you. Yep. Alpine Star will make you custom boots. So Like for the customer? No, just for no, the, for the riders, racer. For yeah, the racers, yeah, yeah. yeah. This one's from Jack My Stovepipe. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, is that Keo McStovepipe and no, he's changing his name? No, it, people are changing, like, their their display names. Well, what about the other one? The one I said Pookie. What, what was the other one? I don't know. Pookie's you cookies. You saw that uh, one. Yeah. Uh, will Villam and Pingree or K-Dub ever be co-hosts again? Do I have to, or do I have to keep listening to archives? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about Watson, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, Pingree, I told... Pingree's not banned. He's welcome on the show. And uh, Villamin and I are working together right now to try to get him up here. So, yeah. Not hey, I saw that tweet. Doesn't he say something about the rest of us are boring? Uh, so I don't have to fall so asleep. So I don't or... fall asleep yeah. during a show. Yeah, he hates everybody yeah. else but them wow. three. JK. But seriously, get them on, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Threw a JK in there. Yeah. Right. The, um, no, the no respect, the no disrespect. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um. This one, Victor Rissman, does BB4 get a bonus for RC Hard Charger Awards? No, 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 nobody. That's an award nobody wants to win. Do they still have that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm... You guys should do that. Why don't you do that? Joe works. I'll come up with some sort of charging award. Uh, okay. Pookie, give me some water. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? I'm on the air. I, I, shits I on the on the whipped cream. Wow. I don't have time for. Look this. at her though. She still gets it. What a beauty. I thought, I thought the whipped cream was fantastic. Like no. It'd be sick, you know, if you're still on Facebook right now, that water bottle just went across the room and no, right, no, in the, no, she's right fine. In the... Don't worry about it. She's fine. She liked your Carney story. Oh, I got so many more like that. Well, All not right. Carney ones, but. <laughs> he ripped me off. He ripped me off. <laughs> that guy fucking took me and Dude, I'm Dude, how idiot. dumb are you to go get. Another... I know. I know. I'm an idiot. I'm an absolute idiot. He doesn't need reminding. God, I thought you I lost won 500. I would have get... I would have lived like gold down there yeah. if I had that money. Like I would have been <laughs> such a rock star. You were never getting that money. No, out of that I bucket. know. Fuck that guy ate me up. Yep. Yeah. Right. This, this one from Spot Brand Ambassador. Will J Mart come back to win the 250 title, outdoor title? Yes. I'm going yes. I think so too. I'll go. I'll go with Galdi. Yep. Twenty down, but I think he's got it in him. This one's from Ryan Hargrave. 
Did JF7's career live up to the hype everyone had once thought? He did only win two Supercross championships, but had a lot of wins. Uh, yeah, this, these people, I don't, you get this question. The guy is second in all-time Supercross and Motocross wins. He's second place. He has one, two, three, four, five. Including 125 titles, I believe he has seven titles. Like, he's fine, dude. Like, I think it's just because they st- it's, it just ended so abruptly. They just yeah. I mean, I get it. Right? I get it. Like, he fulfilled his duty. I mean, oh, that, yeah. qu- that question would be for Michael Lessey. You know, like, I would love to have seven titles and be second all time wins and have made thirty million dollars or whatever. Like, yeah. Like, he's fine. Yeah, he was amazing. He lived up to the hype. Is, I yeah. think what the answer was the question. <laughs> this one's from Sean Sandback. Is the high speed rebound adjuster for ride height or is it for specific terrain? It's for specific terrain. I saw this. Yeah, I saw this question. God, guy. Ride height. Right? Like, that's sag. Dude, <laughs> you got to read your manual. Like, that's a terrible question. You should absolutely know that. I hope that he is not working on his bike. Oh, my God. Imagine he's clicking that. I think it went up. No, no, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, look, look at my back end. Like, this, like the car seat you can pump up and down. Yeah, yeah. Like, the man sorry, needed, not sorry. The man make, needed answers. Well, I'm okay, sorry, well. not sorry to make fun of you. Uh, what's, what's his name? Sean. Sean, but bro, you got to figure it out. <clears throat> um, this one's from Tyson Jorgensen. Despite Dino's recent injury, has he done enough and proved himself enough to earn a factory ride for 2019? Dude, I don't know. Yeah. It's a vicious look, system look, down there, here right there's now. There's a spot at Honda. Pretty sure the spot at Cowie's gone. Pretty sure the spot at uh, KTM's gone. There's a spot at Yamaha. Sealy's going to go somewhere, maybe resign. Husky's full. Husky's full. Osborne and Anderson. Osborne like, is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what, what, what he's going to do. Um... Canada. This, this one's from Jimmy Jimmy Roy about Kawasaki with a good-looking new KX450. Which other will be in the semi with Tomac for 2019? Which other rider? I'm guessing. I yes. think Savachi. Huh? Um, I'm still getting my head around that. It's Kiefer's birthday, Nick Way, and Jeff Stanton. Yeah. The that's three a, big, that's a big tr- names. Trio of trio of champions. Who, who? Oh, well, I guess this is an easy one though. Like, who's enjoying it the most tonight? It's got to be Kiefer, I guess. Oh, Kiefer's balls deep right and now. Nick Way's in uh, <laughs> Mammoth. Mammoth, yeah, with his kids. Yeah, he's like full on fifty yeah, guy. He is, it's he awesome. Is. He's, he's he, I seen one yeah. of his pitches. He's got like eighteen fucking fifties yeah, in his dude, Can you imagine all the shock <laughs> changes he's making and gearing changes he's making? Like, that's awesome. That's awesome. Just grinding, bro. Yeah. <laughs> just grinding. We out here grinding. <laughs> Did you say we out here? We out oh here, bro. Because he says that. That's what he says. Yeah. That's what Nick Way says. That's fantastic. <laughs> this one from When to Lipkiss. Uh, Steve, two post race interviews in a row, Hill has mentioned his heavy weight. I fear he may have body dysmorphia. <laughs> Does he look in a mirror and see a post career RC staring I, back at I, him? I mean, I asked. I said to somebody, what do you think he weighs? They told me 175. Are we talking Josh Hill? Yeah, Justin. Okay. How far off racing the Clydesdale class is he? Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah, he's he's convinced that he's heavy. 175 would be heavy maybe for the 250F. Yeah. He's uh, in prime position for the 450. Yeah. How was Josh Hill's arena cross comeback in Canada? Uh, it didn't go so well. No. He lit up the Friday night quite well, though, or Thursday night. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
did his the entertainment side of that. But yeah, the the whole results and riding part didn't go so well. He ended himself in the whoops. Actually, he had a big crash. Folded the bike. Yeah. So just the bike was a write-off. They couldn't even get it fixed. And then it created this thing of him not actually getting a qualifying time. So how was he allowed to ride in the night show if he didn't actually qualify? That was another little traumatic What did they end thing. up doing? He didn't even race anyway. Huh. Yeah, he said F. He stayed at the fucking hotel. Huh. Didn't even show up. All right. Speaking of Josh Hill, I heard you wanted to talk about the monster drama. Huh? What the monster fr- drama? The front flip? Did I, I see that I on Twitter? No. Oh. You don't know I don't know anything that? about this. Oh. I heard about it, but I don't know. It's pretty dumb. He he uh, he did a trick before Axel did, or another guy. But, Butter Butter Butters is around involved. <laughs> Buttery films. Butters. Uh, yeah, Butters That's is South Park is involved. Oh. Like, dude, Buttery like films, seriously, yeah. these idiots. They they all making this up and laughing at everybody talking about this shit. Yeah. Right. Probably. I right, don't know. Right. I the, don't the, the, know. Nobody cares. Nobody I don't even know anything about it. Yeah, Butters and Hill and and <laughs> Axel can live their life. Yolo, bro. <clears throat> this one's from Vince Neal's nosepipe. <laughs> what the if Bar- fuck? <laughs> if Barsha stays with Yamaha and Cooper goes somewhere else, what's the chanceability that Dino lands the second spot at Yamaha? Yeah, I mean maybe. Yeah, there's gonna be some guys available. What? Are, how many little guys are moving up? Um, like Hill, obviously now, but that's Savachi. Savachi. Yeah, that's about it. There's, there's nobody. Like McElrath hasn't pointed out. No, 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 no. This is from and Mar- Marty's good. Don't worry about Marty. Yeah, yeah. This is from Andre's Papa. Eli has voiced on the show that he's not a fan of having competition. See yeah. him practice and train. Uh huh. Likelihood pie. When he moves to 450, J Mark gets kicked out of Team Cortez versus Eli. No. Uses his leverage to get him a green. Oh, so, okay. So, or Eli uses his leverage to get him a team green ride since it seems to be a good partnership. Hmm. Uh, and that spot is AC's to lose in 2020. That's AC's got to do something drastic to lose that spot in 2020. It could come down to some of the antics he may have to pull to get this vlog done. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he's got to, like, jump a fence yeah, or some shit. Yeah. If he gets seriously injured on his vlog, which there's a chance he may because he's fragile already. <laughs> has to do something seriously it's, illegal. It's or, not coming or, down or, on me. Arrest. It's not yeah. coming down on me, bro. <laughs> I will leave that guy. This is the vlog of Stewart's voice calling the cops saying, hey, there's this lanky white dude jumping my fence right now they're with building- this other big fella lifting him by the legs. <laughs> they're, they're, the they're building a rhythm section for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that one thing? They're building in my yard qu- with shovels. Build a quad out on the street and he'll yeah. just come out and yeah. show up and hit it. That was yeah, awesome. With like a, yeah. with like a, a net over top. <laughs> and as soon as he hits the, 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 the thing, the, the net drops on him. Yeah. We got him. We got him. <laughs> It's the Roadrunner Coyote yeah. fucking thing. No, build a rhythm section. He will come. Oh, that's and then, gold. And then you hear off in the distance. Ring, ring, ring. Like uh, a cancel 25. That's gold. Here he comes. Oh, good times. We're going to get him. <laughs> this is from LAX Defense Coach. Gall- oh, you guys already talked the series. What? It was, It was. Uh, what's the impression of the new Canadian series organization oh, so it's far? the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> Jetworks, bro. Jetworks. Yeah. Uh, this one is actually from Keel McStovepipe. Is Tomac a rider who will probably disappear after he retires? Well, we all thought RV would, and that guy is fucking will not go away. So uh, we're actually sick of RV already. It's like herpes. Right. So I, I don't know. So I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. RV herpes. 
Uh, this was from Moto Guru for Galdi. How awesome was the track in McNabb Valley? And do tracks like that make you wish you were still going 3-3 for the overall? No way. That guy actually put that in there? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Boom. Uh, that place looked awesome. I'm not a huge fan of that super deep red type stuff, but it looks so cool. The jumps look fun. So, yeah, I, I definitely wish I was able to ride that one for sure. They did a great job. The track was spectacular all weekend long. So This one's from Kia Corbin. What was the raddest gear of all time? 92 Axo HRC. <laughs> uh, Axo stuff in the 90s for me. Early 90s, that stuff was the Mission Control setup in 1991. That gear was sick. See? Cinecell, no. I like the No Fear stuff. Yeah, No Fear, the early days was pretty cool when McGrath, all that kind of like early stuff when it was just like one off, when it was brand new yeah. type shit. Although. The stuff that, like the the Fox stuff that you see, like Roxon wearing, or even uh, the Canadian team that the GDR Honda team wore this weekend, it was badass this weekend. Uh, so badass. I'm sorry, I was doing some computer stuff. What, what's the question? The raddest gear of all time. Oh, the fucking bad bones, bro. Oh, actually, yeah, that stuff was the pretty fucking sick. Fucking bad bones. Actually, that split fire Axel stuff in the back was yeah, pretty cool. That's that's Bud Man's the one pants. off, the one off yeah, split fire yeah, stuff. Yeah, bad bones. Uh, some good ocelot. Maybe wolf, oh, wolf boy. gear, <laughs> wolf sport. Or what was that shit that wolf jo- jo- Ferraro, Ferrari, Ferrari, Ferrari that Jones yeah. used to always wear? Mike Jones. Mike Jones wore more gears brands than any other. Anybody whatever else paid, in history, yeah. Whatever paid. Yeah. This one's from Feel My Stovepipe. <laughs> what really happened to J Mart's bike? Did you guys uh, talk about that? Yeah, we, who knows? Nobody knows. Um, from Brett Weiner. Is it <laughs> his last name? Is it just me, or was it weird that Tomac kind of dissed Marv by not pulling over right after Moto2? Uh, no, I don't think he likes Marv that much. For Marv took his front end out. and Well, actually, if you watch the rest of that, so he does that, right? His emotions were taken over, and then he goes under the tent. Yeah. And just before they cut down to the actual interview, Marv comes under the tent, and they shake hands. Oh, okay. Yeah, Marv, like, stopped hands. after yeah. it. Yeah. And Eli, yeah. like, turned around and kind of, like, rode by him. Yeah. Until Marv was trying to do the whole. Yeah, he, w- he was for sure. Yeah. But I think, I think, I don't think Eli spotted it. I think he was all, like, like if you notice him, he was, like, crazy, like, oh, he was, he was all, like, yeah. fucking pumped and all stoked about the ride. <laughs> so he might have not meant to blow him off, but maybe a little bit, too, because they're probably, obviously, he's not, you know, they're not super tight. But they did shake hands under the tent. That was on the TV show. This was from Nick Antle. In regards to Bob Hannon interview about getting rid of 450s indoors, are there any current riders who say the 450 is too much indoors? Uh, actually, that Sealy interview that uh, Wygant did with his podcast talked a little bit about that, saying that these bikes have almost too much power and being able to jump so much. I didn't read the Hannah thing, but... Uh, yeah, uh, Hannah, um, Hannah podcast I did. Oh, it was in your podcast yeah. when he says this? Yeah. Um, I mean... These guys are able to jump some big-ass stuff. And you're not going to want to tame the tracks down because then it just becomes easy for everybody to do stuff. So I don't think the answer is putting everybody on uh, 250S or something like that. But it's definitely – they fuck these, they're coming with, like, 60-horsepower stock. I mean, I just – F1 is the premier car racing series in the world, and they govern those things. Yeah. There's a governor. They, they, they only allowed to do so much. Maybe that's what's needed. You know, I mean, I guess MotoGP doesn't really have that. I, I, I think they do something to electronics on MotoGP. I don't GP. know enough about that. Right, but we just don't do much. We just like, hey, yeah, make, go ahead and make 70 horsepower. Make it as, make it yeah. as fast as you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. This one's from SLF Motion, LLC. A rider says they had no front brake. 
the whole moto, as in lever pulls all the way to the grip, yet the front wheel can still spin. Or they just lost 20, 30, 40% of braking power, but yet say uh, uh, lost it all. Yeah, I feel that the second one with a bent disc or something, you know? It'll work intermittently, right? Because it'll pump up yeah, yeah. as it flexes the yeah. pad. Yeah, I, just, I, I, I mean, who knows? But yeah, you never quite know. This one's from Jordan Brinson. For anyone, do any of the factory race teams actually turn a profit, or do all the owners just eat the money no, for the tax write-off? There's no owners of factory race teams. It's factory marketing. It's There's no owners. It's, well, what it's, about... It's, well, I guess JGR is factory now, right? They're not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. JGR isn't isn't you know? I guess that, Mike Genova, JGR, Cycle Trader people, they're all independently owned teams. Yeah, yeah. But they don't make money, no. But Mitch Payton does, I would bet. Forrest Butler probably does. So not too many guys. This one's from Kurt Ice. I mean, Genova told me he spends one million dollars a year on the race team. Spends it one million. There's freaking Canadian teams spending that much. Yeah? That's what they're telling me. Wow. I'm fucking like, well, really? <laughs> Jesus. From Kurt Ice, Ryan, do you think the FIM influence on Canadian motocross is purposefully manipulative, or is it a result of them influencing the OEMs so much? Well, the FIM has no stand with us at all anymore because of the CMA thing is now gone again. It'll never go away until Maryland goes away, so I don't know what the... There's no there's no FIM influence whatsoever in Canada to any degree. Nothing. I think the question means like Tickle said he can't they don't want him racing in Canada. Oh, well yeah. that's just go, yeah. they, they you're not even allowed to go in a professional golf tournament yeah, or it's, it's, drive a car race or ride a mountain bike. Like it's it's absolutely insane yeah, it's the way that it works. Unbelievable. That's what that meant. Yep. Yeah, like Cade said, I I think he said it to you. Like he's screwing himself by racing in Canada right now. But he can't get an answer from them yep. anyway, so yep. maybe he's not screwing himself. Yep. From Sean Ireland, how pissed off would Husky be about Phil being shown in JGR gear at the bottom of the screen during the, po- the broadcast? Mm, no, I mean, that you can't expect them to get it fixed that quickly. They, they need to find Phil, get a photo, load it on the TV truck. I mean, I think it'll be fixed this weekend. I, I don't think they'd be mad. I, I don't know. This one from Jordan. I mean, the AMA, not, not the TV, but the AMA live timing just changed Phil's photo to JGR this year. And up until this year, they'd been using a photo from 2008 so. on the AMA live timing when you click on Phil's, Phil's name. It took them 10 years <laughs> to find a JGR photo, and now he switched again. Is that the same? Is that the Monter Cross? Yeah. Monter, Monter Cross? Monter, Monter. Monter Energy. So it yeah. took them 10 years, yep. and you're and saying they'll have it, it this weekend. It was Monter energy so and then they changed something and, and left they left the monitor yeah that's right the monitor yeah. never changed like these guys they're they're absolutely unbelievable and some guys are like uh like haines city florida other people are like haines city usa like the the, the state and oh, the okay. country's state they're all jacked some we of them just have stuff like some of them just say honda. france jess pettis has been on a honda for a while yeah on, on yeah. like little little slip-ups Steve, in the two tribes section of Racer X, Mike Genova was asked who was the most ridiculous person in the pits. His answer was not mentioning names, but he wears a blue shirt with three initials on it. Who is he talking about? Uh, I don't know, but I would guess John Gallagher, FIM. Um, from Colin Fletchell. Since A Ray did an inter- interview with Schmam Sh- World Schmotocross, mm-hmm. how much is his fine going to be? Just yeah, 
I don't even know why we had him on the night. He's banned. <laughs> he's, he's probably going, he got pulled by security right now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not even going to be allowed to be on the show ever again right, anyway. Right, He's not making it to the race this weekend where yeah, his family's no, going. He, he's done, so... <laughs> Uh, from Brandon Johnson, assuming Roxon is the highest-paid U.S.-based rider and Hurlings is the highest-paid European-based rider, who gets paid more and by how much? Roxon would get paid more for sure. Uh, I don't know about how much, but uh, I think Nichols uh, shared that Hurlings is about a three million dollar deal with his from KTM or everything. I don't maybe everything. I don't know. He just said he yeah. probably makes about three million bucks. Yeah, it's probably everything. I would think, from what I know. I mean, USA guys have more races. They, they yeah. get paid more. They have more races. So, um, yeah. From Corbin Lenaway, whose ceiling is higher, Chase Sexton, Justin Cooper, RJ Hampshire, or Jordan Smith? Well, Sexton and Cooper are younger. Ceiling is higher. I mean, what does that you mean? Like their heads big? Who's got the most? <laughs> who's got the most most potential? Yeah. For- oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Scott. Oh, I read the Carney, the Carney really the messed Carney. up. <laughs> Stole my brain. Uh, I mean, you have to go Cooper right now. It's hard not to bet again. I would, yeah. I would have said Sexton. Yeah, me too. Beginning, yeah. but yeah, Cooper. Um, and you guys talked about if Hurlings misses another GP, does he still win the championship? Did you guys talk about that? No. If no. he misses another one, no. Yeah, probably gonna be tough. Yeah. Alrighty, that's all. BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. Use the code. Save some money. Call them. You know, they'll they'll hook you up. Uh, BTOSports.com. Uh, put them in the notes section. Just say Pubble Max when you call there. And they will apply the discount. Anything you need uh, for your biker body, BTOSports.com has you covered. All right, man. Show number 342, I think, is in the books. 342. Yeah. It's a wow. shit ton of shows. What's going on for 400? I don't know. A, is that a, it's a long are you time make away. It there? No, done. I doubt I, I doubt I make three forty-five. Oh, are okay. we done? Uh, <laughs> how do we top three hundred? Show three hundred. We I don't even know. That had, was the Chad. That was the Chad. Timmy and Villaman. Yeah, that one's that one's pretty epic. How do you do four hundred? Villapoto and Way. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good one. Villapoto Way. I always have a theme though. Like that's not a theme. The theme is awesome. Okay. That's. <laughs> And done. You're welcome. I'd be worried about Villapoto getting himself in trouble. I'll send you a bill. Having some drinks and getting himself in trouble. Nah, he's a professional. Oh, AKA, yeah. AKA awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, uh, so Ryan Gall, guaranteedmx.com. Check it out on the web. Yeah. How's that going? Your site? Good? It's going good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little hard to branch onto that with everything else that's yeah. going on, but I'm hopefully doing my best to do it and pumping out good material here and there. I know Noof chirps the shit out of me all the time because it. Yeah. He isn't, uh, I think he just does it for fun, but um, I hope I'm not letting him down. Yeah, site, so sites generating some money, and then yeah. you're making money from the Jetworks guys. Ammo, yeah. still going strong in Ontario. Yeah. No, things are still going, all things that. are clicking away pretty good right now. Yeah, yeah. you're like a regular, regular real businessman. Yeah, I seem to be the way, except I'm, uh, What happened to your podcast? You got a lot of podcast equipment. What happened to all that? <laughs> Sitting there collecting dust. You don't have any desire to do it anymore? No, I do. I just, I just can't, I can't get it organized and sit down and just do it. I just, I don't know. I'm an idiot. It's, we're being lazy. It's being lazy. Call the carny up. Uh, Find him. <laughs> he's still freaking sitting on my 900 bucks. Can't, I don't know where he's at. I, how come the 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 Carney world has never like come under investigation from like sixty minutes or somebody? Like you know the Chris Hansen guy with the with the with the with the guys online with the younger dates, the younger girls? Chris Catch Hansen. a predator. Oh yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Catch yeah, a predator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Hansen. Yes. He's like, Hey, why don't you have a seat here? 
when they come over to, with the lube and the and the beer. Yeah. Well, like, you, how come that kind of show has never exposed carny life? I think I every, feel like there's work violations going on with these carnies. I would agree for sure, but I feel like maybe every little spot they go to has got some corrupt cop that just takes a bunch of cast and lets them do whatever they want. Okay. Right? That's, uh, yeah. They've got Boss Hog, like, and he just does deals. And... No one has ever, like, gone undercover with carnies. I had a guy that used to do uh, videos and photography back in Ontario. It was a carny. That's what his family did. They really? traveled Canada. Yeah, he could only work for me till uh, like, the end of school, like, uh, middle of June or whatever, and then from middle of June to, like, end of August. Carney. Carnies. Across Canada. Driving all the, they drive 10, 15 trailers and you know, the Cyclops and the Bearded Lady and the Lions and the uh, Ferris Wheel. and I should have been a carny. Well, I, that would have been cool. I kind of was. You can rip people off and still make you feel like you're a part of something. I kind of <laughs> was a carny, like on the Supercross circuit. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're driving a box fan. A gypsy carny slash. Driving a box fan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it happens. You can get in. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Thanks to our guests tonight. Uh, Ryan Gold, I am going to... Read off my sponsors. Okay. And you are going to tell me the first thing that uh, comes to. I feel like you got a lot more since the A1 show. Uh, no. No. So the same? So. Uh, no. So. Okay. Hey. That's so funny, dude. Oh, shit. We got to do that. All right. Good job. <laughs> I just saw that. Uh, yeah. Fly Racing Sector Boots slash uh, Boot Rack Draw. I got them in front of me. Thanks to the lovely Pookie Mathis for writing all these out. It's more dramatic when we have the Facebook Live thing on and we can uh, do it. But that is the sound of me mixing up the entries. Ryan Gold is going to draw. He's actually one. lying since we're not live. He's just eating a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, no, this. Right is, <laughs> these are really it. And oh, Pookie is filming. Oh, oh, there Ryan Gold is going to draw a name. One name, please. One name. And it the winner is. of the Fly Sector boots and boot stand. David on Andre Andrade Andrade. David Andrade. All right. Congratulations, David. Appreciate it. Thanks to flyracing.com. And for the sector boots, man, I will be in touch. How would you say that last name? Yeah, whatever. Uh, David Carney. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, thanks to David. Thanks to Fly Racing for doing that. Good job, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, Carney. That's uh, why you brought uh, me on the show, buddy. Good job, Carney, remembering yeah. that. All right. <laughs> what? What? Oh, Eddie, unless he had a baby girl. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations, Mike. Uh, that's thanks awesome. For, thanks for shitting on me. F you, dude. He was my championship pick, and it's not, work, it's not working out. So <laughs> I picked him for the title this year in Canada. You, you just said thanks for shitting on me after he just had a baby girl in his life. Yeah, like, well, I, whatever, I, the, the championship is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I picked him for the title. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. BTOsports.com. Uh, get your parts source right there. Uh, fly racing. JT. Race tech, suspension, and engines. Uh, the Monster Energy Alpine Star Pillars Kawasaki Team. Vortex Racing. Uh, protest to Transcan. Transcan. What? Remember I told you the protest to Transcan. Oh, that's it Vertex. Comes- oh, what did you say? Vortex. Oh, that's the ignitions? No. It's the bars on the sprockets. Oh, yeah, the bars and sprockets. Uh, great bars and sprockets. It's going I, I, yeah, I'm okay. trying to All catch right. up. Yeah, no, that sounded it. just like this piston. I know. Gear alloy. Okay. Um... I want to say something different, but it always the rims. They come out of the rims. Those rims on your truck actually look really good. Thank you. Yeah. Roost MX. Uh, best graphics out there. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Protest the Transcan. There we go. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles. Uh, nobody wears them anymore, so there's not a lot of people winning. <sighs> it's not true. You're a liar. Oh, shit. 
Uh, Casey I, Keist. I am team team Carney. Uh, Mission Star Cross Five. Ah, Randy holding down the yuck yucks tonight. Yuck yucks. He's there tonight. He killed it. He texted me. He said it was a great show. Uh, Maxima USA. Ah, the, I love the SC one. Literally, it's like cologne. Yeah, it's great. I'd spray it on to go to the bar. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, FMF. Uh, Donnie Elmer. Did you ever use FMF? You would have. I actually in the late nineties on our YZ one twenty fives. Uh, Pro Circuit Pipe FMF Silencer. Really? Yes. Yeah, it was crazy. We had to buy them all. John lost his mind. Yeah, he used to lose his mind. <laughs> Works Connection. Oh, uh, love their parts. Run them all the time. Love the uh, uh, Pivot. Or, or no. Why can't I think of their works? Perch. Easy, elite elite easy, Perch. Easy pull. The Elite Perch. Elite, yeah. Elite. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace. Um, Just a bunch of... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to, I'm, the Noof gets too much love. Yeah, everyone loves Noof. Uh, He's w, a good lad. W wheels. Um, they spin. Uh, guts racing. Seat covers. I got one for my TTR. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Gutsracing.com, everybody. Yeah. Uh, get data. Dan Truman. Uh, pro filter. I want some, man. I don't want to okay. do filters anymore. We'll, we'll pro get filters. You, we'll get you some. Honda World Downey. Everybody's driving a Ridgeline that and a Honda dirt bike. It comes hand yeah. in hand. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, again, happy birthday to Chris Kiefer, Nick Way, Jeff Stanton. All born yes. on this day. Jeff Stanton's 50, said, eh? 50? Yeah. Fuck, we're getting old. Um, hey, we never put that information out on our Twitter, did we? About the designation scene. No, I went to type it and then forgot what it was. Mm, so I July 16th. I was going to text the, you and ask you to give me some the info. date of the... Well, he's, he's busy. Yeah, I'm busy. He's fixing your app and he just no, got another... No, he's not fixing my another, app. What did you cost no, me today? Two, 267 or something? Yeah, yeah. Why? Where did you come up with that price? Well, there's supposed to be updates for it, so we figured we'd charge a little more. 267 No, that's Canadian. It's $1.99. Oh, is it switches to Canadian? Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, why is it 267 or something? We did not come up with a 67. I'm like, yeah, it's just, oh, just like a 267. This app is brilliant. It must yeah. be 267. Yeah. That's a um, weird price. Uh, thank you for Swisscore and Moser and uh, our guests tonight. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, JT and Kiefer in studio next week. Fantastic. Uh, Marks, thank you. My pleasure. Pookie, thank you. And Ryan Gall, thanks, man. Appreciate hey. it. This is. Um, Really cool. You you came. You flew from Canada down here just for the show. Yeah. You're flying four hours back home to Toronto tomorrow. Yeah. It didn't so, even get me first class. I'm yeah. disappointed in that. Yeah. We did not do first class. We did not do first class. Sorry. Uh, only Ch- um, only well, Chad gets first class. Only Chad. And, and that's and when Ping? He, and, and Ping gets paid first class prices. Yes, yes first class prices. Uh, for, I got to give a shout out to all the vet guys. I did a vet camp on Thursday, Friday, and they were absolutely amped that I was coming down here and doing the show. Uh-huh. There was 35 guys in the school. At least 30 of them were all about the show, Love talking about it. We shot the shit a bunch when they were, like, hunching over their bike tired after riding yeah, yeah. for four or five laps. That's good. So, I, like to, uh, I like to hear that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that is your uh, demographic right there, right? Yeah. That sort of 28 yeah. to 40-ish. And, I mean, I'm, I'm Manitoban Canadian, so, you know, they probably appreciated that. Yeah, for sure, even though not one person at the Manitoba race said anything about Pulp MX. I was surprised that your your brother went to the race. I was surprised they didn't chopper me in to do sort of some sort of pre race ceremony. Like there was a parade, but nobody showed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like you know, like I come out and I just go like this. Like, yeah, on top just of a full, full wave with a little yeah, crown. Yeah, 
a crown with like up to four and then a, a, the question mark for the yeah, five, like a five yeah, with a question yeah, mark? Exactly. That would have been cool, um, actually. Well, no, that's good. Yeah, shout out to the vet guys. I yeah. appreciate those guys. Uh, no, they love it. They were pumped on it. Yeah. So, uh, Oh, you know what? Good. Thanks for uh, for doing that Moto Park Racing and the Vet Camp Boys. And shout out to Kanger and Daryl. Hey, they were going to be listening to Kanger's hernia is, is listening in. And it's a spectacular sight when he shows you how rough his body is and stuff. Oh, and you actually get I, to tell a good Kanger story. But, I got an email. Oh. Um, is it? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> uh, no, well, you know oh. what? We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it next week. Okay. Both of these questions, will, they can wait till next week. All right. Uh, so thanks, everybody, again for listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you here next week. Uh, for Ryan Galt, I'm Steve Mathis. We out. Carney's roll. something I want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I, I mean spread man I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird I I mean you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.